We're recording. Oh god damn it. <laughs> Alright. Now now the backup is going to This is delightful. Okay. Go ahead, Taylor, take it away. PKA one ninety one. For the first time ever we have a real celebrity, a guest that you might have heard of or give a fuck about. It's not some YouTuber <laughs> with fifty thousand celebrities and a couple of fourteen year old fans. He's got it, uh, living in his mansion right now. We'll see how much longer that is after this job ended. But uh, all right. Let's get into it. Mr. Kumia. How you doing, man? Thank you for coming on the show. For, uh, I think it's going to be a good night. I am a, a huge uh, fan. Thank you. Thank you. And yes, I, uh, I'm alone. And li listen to the echo in here. <laughs> I'm alone, and I, I don't have a job anymore. <laughs> it is funny. He made, he made the mansion remark, and then you're in a room so big there's an echo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, he has the last laugh in his jacuzzi. <laughs> yes, that's so. Hey, yeah, can you tell us there. about who you are? You're, uh, we've got an international audience. Some guys might not know you. What do you have to? Uh, yeah, uh, well, Anthony Cumia. I was uh, on the Opie and Anthony show, radio show on Sirius XM Satellite Radio up until uh, about a month ago, a little shy of a month ago. Uh, then I went out one night in Manhattan, decided I was going to take some photographs. Uh, I photographed a, a young black woman who uh, was very angry at me taking her picture in public uh, and ran up to me, called me a, a white motherfucker, and then just started punching me in the head. Uh, I reacted with zero violence, none violence. And believe me, look, I could have reacted very <laughs> violently, but I did. All right, hang on. Slow down for a minute. Tell us, tell us just how hard it was to, to be able to carry that piece in Manhattan. Uh, very difficult. Very difficult. Uh, the, 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 trying to get a license to carry a firearm in Manhattan is nearly impossible. But the amount of sheer death threats I've gotten over the years for being yeah. an incredible scumbag <laughs> uh, has granted me the... The privilege of that's being literally what you need. Second Amendment right. So yeah. tonight over dinner, uh, I, I was talking to my daughter, and I'm like, ah, we've got like, a, oh, my wife is here with coffee. <laughs> Thanks, baby. Oh, so <laughs> it's tonight at dinner, and I'm talking to my daughter, and she's like, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm kind of excited tonight. We've got like, you know, a really big star on the show, and she says, I know, I heard about it. Why would you have someone who's sexist on your show? And I said, no, 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 he's not sexist, he's racist. And she goes, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so please, sir, continue, continue your story. The, the, this lady attacked yeah. you because you took her photograph and she got mad. Yeah, yeah, I took pictures, she got mad, white motherfucker. She started beating on me. I just, like, I put my arm up and I was just kind of holding her off with my arm. And um, she was like, don't touch me, don't touch me. And I wasn't touching her. Uh... And then a couple of other like uh, guys came up around and were like, don't you touch that lady. And I was like, I actually used a, a line from Platoon. I'm so embarrassed. I was like, thank <laughs> your fucking show. And then I'm like, ew. <laughs> what a dude. <laughs> I, I have to ask, though. I have to ask. Don't you feel at least partially responsible being a white man? Yes. Uh, waking up uh, white that morning as a white male. Uh, I did feel like it must have been my fault in some. Well, way. you started the day with quite a bit of guilt. Um, right, I had to have. So you had that weighing <laughs> down on you. Yeah. So, so she she's beating on my head, and uh, I I didn't feel like my life was being threatened at that point, or or that I was in any danger of really being hurt. She was just bitch slapping me, kind of a thing. Um, so I just left it at that. I, at one point, I did say I'm gonna get a cop, and she goes, "Good, I'll just tell him you sexually harassed me." 
And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I, I can't wait. Let me just get out of this situation and leave. That so, might have been the headline instead. Yeah, yeah. Well, they would have fired you for that, you know. I, I mean, <laughs> you should have went with that line. Unfortunately, um, or fortunately, however you look at it, I then decided I should probably uh, go on Twitter and tell exactly what happened in, in plain English like any angry person would say if they had just been assaulted by some uh, whore, because I, I believe she was some type of prostitute at four in the morning. Let's uh, not judge. We like prostitutes on the show. Yeah, well, no, I, it was very plain English. I love the uh, prostitute Americans, but you know, she, she was violent for me. Uh, so I just started tweeting about how angry I was that she had done this, and uh, that I really had no recourse. Um, but my my only mistake, I think now in hindsight, was that I decided as I was going to bash her. I added in some social commentary, and I think mm -hmm. uh -huh. that may have uh, confused some people. <laughs> yeah, if you've kept the parameters to her and her general you know, sense of being a, a dirty cunt, that yeah. would have been okay, but I, I think it's when you opened it up to maybe a broader scale, and you, of course, when you do that, you offend a broader scale of people. That seems well, to happen. Well, th but the thing is, I offended a broader scale of people that love to be offended, and... Uh, I still don't regret anything I said, and I think I was still accurate. I said that there was a problem in the black community with violence. Now, there is. Uh, it's being addressed by reverends, preachers, community organizers. They have marches and seminars and, and uh, everything to silence the violence in our community. Let's have our young people not shoot each other and discuss problems. This disrespect issue has to be handled with words and not guns. So it's something that I didn't pull this out of my ass. People are talking about it. I then said that there is this problem with violence, this jump to violence. Instead of just saying, hey, stop taking my fucking picture or, you know, uh, maybe even something nicer or right. something angrier. But so, so let me ask you this. This is, this is what I'm really curious about. When, when Sirius is going to pull the, the trigger like that, because you're a big deal over there. I mean, you're yeah, one of the bigger shows. Yeah. Um, how do they how do they do about that do, do, go about that is it something where they come in and it's it's a it's someone you know from them that's been a friend or an yeah, associate lay out and the he, conversation he talks you down still he's HR like look. talk to you and say look man or is this like they text you and they're like game over bro should have tweeted like that like, like, like. I, I, have been, I, I have been fired a couple of times prior to this event and, uh, and, and that was kind of a meeting and and they kind of shine you on a little bit they go oh um uh, we're gonna uh, see what happened. We're gonna suspend you a little bit, and then we'll see what happened. And blah blah blah. This one was literally an, an email. It was an email. Oh, shit. Saying, well, nah, you're fine. You were only there for a decade. <laughs> you're only there for a decade, so it's not like you deserved face-to-face. -face. So you know, to, to just send, drop me an email like uh, like it's some spam. Um, yeah. Wow. You know, I've gone days sometimes without checking my email. I might have went into work if I didn't check it. That would have been embarrassing. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, what, did you think they changed the locks? So, like, if you went in, we'd be like, click, click, click. What the fuck? Dude, there, there was literally like a poster your name off the door? on the wall. A poster on the wall in the lobby of SiriusXM with my face <laughs> on the thing. This man is not to be admitted. He is terminated from No uh, fucking way. It just said yeah. racist. That's, That's a little awesome. bit above me. Yeah, that sounds cool. like you put wanted posters on the wall around your workplace. You've gone out <laughs> in style, right? Like it, I know, like yeah. 
Now, if you wanted a good tweet, like that would have been, you next to that poster would have been a quarter million <laughs> that's, retweets. That's <laughs> hey, I, so as here's a question as, uh, I have. Uh, as far as being Jimmer concerned, who do you blame more for not reneging on their contract and potentially being sued for million? You, you uh, broke up I, there. You, you dropped out at the last minute there. Oh, I, I broke up? I assume you're saying, who do I blame more for not reneging on the contract? Who? Um, serious whoa, whoa, language. <laughs> yeah. There he goes again. <laughs> I'm incorrigible. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, I, sorry I broke up, but what's the answer? Yeah, I, what, like, do I blame uh, Opie or Jimmy for not leaving her? Or is that what yeah, I think that's what he's getting it. I was joking around saying that it's clearly, you know, it's silly to blame either of them. They were under contract, and, uh, you know, I, I know where they're at. The, the contract's up in October. I mean, why blow off uh, a couple of months of, uh, of a pretty righteous paycheck? Um, and then we'll see what happens in October. But, no, I don't blame them at all. I love those guys. They're a lot of fun. And to tell you the truth, I'd have probably stuck it out for another couple of months, pocket the money, and then figure out what I want to do afterwards, yeah. yeah that, that's what I was wondering about. You know, so I, I was thinking about you today leading up to the show. If CelebrityNetWorth.com is to be trusted, and it is right there in the internet, so it must be true, <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, if you wanted to, you could just, like, hop on your yacht and hit golf balls and shoot skeet going forward instead of, like, working on another gig. What makes you want to, like, get back to work? It... it, it is it partly driven by money, or you just love this job so much and lifestyle? Like, why aren't you slacking off harder? Which, yeah, you know, the, the truth of the matter is, um, yes, uh, racism has been very profitable to me. <laughs> uh, I, and uh, uh, I, I, I'm doing quite well for myself, but I do enjoy doing this. I had built this studio that I'll be using for the Anthony Cumia show. Mm -hmm. uh, I built the studio over the course of a few years just because I enjoyed going down there when some weird story broke or there was something that maybe I wanted to simulcast on TV and just go down there and have fun with uh, the listeners and, and throw some video up there. Um, so I had, you know, like, like the nut that built the bomb shelter, um, the bombs finally dropped and I was able to... Uh, get logistics uh, in place to actually put on a real show. And I just enjoy doing it. It's a lot of fun. I, uh, I, I don't want to just fade into obscurity. Please, love me, love me. I need attention like every fucking stand-up comic and radio person. <laughs> you know, I, like, yeah, so, so we're YouTubers on this call. It, one common thread among a lot of them is an, is an almost unhealthy desire to be liked, you know? Almost unhealthy. Holy shit, it's a cancer. Uh, all right, I'm in denial, perhaps. But, but yeah, you know, everyone who starts uploading videos trying to please other people has at least something built into them that just loves the positive feedback. It's a sick thing. It really is. I, and, and the way technology has advanced to allow us to be able to put our entire lives in front of the public eye like this, no matter who you are, what did people used to do? Like, fucking put flyers on windshields. Hey, this is me. I work down at the car dealership. Like, what? <laughs> there, there was no real outlet for making yourself known, aside from climbing a tower with a high-powered rifle, perhaps. But uh, <laughs> it's one of these things now that technology has allowed every single person to uh, mouth off and, and show either how brilliant or how incredibly stupid they are. 
I do both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do both regularly on yeah. the show. Regularly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how do people find you? What are you doing next? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, this starts up uh, Monday, this coming Monday, uh, the 4th, August 4th. It's the Anthony Cumia Show on anthonycumia.com. Um, it's going to be two hours a day, Monday through Thursday, from 4 p.m. Eastern to uh, 6 p.m. And it is a HD video webcast from my house. It's not just going to be in the studio, which I built, but I have, you know, the pool area out back, the bar, the movie theater, a few other places <laughs> all around. <laughs> I mean, that's where these interviews and and shit is going to be conducted we're going to take uh, uh, uh maybe some liberal piece of shit out to the rifle range out in calverton <laughs> do them while we blast off maybe you know like like this guy <laughs> like this fucker right here See, 50 right here i want to take some liberal panty waist piece of shit fire this off and not kickle his ass off like every real man does when he first shoots a high you laugh for the love of God. <laughs> there's so many uh, opportunities that I, I don't think a lot of other webcasts are uh, are taking. And, and the technology's there. Uh, I, I got a lot of uh, comedian friends and uh, uh, other people, weird motherfuckers, that I would love to just have come on the show. And, and that's what I'm going to be weird doing. Weird motherfuckers. That's what I think we need more of on our show here. We got one tonight. That's... that's <laughs> That's something that, that people really undervalue. Everybody always wants a, a scholar or a celebrity or something like yeah, that, but that. they really underestimate the value of a transsexual prostitute or uh, a mentally handicapped uh, midget. Um, any yeah, of you're right, things. Kyle. We have way too many scholars on the show. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, you want to come in again? We have no security with us tonight. <laughs> and the, the best part is it's completely uncensored, unregulated, and I mean completely. If people thought I was bad on Sirius XM satellite radio, holy fuckaroni, do they have another thing? <laughs> yeah, because there's some things you can't do on Sirius. Or do anything. Because I, I, I know when Stern wanted to, to have one of his guys fingered, yeah. they had to go uh, to a, a third location, like a hotel, because Sirius yeah. has a no-penetration policy. Yeah. <laughs> and they had another I'm wondering one. if they wrote that, if that's in like the uh, the, I, the handbook because of Stern. He had a stunt where they were trying to see who had the biggest bowel movement. Mm. And yeah. apparently the radio station had a problem with everyone pooping in a bucket and weighing it. <laughs> who knew? <laughs> who the fuck has a problem with that? Not me. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want it happening in, in their doors. I just had two cups of coffee. Get on my level, bitch. Well, I think they were going to do it in the studio. Like, they were going to, like, throw some plastic matting down and some buckets on the floor, and they were going to have people shitting in the studio next to Robin. <laughs> What's the problem? Yeah, they seem to have a problem with bodily fluids and insertion. I think it's everything that their lawyers really have an issue with at home. Like, and they're just like, no, no, we can't have that. Meanwhile, at home, he's, like, getting fisted and fucking enemas and shit like that. <laughs> Uh, so, so they just put the kibosh on all that shit, and we were never allowed to really have any content that put it over the top. Early in radio, it was simple. You did something a little outrageous, and people were like, whoa, he's a shock jock. Look out, he's crazy. <laughs> but now with the internet, everyone can see anything. You're not shocking anyone anymore, believe me. So... Uh, they pretty much stopped any of that shit uh, to stop any lawsuits, I guess. I don't even know why they did it, but no, no more. 
I got a whole pool just waiting to have those skimmers filled up with jizz so it looks like egg drop soup. <laughs> Dear God. Right. So I have to imagine that there was a good deal, like probably a quarter or two of just bobo fluid after all those years just looking around that studio, yeah, yeah, right? See? That fucking little retard. We pretty much squeaked by with the bodily fluids uh, dripping out of that fucking pervert. Yeah. So what, what was wrong with that guy? Like, is he for real? Uh, yeah, he is for real. I have <laughs> no real idea. We never had him uh, clinically uh, examined or diagnosed with anything. But uh, just again, I think the term weirdo works perfectly. Uh, he's he's a, a clinical weirdo. Just half past retarded all the way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I want more of that on the show. I want I want somebody weird. I want I, I've been watching the, I've been listening to a lot of Stern lately cuz cuz I've been driving around a lot running a lot of errands and he's got the whack pack and they're they're my favorite part. And then I started watching the YouTube videos so I could actually lay eyes on these weird motherfuckers. Yeah, I prefer the It's best. so much better. So much better when you when you can see what these people look like. They are yeah, the Yeah, it's definitely scum of the earth. <laughs> you feel so much better about yourself. You watch half an hour of that show, you're like, God damn, I'm good looking. Like the whole cast, <laughs> like like you like half the time the camera's on Stern, and half the time it's on a real freak of nature, like high pitch Eric or something like that, or some of his staff who are also ugly motherfuckers. Every yeah, one of them. Yeah. I mean, they, <laughs> scum of the earth. They took they they had this uh, app uh, that they used to that like measures. Um, attractiveness, and Stern was like a 32 or something like that, and he wasn't even the lowest. It's pretty it's generous like, for him. You, you watch 30 Minutes of that show, you're like, God damn, I'm good looking. <laughs> All right, I'm ready to start the day right. <laughs> More freaks, though. We need we need one. Do you do you think he... Do those guys get paid to come on the show, like, or are they just oh, there God. for the, the... They're just there for the fun? Sirius XM is cheap enough, and then Howard is real fucking cheap. So uh, I don't think he's paying any of those poor motherfuckers. Howard seems like he's cheap, and he doesn't mind anyone knowing it, because like he's he's very open about how much money he has, and it's an god awful amount, and I guess he's earned it. But yeah. But but then he was talking about like how much well, money Kyle, it was going to cost Jewish. at one point. Is anyone else here racist? Back me up. I, on I'm this? not. I'm not. I'm not even going to start that. <laughs> but uh, I remember he complained <laughs> about how much money Jesus, it was to like I'm send the car here? out to pick his parents up, and I was like. <laughs> How much could it have cost to send that car? Send the, send a, a town car somewhere like two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars tops. Like like you know you're sending it. No, nah, it's a couple hours. Two hundred dollars. Two hundred fifty maybe. Like when, come on, you got a hundred, hundreds of hundreds of millions of dollars. When you look at somebody like Gary, who's been with him forever, and I mean really pretty much runs the ship as far as getting uh, yeah. guests and organizing everything. Gary's incredible. When, when he still has to go out and do bar gigs after all these years, <laughs> like toss the guy some money, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gary, in my opinion, should be making millions of dollars a year. Gary is so, absolutely. That Gary guy is, is key, key, key to that show. of the show. Yeah, and he gets treated like shit. Yep. I, I don't know if it's all for 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 show and it's all for entertainment value, but. God, when sometimes when Howard starts chewing uh, Gary apart over some little thing, like a guest wasn't right at the, wasn't outside the go the uh, the uh, door, and they rolled the intro music too early, right? And it's right. like you're you're chewing apart the guy that builds your fucking show. He's he's like your second, third in command, you know. Yeah. He's the rock of the show. If he paid him more, he might lose him, right? Like that's the thing. I I knew a guy that managed salesmen. That was his gig, 
And uh, every time his salesman came in with like a new Porsche or something, he's like, fucking sweet. That guy's going to be broke. You know, whenever he saw like excessive spending, he knew he had motivated salesmen. So, so maybe that's his idea with Gary. Maybe he'll bonus him at the end. I don't know. Maybe, that's how a lot of guys in sales are. I doubt it. I doubt oh, it, too. Never, uh, he never, like, uh, obviously the Jackie Martling situation years ago, he, he uh, you know, I'm sure he could have stepped up and gotten Jackie the money he wanted. And Jackie, Jackie couldn't have wanted that much. Uh, Jackie was paid in other stuff, too. Like, that guy used to pimp his CDs nonstop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He just... But, I mean, he was with the show during the very beginning and everything. And, and then Billy West was another guy that I talked to, and uh, he was contributing huge uh, things to the show, all of the imitations, the Jackie puppet, Marge shot, all that funny shit from the nineties and stuff. And then like he wanted a little extra money and just nothing. So I don't know. I don't know all the ins and outs, but I've heard from enough disgruntled people, you know, if there's enough of them, you've got to realize that it's gotta be some truth to it. So I, I think Howard would, would admit to most of this himself. <laughs> I think he would, oh, yeah. He would like, yeah, yeah. I, I run a type shit. I run a type shit. I'm a businessman. But, you know, when you're making half a billion dollars on your deal, you could probably... Part I guess. With Howard bought the yeah. most expensive thing you can get, which is an ex-wife. Yeah. So, so, you got to re-earn it all. Yeah, I'd do the show from, like, Air Force One every day. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I, I wanted to bring it back for you, Anthony. All right, hypothetical situation, okay? You're mm -hmm. stranded on a deserted island. Yes. It's just you. Um, you're, you have a mermaid to keep you company. Are you going with top half or bottom half fish? You got to go with top half. I mean, top half what? fish? No, oh no, I thought you meant what would I like uh like be with or have sex with or fuck the top half or the bottom half of a mermaid. All right, I see where you're going. I see where you're yeah, going. Yeah, think it through. Think uh, of all the pros and cons. Yeah, yeah. Top half. All right, no. You got to get the bottom half fish. That's <laughs> you're going to fuck that cold fish vagina? Like Cloaca or whatever's down there? Oh. It would be a lifetime of blowjobs. <laughs> yeah, that's how you, you can do also it. Do, like, that's your best case scenario, right? That's yeah. by far at least two thirds of our of our people choose top half human. And uh, the way I see it, if she's top half human, she has a head on her shoulders, and not only yeah. can she blow you all the time, she's got boobs. And you know, if you're a team on this, she can go out and scavenge for food. You know, yeah, if she's top true, half yeah. fish, who knows what she's thinking? She could run and, off or something. Yeah, who knows? If, if it she's comes not, down to it, I'll off. just kill her and eat her fish tail. <laughs> That's not cannibalism. Not, not any. No, I mean, it, not really. I guess. Yeah, man, but like, who said top half fish? Like, we get just, now and then. We get to fuck, but it's fish face thing. <laughs> well, you <laughs> bend her over and you're all and set, like, I suppose. Gasping for air the whole time. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah, but just, I can picture this. Bad. Right, you like you, you form some little like tide pool. You, you hold her face down so she can yeah, breathe. Yeah. <laughs> you hold her gills yeah, underwater. Like in the water the whole time. Yeah. Although, although you don't have to worry about having to hear about her day or anything. So that's yeah, true. that's a plus. Yeah, that's true. I, <laughs> well, there, what day would there be to hear about? Hey, what'd you do today? We're on a fucking island, you ass. <laughs> I've been with you. You fucked me in the wave pool and I swam around really badly forever. <laughs> <laughs> It was awful. Please I kill me. Legs. You made the wrong choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she would say if she could talk, but she couldn't because she picked top but, half fish. I don't know. Yeah, it, That's, That's the other thing. If, you, if you're top half human, you've got someone to talk to. 
or you could do halfway down forever. the middle. So it's a weird, grotesque thing with a half Ooh, fish. Ooh, right down the, the middle. That's disgusting. The right. Yeah, nobody wants yeah. that, like Two Face style. That's no, yeah. right nobody there. chooses yeah. that. That's that's good for nothing. Yeah, that ruins all the holes. <laughs> yeah, like nothing nothing comes out of that. Nothing salvaged. Started. Uh huh. No. <laughs> you want to? You always want to do it horizontally. With Except me. for like the half of the fish you can eat, which would be more than the half you'd get on the bottom. I would think. So you got a net food gain. That is true. That's something. I mean, if you're getting that weird with it, you is cannibalism that that far to reach? Would you eat a person, Anthony? Would, if it uh, came down to it, you know, like you're trapped on a mountain playing crash, dead bodies. That whole what race lot. are they? That's very important, Dan. Man, that's um, <laughs> white me. From from what I hear, uh, it's very hard to make that decision unless you're in that situation. Um, so, but I would gather enough people have done it when they've been starving and. I don't know of anyone that's been in that situation where they went, yeah, Bill here starved to death. <laughs> people, but he starved. Everyone dies from something else. No one in the cannibal situations has ever died of starvation for refusing to eat it. So, <laughs> I guess not, not only am I sure that I would eat it, I'm hoping that I end up in a scenario where I can. <laughs> you want to be yeah, in that? Yeah. I'm looking forward to not having moral judgment placed upon my cannibalism, <laughs> yeah. my cannibalistic curiosities. I'm just, I, just, I just want to know what it tastes like. like. That if I'm ever in a situation like that, like if something were to happen where I'm in a, ca I've got a little paprika, maybe some pepper, and I can mm -hmm. make the best of no, it. No, remember that spice thing I brought on our camping trip, yeah. our survival trip? That right. had all those like the cayenne pepper and all that stuff, like eight spices in one? That thing. The question isn't really would I resort to cannibalism. The, the, the question is how I would prepare the human. Fricassee. Yeah. Well, I would definitely want a farm-raised human, so I knew they grew up safely and they kept care of. Organic. Maybe one in an orphanage, so I knew they always had enough food. I wouldn't want some fatty, nasty land whale that I saw at McDonald's. Like in stuff with sugar eats. and processed foods. You want an Amish kid? Yeah. I wouldn't even taste care. Like I'd go, I'd go filled for the with ill child. Just a fat kid locked in a box for his whole life. Oh, <laughs> you, you want veal? That's more like veal. Yeah, a little veal kid. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like where we're headed with this. Oh, oh, I want the person I eat. I want them to be tied down their whole life so they can't develop muscles. Yeah, I want, yeah, a, I want a nice, smooth bite into their thigh meat. I don't <laughs> want them to be able to talk either. They should be top head fish. <laughs> I don't even know what the good part of a human would be. Like I, I picture. I hear the thumb meat. You know, like like the right there, that big meat? muscle that your like right that your thumb is attached. Yeah, that. Like I, I, look at that. Imagine if you held your thumb <laughs> like a drumstick and you cut that meat out in a big oval. It I is soft. Dude, if it became popular, don't I you just know that, that tasty. douchey hipsters would talk about like nasty parts of the human, like they were delicacies, like, oh yeah, you just have to get an elderly man, the area between the butthole and his ball sack, <laughs> and you just saute that in a little bit of olive oil, just a dash of chives, and it's fantastic. Just a bunch of pretentious assholes who won't admit that. That is fight. the groin muscle. Now that probably is a tasty morsel. Um, no, it's a taint muscle. <laughs> yeah, the yes, groin, taint the, muscle. Yeah, that would be taint groin is the... It, you know, it, right underneath oh, your yeah, that would be on that the other curved side. Yeah. area the that's very, kind of ticklish. Very that's sinewy. If I remember, uh. My, uh, if I remember uh, my literature uh, when I was reading uh, Alive, the book Alive, uh, they started with the buttocks. They were actually cut out some of the meat from the ass cheek of one of the dead people um, mm. in plane crash. Huh. And uh, about the size of a matchstick, they said, and then wrapped it in snow put it in their mouth and swallowed it real quick so they wouldn't have to chew it or like acknowledge that they're doing it. But then after a while, they were pretty much just carrying like legs over their shoulder. <laughs> yeah, you desensitized. 
progression happens pretty quickly as you get more it's interesting. If, if i had the entire human body to choose from right like here's a full human unmolested at this point i don't know that i'd start with s i know what to start with so rough roast <laughs> yeah. No, I would literally start with that thumb thing because I'm curious about mm. that. And uh, <laughs> if you if you know anything about like that horrible, horrible serial killer, uh, Ed Gein, I think it's pronounced, um, the guy who was like the, who like eight children. One of his things, like he would he he like wrote a letter back to like the the mother of one of his victims, and that's what he said. He's like, I ate her ass, you know, like like that was what he did. The the first thing that he did, he he like ate all of the wow. child, but like he but, told uh, the mother he ate her ass. In a yeah, letter. Yeah, yeah. He, yes. he, 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 cooked, he, he explained letter. to her how he cooked it and like with what vegetables and potatoes, etc., and how delicious it was. And like Guy Fieri. Yeah, it, it, he was a horrible, horrible, scary guy. <laughs> now we're being judgy again. Yes, you're being judgmental now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, not ate, all. he literally <laughs> ate children. That was his thing. All right. I'm oh, was he black to too, Kyle? Again. I bet in your story. No, no, he was white. <laughs> Check. Check out this story. And his name was uh, Albert but Fish. Yeah, I check out the... Uh, oh, my God. Come on. Why would they do that? Oh, you, did you just watch the link? Well, I've already read... The headline? It, remi- yeah, I, I know the, I know the story. There's a Hebrew this isn't a first-time thing. Matzitza Bepa. I'm sure I pronounced that terribly. Mm. But um, it's when Orthodox Jewish circumcisers orally suck the blood away from an infant's penis... Kyle's our resident pedophile. I'm, I'm sure he's pro uh, infant penis sucking, but um, he's given another two babies herpes by oh, sucking the another blood. Another two? Yeah, this is not the first time. Holy but, um, fuck! Yeah. Don't they take your baby dick sucking license away after you give a couple herpes? <laughs> uh, so, so this guy is repeatedly giving infants herpes look at that infant he doesn't look like he's enjoying it we definitely need a better baby dick sucker so <laughs> you know i'm not 100 percent against baby dick so for those of you who can't see so for those of you who can't see who are oh, listening oh, uh, on itunes and stuff right right i'm sorry yeah yeah so the the photograph you've got they're holding a screaming baby down while and they just have circumcised it and now a man who looks to be in his late 60s, early 70s is sucking his penis. That is Ooh. literally what I am looking at To right get now. the blood off it. They are indoors in a synagogue, I suppose, or excuse me, a temple, and uh, there's there's like people gathered around for the event, like yes. like family and friends Everyone in this picture well, appears okay. to think Would this is not? normal. And it is one of the most awful things I've ever seen. And okay, like like okay, it's the, it whatever. It's you I can get over it. Body. I can get over it. I'm not gonna judge your religion. Do it. Do what you got to do. That's 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 the old school way. Then keep sucking those baby penises. Do it. I I, I totally <laughs> don't believe there's anything sexual going on here. I just think it's weird and gross. But well, there is something sexual. He's got it's herpes. And, and here's the thing about herpes. Like, like, so he's got he does he's have got, his dick in his mouth. It's a little sexual. I, no, I'm willing. Like I'm willing to give this guy the benefit of the doubt that he is not getting off by sucking this baby's dick right now. Because the dick is—it's a bloody dick as well. Oh, like, you don't think he enjoys popping that little baby carrot in his mouth? What else would he do? <laughs> Dude, do you know how small a baby penis is? Like, like he's not getting anything out. I don't of know. I haven't been measuring recently. What are your recent findings? <laughs> <laughs> they are well, tiny. The, but Kyle, let me—if the guy was Catholic, would you then assume? Oh, that wait. If, ne- well, of course he's guilty if he's Catholic. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
They but have a <clears throat> no, 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 no. They have a like, like, track record. Do you think I'm supposed to just ignore all the evidence that I that, that's popped up over the last ten or fifteen years? If it was a Catholic well, priest yeah. and they had a baby dick sucking ritual, then <laughs> totally they'd be busted. <laughs> they do have a baby dick sucking ritual. It's called Catholicism. <laughs> That was That's mean. not quite me. That was so. mean and far-reaching. I apologize to to, to all the Catholics. So. But oh. but seriously though, you've got a high percentage of of child molesters in your country. <clears throat> oh, there's definitely a huge percentage of them. Like there's just a, a job where they're like, hey, you're going to be around kids all the time, alone, unsupervised, and all their parents are going to also trust no you. women. Okay with that? None. And no women no for you ever. Yeah, and they the ones that are are frumpy and disgusting. They should have penciled <laughs> it into the rules like the uh, Jewish uh, guys did with sucking the little baby dicks. Because that's like. Under the guise of their religion, how is that okay if you do that in any other place or time or? It system? isn't ever. <laughs> That's exactly. I would like the to know the explanation. Thing. Catholic priests didn't think uh. ahead to the you know someday they were <laughs> right. going to be judged for getting off on on you know prepubescent boys. It, right. If they had said, you know what, getting your rocks off with twelve year olds is a normal thing. It's just part of being Catholic. Then uh, then we'd all be pro. We'd be like, yeah, it's just part of it's Christianity. Part of religion. Yeah. Anybody want to take a guess about the number, about how much money has been paid out in uh, in settlements by the Catholic Church in the United States? Sure, I'll throw a guess. Uh, Seventy-five million. America. I, I, you broke up a little bit on the question. Could you repeat? Um, it? How much money the Catholic Church has paid out in child molestation settlements <laughs> in the United States? Uh, Zero dollars. Oh wow! Oh, he's playing Prices Right style. Just pay one dollar. Well, one dollar. I was just gonna say seventy-five million and one dollar. <laughs> one billion dollars. Oh, it took a billion dollars to silence all of those molested children. That's how many there were. I thought you were trying to trick me. All right, now Anthony yeah, gets know. to spin the wheel. This sucks. <laughs> Is there a wheel? We need a wheel. <laughs> we need a wheel. Do you think? Uh, do you think those rabbis like have to go home after work because they can have wives and complain about their day? Like, how was it, honey? A lot of baby dicks. A lot of baby. <laughs> a lot. It looks like he just put on strawberry chapstick. <laughs> like, what if he was disgusted by it? Like, like, what if this rabbi was just he was just a man of God, and and it said it in the book, so he was sucking those baby dicks day in and day out, hating it, hating it. <laughs> I really don't. Just coming home all, every day, just crying to God with baby dick blood in his mouth. <laughs> Why do you have this rule? Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that does not happen. The guys who volunteer for that are probably not too put off oh, by oh, baby. Oh wait, I'm just reading the rest of this. Wow. So apparently, oh, there's more. The city, and specifically the Department of Health and Mental Hygiene, a, a, a government agency in the city, instituted a regulation that forces Mohels. I don't know what that is. I'm going to assume it's like a priest thing. To get written word. consent from parents. Before doing any baby dick sucking. Moil, yes. A moil, okay. But these moils are refusing to comply with the parental consent thing. And they're just going ahead with the baby dick sucking anyway. Wait, they won't... So so all they wanted was for there to... Yeah, the so the Department of Mental... Baby dick sucking, and they were like, no, we, yeah, we're the... all about this baby dick sucking game and you're not going to slow us down. Yeah, the, the Department of Health and Mental Hygiene said... Look, you can continue with your baby suck, baby dick sucking ways, provided that the parents huh. are on board. And they're like, "No, I'm not asking for permission. Baby dick sucking, try and stop me." Damn. Nice. Ugh. I can't believe this is a thing. I <laughs> Even can't though they're they didn't like, just make this up, and now we're riffing on it. This is disgusting. <laughs> Even this though is, 
You know what I would call these people? Savages. These I people would call oh, them savages. Hey, hey. They repeatedly give babies herpes and they still won't stop. Come on now. You know, I must say, like, if, if these guys were Catholic, they'd be really. Somebody be throwing rocks by now. Oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like, like that, that's that's they're really getting away with a lot there. That's disgusting. The whole, but I find the ritual to be disgusting. But like I said, I can do your thing. That's your religion. If if you're gonna be part of that, then I, I'm not gonna tell you that you can't do some old religion to your uh, some old ritual. To your child, that's your child. Just don't mutilate them too badly. The circumcision bad. I'm good with. I'm happy with my own personal circumcision. I, I feel I feel that it's a superior look, at least in my particular penile uh, case. I'm happy that that, that 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 happened to me. So I'm okay with that amount of child uh, mutilation, but 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 no more no more than that. That that's that's Makes my it limit. Looks streamlined, faster, more efficient. It's like a, you know, industry cock. You know, not slowed down by all that extra skin. And I'm not good at I'm not good at taking care of things. Maintenance isn't my thing. I don't want any extra steps or anything down there. I would really like to see the imaginary uncircumcised version of my adult dick, right? Because they did that on Friends. I'm a bit there of an a app porn for that? connoisseur, Can right? So, oh, that's an app. That's an app. Write that down. Get <laughs> chiz on that right now. Four skin. Forty years it'll, older. It'll do both though. It'll do both though. You take a dick pic. And it will show you if you're if you're cut. It'll show you what it would be like if you're uncut, and vice versa. But they're not all the same, right? Some people have like an excessive amount of foreskin that gives you that like uninflated balloon look on the end. eater type thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm not. I, don't, I mean, I don't mean to insult you know people who have an uninflated balloon penis. But to me, that's not the look I'm going for. But some people have a glorious looking uncircumcised cock, and uh, if I were to have one of those. I might be down for that version. And sometimes it looks like a three sizes too small turtleneck that's just barely wrapped around. <laughs> sometimes the, the foreskin isn't big enough and it splits and tears at the edges. Can you imagine uh, such a pain? Many people yeah, yeah, on Monday. Face. <laughs> You're imagining tearing foreskin right now and how horrible that would be. And that's one of the things that could potentially happen. I used when to get letters. For... Oh, go when, on. This discussion, uh, when this discussion comes up among uh, uh, girls... They usually do do like, eh, they get all skeeved out by uncircumcised. That's American True. girls, though. From what I understand, like European, like everywhere else, it's it's, it's, it's much less going? common. Where am I going to get laid? Good, good, point. Point. good point. American good point. girls gotta have the uncircumcised uh, penis. Yeah, I think so. In I think Europe, I, I, Europe, I mean, in America, yeah. you need the, you know, you need the circumcised penis. There should be some yeah. sort of a male accessory to simulate uh, maybe an uncircumcised penis, then. Maybe some sort of super condom. <laughs> super condom. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's what magnums when you go to look Europe, like so on uh, Ton Taylor, right? They're all like kind of bundled up and they hang off two in the end. Oh there my God! Go. Did you see um, um, that that someone actually did my story that I told? Let me tell the story that my uh, that my cousin told me, and then I'll tell you what someone on our subreddit uh, on Reddit.com/pka did. Um, so. Many years ago, we were we were at a strip club in Cincinnati, and there were some women there with enormous vaginas. I'm, I'm streamlining the story, <clears throat> and uh, and so my cousin starts telling the story about this girl he dated, and the first time he slept with her, he just wasn't enough man to to stimulate this lady. He, he used the phrase like a hot dog down a hallway. Mm -hmm. He's like, she was just huge. She was wide. I couldn't stimulate this lady, and I'd been going at it as hard as I could for ten or fifteen minutes. He's dripping in sweat. And he's just like, I gotta, I gotta take a break. I gotta think this over because she's just not getting anywhere. She's not enjoying it. He's not enjoying it. So he walks into the kitchen. He's standing there, and he's just disappointed with himself, really, because this isn't a thing for him. He, he considers himself kind of a ladies' man. And, and he's, and, and, he, and then it comes to him. He's like, No, I'm not taking no for an answer. I hope he opens to God the kitchen he spots, drawer. Go on. 
grabs the saran wrap, and he starts wrapping his cock up right there. He wraps his cock until it is massive, and then he slips a condom over it, pours lubricant all over it, and he goes back in there, and he, he's like, I fucked her till she couldn't walk. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, she said she said it was the best she'd ever had. It was dark, and she couldn't even tell. She's like, you got big when you came back. You really got hard. <laughs> so, so I told that story like a few years ago. Somebody on our, on our subreddit did it the other day. <laughs> and he got apparently like he didn't get the saran wrap perfectly uh, aligned with his penis, and it rubbed his penis raw or something. <laughs> So yeah, that that that's why you guys shouldn't try my stories at, at home. They're 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 all they all have that parental advisory warning. Don't try yeah. this at home. But look, we're trained professionals. You guys can't uh, can't follow our advice on this stuff. Yeah, you don't do these things. <laughs> Are you ready for the next topic? Please, sir. I have two, and they're both video based. I think we're gonna watch it with the subs. Um, would you rather watch first a guy beats up five girls or? Teen cries out during sentencing. They're both good. Well, I've already seen the guy beating up the five girls, and I saw Anthony react to that like, "Whoa!" But it's 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 a situation where the girls are are. Well, they need a good beating. They need yeah. a good beating, and that may, they're they're doing they're up to some like criminal stuff. They're they're like beating one smaller girl. Listen, you're badly. ruining the video. Oh God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Let's watch the second video because I've seen the first one as because I'm already spoiling it. All right, we might come back to it though. All right, so I here... just wanted to defend your woman beating video. <laughs> some people are listening like I'm not listening anymore to this woman beating stuff oh no this is painkiller already I think our audience is pro women beating when they went after the blacks the Jews and the Catholics I was cool with it but not the women <laughs> they're just gone <laughs> alright alright so are you guys ready please are yep. you queued up at zero so oh, Anthony's new to this what happens we queue up at zero we count down we hit play together and, uh, and be prepared for pause alright I'm, I'm looking for a consent here is everyone queued up at zero I am at zero. Checked I am in. queued. Anthony? Oh, I have no idea. So you have a look of confusion. <laughs> so do you have the, the chat on the right there? Uh, of course I do. Can, the, the bottom link, it's a YouTube link? Oh, yeah. All right, click there. It should pop up. All right. And just, I uh, got it. You're right. You're at zero? Very dramatic. Oh, no. All right. So hit pause, rewind. I'm there. All right. Ready, set. Play. Very dramatic day in court. Very dramatic day in court. As a young man, he beat his girlfriend's little boy to death. Girlfriend's little boy to death because he wouldn't stop crying. Brittany Smallwood has more on today's sentencing for us. Hi, Brittany. It was sentencing. The courtroom was packed with family and friends supporting the defendant, Dylan Shoemaker, and the victim's family. As soon as the case was called, Shoemaker walked into the courtroom and started crying, telling everyone how sorry he was. I didn't mean to kill Austin. I really didn't. Do you really think I did that? I didn't mean to hurt him. Dylan Shoemaker. All right, pause, pause. Did everyone pause? Hold yes. on. Yes. I, have to, I have to unmute. Do I? How do I? <clears throat> oh, I muted What's... Anthony. I don't know how to unmute him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Oh, there we thank go. you, thank you. There um, it is. All right, all right. So at this point, when I watched this thing, I thought I, I felt bad for him, right? If you don't know this, if you didn't catch it all, um, he's a teen father. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's in this desperate situation, and he's he's babysitting his twenty-three year old, or I'm sorry, twenty-three month old baby. Twenty-three year old. Yeah, right, right. He's kids older <laughs> than he is. So, um, and and you know, Anthony, do you have any kids? No. Okay. All right. So I'm, I have two kids, and while I'm not pro beating kids to death. 
I understand it. Like, I see where they're coming from. And uh, <clears throat> um, um, sometimes these little ones, they're just so inconsolable, inconsolable that while I don't beat mine to death, there were times when I just, like, took a moment by myself, let him cry, and then, you know, recomposed and came back because it is infuriating. And, and I, I think it's almost chemical, right? Like, like... <sighs> It's hard to explain, but like you, know, mom, when they hear babies cry, they lactate. You know, maybe dads have some also chemical reaction, and and it makes you it more fills crazy. you with rage because that's what you're supposed to do when your baby's in trouble. You're supposed to be filled with rage and angry and ready to hurt things. Could be. you're not supposed to be taking care of that baby. That's the white. That's your. That's the woman's biological <laughs> so, uh, determination. I I can't have any kids. Look what I got laying around my house. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. This, this was in the couch cushion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. So at this point, I'm feeling some kind of sympathy for a guy who temporarily went insane. But uh, are you guys queue it up again? I'm at 38 seconds. Yes, and sir. Ready, I set, am... play. Hey, yeah, state Supreme Court ruling. State Supreme Court pleading his case, his case. Telling his telling victim's, his mother, victim's mother, on the court, mother on the court. He's remorseful, he's remorseful. what he did. Shoemaker was sentenced Friday for beating 23-month-old Austin Smith last March. Before the sentence was handed down, Shoemaker and his defense mm. attorney fought for the minimum sentence, 15 years to life. I can't take back what was done. Mom's home run hitter. This is going to be great, though. More than that kind of hitter. What do you hear the judge? He, he beat the baby to death. What? But there were other dynamics at work there, including my client's inability to either control his anger or inexperience in babysitting. His inexperience in babysitting. Well, sometimes you actually beat a kid to death. Happens. What is to say he won't do this again? Well, we don't know that. I think it's completely unlikely. It was a situational, it's, circumstantial thing. More. In Judge M. William Bowler's uh, last words to Shoemaker, he told the now 17-year-old that in his short life, he's caused so much despair to so many people. Bowler said he listened intently to Shoemaker's testimony during trial and called him a manipulator who minimizes his actions. The record will show that you admitted on July, that on July 23, 2013, in a phone call to your mother from the holding center, you stated, and I got a quote from the court reporter, I am a 16-year-old blonde. Probably all I have to do is cry in front of the jury, and they're going to feel sorry for me, end quote. Afterwards, Schumacher well, was sentenced to 25 years to life behind bars. He is an inexperienced babysitter. I think there should be one of those, like, three strikes and you're out things. Like, and this shouldn't be the first strike. Give him a little bit of breathing room. This is the warning. Then next time he beats a child to death, it's the first strike and you get three. That sucks. Wow. So, I'm sorry, Anthony. I had to meet you because it was, like, feeding back through no, the no, speaker. But, um, uh, yeah, that, that was the kicker for me. Like, I felt so bad for this guy. Um, obviously, he's a terrible person and stuff i'm not really in favor of baby killing but um <laughs> just the notion that like uh I, I, he's 16 years old whatever he's got a kid his whole life is kind of a wreck and he took a wrong turn but then he's talking to his mom on the phone saying all i need to do is cry and i'll get out of this because i'm a white blonde guy yeah he's fucked you, first of all uh. he said that on a fucking jailhouse phone what a dumbass all yeah. that stuff is recorded um <laughs> Price and it can, it can be used against you. He's a moron. He should have never said that there. And, well, and, but if, but if, still, if you if you feel bad for uh for the child as everybody should, yeah, take some consolation in knowing he is going to get so fucked in jail. He is right. So fuckable, this kid. 
and not yeah. a pleasant like rabbi baby kind of fucking uh, 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 a very uh, unpleasant kind we're not talking about the kind of sexual assault where an old man suckles at your tiny penis we're talking about the, the scary kind that, that turns you into a shell of a person and sucks your soul away like it's right. a little pig teat <laughs> that's so disgusting <laughs> oh. so terrible oh. well that we was actually kind of sad yeah, yeah, that, that, that was a real downer. Let's let's watch some woman beating now, I guess, to to perk everyone up. Are you down for some woman beating? I, I guess yeah, you might as well. It. Like, like uh, let's 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 see some woman beating. All right, all right. So, um, it's Thursday I, night, same thing. Link in the in the chat there. Ooh, live leak. It's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah they don't they don't have around. all those pesky censorship rules that YouTube has. <laughs> oh, all you right, can't beat right. people to death on YouTube. You can't you know, horribly maim people. All right, so just hit play and pause and then put it back at zero so it buffers. Everyone doesn't have any trouble. Damn it. Yeah, I, I am at zero, locked in, ready to roll here. All right, is everyone ready? Ready. All right, so Anthony, I'm going to mute you because yep. yes, I'm going to have please. to mute you. All right, ready, set, play. So if you, if you can't make it out, there's a girl on the bottom there getting beaten by five other girls. Check out the guy in the foreground on the right, just watching. Quite a beating, too. Like, yeah. Close your eyes, and it sounds like you're walking through like the place of the zoo, like the monkey house. <laughs> like, like, look, they they like got her by her like the scruff of her shirt. I want to sing. Like, I need oh a hero. This this guy comes in. He's like, but he's gotta be strong, and he's gotta be true, and he's gotta be ready to fight. I need a hero. He's not, he is not holding back anything. He is not bringing his woman fighting game to the table. He's bringing his, like, brown belt jiu-jitsu, like, beat-down game to the, to the, to the fight. <laughs> that last girl he hit, it looked like a WWE move. He's like throwing chairs out of the way. He's not done. He's grounded, pounding. Oh my god. Yeah, that guy going all out. That guy is a professional woman beater. <laughs> there wasn't. There wasn't even like a. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I've seen this video five times now, and I'm still not sure if that level of ass whooping was required. Um. It absolutely was. 100%. It absolutely was. Yes. A hundred percent. Unmute Anthony. I can't. He has to unmute himself. Oh, he has to. He has to click it up. There. I got it. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. Totally oh. warranted. Totally fine. I think. Absolutely. No. Beyond just warranted. That guy is a minor league superhero. He's Batman That's of terrible. girl beating. If that was if that was one guy he was jumping in on, he'd have gotten his ass handed to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I like how you get a chance when you're fighting that many women to just practice those like super moves you can never do again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, and, like they can't stop you because you're just bigger. It's like fighting an eleven-year-old. You can do like crazy kicks, yeah, anything. He totally did look like Captain America fighting or something. Like, like he was, he was really throwing wide shots and stuff, like making it look good for the cameras. Just, just huge haymakers that any man would see coming. No, yeah, gigantic. He, he went to like the Rocky Five school of fighting, where everything was a knockout blow. There's no wearing down. I was distracted at one point by that table that was full of food remnants, and it was only two people sitting there. It was like piled with cans and food, and just yeah. two people got up. 
That was probably where all those women had came from to 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 beat oh, that. that, you know that, that. What? Obviously, Jesus Christ, I'm real. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, it looked like they were beating her to to. She was just completely defenseless. They were beating the shit out of her. He fucked them up though. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, you know, I I I don't know if women understand exactly the strength difference between the averages, right? Like a normal guy and a normal girl. It's uh. Well, no, you ha we had the issue recently with the, the football player who had, who had knocked his. There's a video of him knocking his girlfriend unconscious and like dragging her out of the elevator, but she had hit him first. And then Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg had made the comment on the View, I guess, that you know women need to stop counting on this whole chivalry thing. If you hit a man. It's not right for him to hit you back, but don't expect him not to, because that, like, like that, that, that's not a thing anymore. Like, if you hit a person, any person might hit you back. Whether it's yeah, a man I or don't not. know the specifics of the. <laughs> I don't know the specifics of the football player case. I know the ESPN guy lost his job or got suspended or something. What's his name? Stephen Smith, maybe the ESPN guy. Yeah, because he was defending um, that that situation in yeah, some way. Yeah, I, I think what. I, I guess, you know, it, it's hard to say whether hitting back is okay or not, right? It, 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 it's a situation-specific type thing. But um, but I will say this. What also is not okay is for women to think they have an invisible force field of chivalry that protects them and allows them to hit guys or allows them to, to misbehave in a really strong way. You know, it, if it was a 125-pound man talking smack to a 185-pound man, you'd just be like, well, he fucking earned that beating. You know, <laughs> he, he pushed it too far, he should have known, and now he got himself into trouble. And if the 125-pound man hit first, then nobody would have any issue with it. But when no. you take that 125 pounds and make it a girl, all of a sudden it's like, nah, he should have just continued to absorb blows to the chin until uh, she had decided that she had delivered enough. And, and that's not okay. That's how my dad rolls. I, I still remember watching my mom and dad get into like a really serious argument, and my mom is like backing my dad into a uh, actually toward the door. You still and owe he, me five bucks. I still do because they did not get divorced. We, but she's we, like, she placed a five dollar bet on whether. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, no, they're divorced. totally getting divorced, dude. They're not patching it up this time. It's finally over, and we bet five <laughs> bucks, and they did patch it up, and they're actually better than ever, which is scary. <laughs> but um, oh, that's but, great, Kyle. Fuck you, Taylor. <laughs> But they were, um, they were, so I just remember my mom like backing my dad toward the door, and he's like leaving the argument. He's like, he's got to the stage of the thing. He's like, you know, where he's just like, I'm gonna go fucking live in my truck if I got to. I don't give a fuck, you know. He, he'll, my dad will move into his shop and install a shower and have hot water three days later, and not give a fuck. He doesn't care. Um, so so, but but every step they take, she's backing him toward the door, and she's like reaching out and pinching his like. His chest area, like aiming for nipples, I guess, and it's like she pinches, twists, and pulls, and then repeats with the other hand, and she's got nurple. both hands going. Yeah, double purple nurples as fast as she can rock them, and she's <laughs> she's sinking them in deep, bro. It's like pa pow, pa pow, pa pow, and my dad just taking them, like like not even flinching, just taking them and continuing his stream of insults. <laughs> this is like like it's nothing, and I'm just like those must hurt so goddamn much. <laughs> I can see like his shirt. You know when you grab like a cotton shirt and you twist it and you know it'll it'll leave like you know the it looks fabric like will change. It's been twisted. Those were all over his chest where she's been popping him with these things. And she's got <laughs> and she had like like French manicured nails maybe and they're long and I, I, I just know that they hurt like a motherfucker and he was just acting like they didn't. But but that was that was one of her many kung fu moves that, that she throws into the mix when she gets kung scared. <laughs> Is she oh, a brown man, belt she, in purple nurples? She popped me with this uh this this like double knuckle punch one time and it was so fast it was like Bruce Lee. I didn't even see it coming. Is, does, is out of nowhere. It, is, Were you is a child at the time? No, time? no, I was a grown up. <laughs> Some sort of. She just popped. So 
I mean, just two knuckles, and then the thumb at the base of the on, on their fingertips of those two knuckles. Your thumb like on top of the um, sort of on top of the nail, and then you just stick those two knuckles forward, and then you you bend your uh, your wrist forward as far as you can. Um, like straight so it's it uncomfortable. Or? No, no, the other way, the the uncomfortable way, the the wrong way. Uh, Did she hit you like this? No, imagine make it like a cobra. Yeah, now make it like a cobra. And then, and then and then pop them in the pop now pop me in the mouth in it when I'm when I'm like 19, 20 years old. Somebody yeah, that's the move. Teach <laughs> the, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Kyle's mom fighting technique. Oh man, they came out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> you push her too far, she gets physical. She tackled me one time it's when I was. It's the next like, wave of UFC fighting. She weighs like 100, 120 pounds. She tackled me when I was like fifteen and took me down, like like double leg takedown all the way. Had a hanger in one hand. My mom was hardcore. Still so, is. So, I know that uh, you've talked about this on, or you did on ONA about your dad. All your dad stories are awesome. But uh, how was your dad? How did he feel about corporal punishment? He probably just sat you down and had a talk, you know. No, nah, he whipped my ass. Um, they were, they refer to his ass whippings. Um, I remember, no, like, when I, from the time I was like five, I definitely got like, whippings when I was five, um, like like spankings with the hand. Um, a lot of times I would run and let him cool down so they weren't so bad because he had to think about it, who wants to beat this cute blonde five-year-old. Um, but I would do bad Ooh. shit. Like like I remember one whipping specifically because it was so bad. Um, I was like five or six, and um, <clears throat> my dad was putting wallpaper in, uh, in in one of the rooms of the house, and he had a level with him. And it was the it was the early '90s, so the level was made in the late '80s probably, and it was it was wooden, heavy, and it had steel corners and edges on it, and it was it was a real weapon. It's not like one of these plastic pieces of shit you get at Home Depot now. And my older half sister was fucking with me, and the sort of child games that you play on babies and children and toddlers. But you don't think about how they're actually feeling about it. Like peekaboo, that scares the shit out of a baby, right? That's the whole point of the game. So the game she was playing was she would pop out from behind the island that was in the kitchen that had the grill on it and scare me like she was a monster. And to a five-year-old, that's scary as fuck. It was scaring me every time she did it, despite the fact that, you know, I should have known that my half-sister was going to pop out. You are such a pussy. Carry on. I'm a five-year-old. No, 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 I'm not a pussy because the story goes on. So I go and I tell my dad, I'm like... Michelle's fucking scaring me. That's not what I said as a five-year-old. I said, Michelle's scaring me. And my dad was <laughs> was like, I'm putting wallpaper up. Fuck off. Or whatever he would say. You know, no, I'm, I'm busy. So I was like, all right, I'll take matters into my own hands. So I grabbed the level from the room, and I walked back in there. Of course, she's still behind the island. I know she's going to be popping out. When she pops out, cracked her right in the skull with it. You split her head wide open. As um, you do. Yeah, knocked her down on the floor. Um, fucked her up pretty good. So that was a pretty good whipping. But yeah, it was it was corporal punishment. Yeah, I, um, most of the time I got I got whippings until I was like you know, probably twenty eight, twenty nine. Probably <laughs> so around he whipped my ass last week pretty good. Um, no, probably when I was like thirteen or fourteen that that all stopped when I got like big enough. And, and then at, even at that point, I remember like fucking up a couple times and he just like like sitting sitting in the car with him and like him driving and him you know being like you did that. You brought that to school. They, how'd you let them even catch you with it? And, you know, whatever I had done, some awful thing and be suspended. Or I hit my teacher one time, something like that. Dude, and, you were 14, uh, though, getting spanked? That's no. Like, that's, like, once ass you're hair not letting me finish the goddamn exactly. story. Exactly. At 14, it turns gay, Kyle. I'm telling you what would happen <laughs> when I'm 14. So, like, you know, I'm 13 or 14, and I do uh -huh. these things, and he would punch me in the arm. Did he, you like, like After it? your spankings, would you feel a little pinch? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, no, but an old man would come and suckle me. my bloody wounds afterwards. But, uh, so that made it all better. I want to know about uh, about Anthony's father. His uh, oh, yeah. 
yeah. He was yeah. into corporal punishment, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was a big uh, the belt guy. He loved the belt. Um, <laughs> it, it, there used to be this warning ritual. Like, we, I'd go to bed. Me and my brother had, like, bunk beds. And uh, we would be sent to bed at some early hour. And my mother and father would be out in the living room watching television and arguing about some ridiculous drunken shit. And uh, <laughs> if, if my father heard us talking in there, the littlest, like, talk. Like, brothers want to fucking talk while, you know, they're going to sleep. Uh, he'd be like, knock it off. Shut up in there. Shut up. And, and then we'd just take it down a little lower. But he would try to listen to see if we were. <laughs> <laughs> you better not be cheating. And he would do this thing where he would take his belt off and put it over the doorknob. And I swear to you, this, this thing would, would go back and forth and, and the buckle would glisten. <laughs> <laughs> and it was this scariest fucking thing because you knew the next step was he was going to grab that thing and just start like wailing on us with with the belt it was it was like and then i start watching these locked up abroad shows and you see this uh <laughs> trying to converse with the guy in the next cell and then the guys come in and beat their feet with the fucking sticks and <laughs> i start having these flashbacks as i'm watching this going shut up just don't talk <laughs> keep it down yes it was horrific that was, was it one of those things where if, if he talked, you got beat too, pretty much? It was an all or nothing Oh, he scenario. didn't care or know who said what. Like, if my brother <laughs> wanted to be a scumbag, he'd just be like, yeah, yeah, we are, we're going to go tomorrow, we're going to go to the park. And then dad would come and just bash both of us. <laughs> <laughs> my dad would always use his hand. My mom would go for weaponry. Yes. My mom would, you know, because she, she's obviously smaller. Like she could, some of the weapons. Um, uh, a plastic coat hanger. Uh -huh. um, not the heavy duty one, but the one that you could, you know, snap in your hands if you wanted to, like one of those deals. That still um, hurt. Yo, you're goddamn right that you do. <laughs> one of those that that might get in uh, belts for sure. But you know, <laughs> but my mom would still try to whip my ass when I was like, you know, 13 or 14 or 15. Like she'd still try to like hit me with a belt or something, you know, if I fucked up. And I was, I was like, no, you're not going to. I'm not going to like beat you up. Like this is a, this isn't a fight now. But this is me actively <laughs> resisting anything that you try to do to me. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like bend over the table or anything. Like if you want to come at me with a belt, bring it. But I'm gonna do my best to take it away from you. And so, and that's how it became with my mom for a while. That's how I got punched. My mom would use tools and shit, right? Like not not little tools from the garage, but she'd use shoes. She used um, you know those like cheap ice scrapers that you like get as advertisements almost. She had like she had like mm. twelve of them rubber banded together, and she beat me with that fucking thing. She would throw like sometimes I'd be like running for for dear life, and she'd like throw shoe down the hallway, catch me in the back like a sniper. And uh, the trick was to run from her long enough that she'd be like, "Dad's gonna." get you when he comes home but my father always worked long hours and stuff so he'd get home at 10 p.m and she'd be like he knocked over a flower pot get him and he'd be like oh, fuck really like i gotta <laughs> deal with this shit and, and everything had simmered down by then but um, would she ever get your siblings to assist her in capturing you or like no, or like come no, to her but side of it when, like, my, my mom would my brother would beat me up like he was totally he would like you know like literally like punch in the jaw and stuff and i'd be like mom pat <laughs> just kicked my ass and she'd be like well okay how'd you earn it all right, that, that, I accept that one. And it's like, fuck, mom, come on. He's twice my size. <laughs> I don't know what kind of psychological damage was done <laughs> by this type of uh, beating, but when, when my parents used to use our own toys to beat us with. <laughs> yeah. but like like a, a friggin' length of Hot Wheels track. Just, <laughs> just, 
So, you know, you have oh. your toys, which is supposed to give you some type of pleasure, and then they've also brought the pain. So how that fucked me up, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's it's deep-seated and horrible. Yeah, yeah, so that's my rough father stuff. told the story. Now, my father's father ran away when he was like 10 or so. So then when my dad was like 12, he told the story where his mom was beating him and beating him, and then at one point he just grabbed her wrists and said, Mom, the you-hitting-me days, they're over. And they were, because there was no dad there, and he didn't beat his mom or anything, but he just said, look, you know, I'm too big for this now. I'm not letting you hit me. So when I was 12, I tried the same thing, right? My mom's hitting me, <laughs> and, and I grab, like, both of her wrists, and I'm like, Mom, the you-hitting-me days are over. The thing was... I was a little late to the puberty train, <laughs> and, and Mom, the her beating me days were not over Mom. at all. She's like, oh, you think so? And she, like, breaks my wrist <laughs> and the fuck out of me. It wasn't until I was, like, 13, 14 that that wrapped up because I wasn't man enough to stop Yeah, to be it. able to pull that, you have to be able to kick your mom's ass. That's, yeah. that, that, that's when you're able to pull that game. For yeah. me, I think I was 13 or 14. The part about your mom uh, beating you, because, yeah, my dad wound up going off to California when we were still, I guess, of beating age. I don't know, <laughs> 11 or 12 or something like that. And then yeah, my beating mom age. over. And she uh, took a belt once, went to hit me with it. The first swipe she ever took at me with a belt, like she was brand new to beating me. Uh, <laughs> the tip of the belt whipped around and hit the exact tip of my dick. <laughs> oh, screaming and flapping on the floor like like a fish out of water and she got really upset my dick blew up at the end like a mushroom and shit and that was the last time she even tried so she fucked that up uh really well wow that's exactly how my story ended except with the scrotum instead of the dip dick oh, tip really? my it was a plastic shark with those fins that are sharp, obviously, and I was trying to do the circular run as she was running, and apparently I did something fucked up. I was like five, and she must have had an errant swing, because yeah. it struck me right in the scrotum, swelled up so much, had to go to the hospital, Ooh, lost wow. everything down there. So now I'm kind of, you know. So so when I was a little kid, I don't know how old I am, but I'll throw <laughs> Not really, like, for anyone who's going to put that on Reddit. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it like seven years old or something. And um, we had these temporary tattoos. You know, you'd like get them wet and they last yeah. for like a few days. And um, I got them, so I put them all over my scrotum, right? Which seemed like a really great idea to me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Rewind, rewind. Whoa, you skipped a step between I got some some stickers and, and then I put them on my scrotum. There was there was a decision-making process that I'd like to know more about. I, I mean, it, it was just... Was a like, rabbi with you? I, we used to play with these things all the time, and I put them in the traditional spots, like on the deltoids or whatever. Uh -huh. And, um, you know, like on the back of my calf. And then it was like, oh, yeah, I've never put them yes. on my, my testicles before. So... Um, <laughs> So, so there it is. I, I put them on and then I come down and I show my mom like because I'm young, wow. right? I'm like, check this out. I've got like a pirate ship on my on my testicles. And she was not down for it at all. Right. So I immediately have to like take a, a bath and scrub the tattoo off. Now, these tattoos were designed to last for days and it doesn't <laughs> come off easy. So and I, I have like a um, it's like a really firm bristle brush that you'd use to oh. clean underneath your fingernails. Like, are you familiar with this yeah. thing? And, yeah. Um, and I'm there, and I'm, like, working my scrotum, like, just trying to, you know, to get it clean. And, <laughs> and, oh, oh. and I get it, it, like, 85% off, you know? Like, there's still little yeah. pirate ship specks and stuff like that. And um, and I present it to my mom, and I'm like, you know, is this, is this good enough? And it really hurts. It's, like, red, and it's raw. Oh. And... Um, <laughs> And I asked her, because you do at this age, if she would sure. kiss it and make it better. 
And, oh my um, god! Yeah, <laughs> she didn't because she doesn't love me as much as Orthodox Jews mahas. One That's of those dudes would away. kiss your balls in a heartbeat, bro. Even now, maybe. <laughs> Even now, guy would kiss. Like my you balls. know, I, if you had a case of chapped balls, I bet one of those Orthodox guys could probably put some sort of special oil with some like you know some herbs in it in there, and maybe a kiss would make it feel better. I don't know. It's I'm a gift not, from I, God. Their saliva is the oil. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I had yeah, to explain to someone right. today that HIV was not transmittable through through saliva. There was literally a girl running around who's, who's 25 years old that thought she might make out with somebody and, and, and get HIV. Oh, that, yeah. there, there are people that, that exist like that. It's not transferable through saliva, but I don't know why it's not transferable through saliva. I mean, clearly it's in your semen and it's in your blood. Why is it not in your saliva? I, I'm not a doctor. Uh, really? It's just not. <laughs> yeah, I don't... It's not. It's just... I, does saliva, like... Eat HIV. If it's, I had like saliva blood, different. would I be it's, cured? It's a, it's a different bodily fluid. It just doesn't have. Hey, did you pull your scrotum apart like um, oh. like silly putty with a comic strip thing? When like bat, had... like, did a bat wing? <laughs> did like yeah. a bat wing to scrub? I you think I did. I, I remember that the pirate ship. Could you make the sails flap? I mean, <laughs> when you're little, you don't really have a lot of extra scrotum. But I do remember that it looked better when uh, when it was spread, and it was kind of a um. Like a shriveled, disappointing, older pirate ship. In well, its... fuck. How much of those tattoos? Order some and, and make a new YouTube channel that's just extreme close-ups of your scrotum <laughs> being stretched and pulled in different directions and doing stuff. Like, put faces on them. good when you, got, when you were old enough to get real tats on your ball bag? <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of forever I don't want to be part of. I don't have any tattoos. I, I, I haven't found anything that I care enough about that I want to write it on myself permanently yet. Haven't. I'm, I'm not against them. Like if, if, if something popped up that I really believed in, and it was like, yeah, I'm part of this thing. This is me. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, let's stick this right on my arm or my chest or my back or my ass if I don't want too many people to know. Whatever it is. But I haven't found anything like that yet. I've and I changed don't... my mind. There have been a couple things. Like I, I, I used to want some sort of <laughs> swimming-oriented tattoo. Um, like, like I broke record in, in high school. Not in well, high school and college. Though. It was the college thing. When I broke a school record. As a swimmer in college, I was like, oh, maybe I'll get, like, my school little, like, logo on my, uh, like, on my hip where the little banana hammock would cover it. And, mm -hmm. uh, and then, it, like, now I'm, I'm glad that I don't have that. It seems stupid. There was a time when I wanted some sort of YouTube-oriented thing. When I got a million subs, like, maybe a golden play button or maybe just the YouTube logo. And now I'm, I'm glad I didn't do that. It seems wow. stupid. Yeah. So, um, uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I keep. Anthony actually has me. a serious XM tattoo on his ass. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got. He's, a, he's planning to have one. it removed. It, it's, yeah, it's kind I of a, a touchy subject. Right where they fucked me. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine you having a big thug life one right across your back. <laughs> it's below that. The serious oh. XM one. <laughs> I, uh, it's it oddly enough, like uh, through the '90s when I was really kind of coming up, uh, I, and everybody was getting a tat. I never got one. I don't have any tats either. Does wow. anyone here have a tat? No. You know what? what a cool bunch of boring like, white guys. I, I find military tattoos to be really to be really cool looking because you know you're really part of a brotherhood. If you get if you know if you're yeah, in the Marine yeah. Corps, the the Navy, whatever you did, you know there's a cool tattoo that's sort of a brotherhood type tattoo. And you see other guys with it, and you're like, hey, yeah, me too. And you know it's it's an instant sort of conversation starter or what have you. But I don't have anything like that. And I, and I, there's nothing that I care about like I said enough to 
what am I write? Put a tattoo of my own face on my on myself. Oh wow! Yeah. So that's the thing you care about so much. <laughs> yeah, you want to yeah, like, I care about me. I mean, I like me a lot, but like I, that's I, about I, it. I was Love thinking. Of one, I was thinking of one where I could pull my shirt down and go, "Not welcome." <laughs> <laughs> Just really intensely. <laughs> uh, oh. Maybe not. So I'm I'm looking at my topics here. Uh, let's see. Firearms dealer accidentally shoots woman while demonstrating concealed carry safety. Mm. That's Ooh. always fun. Here, let's do this. So are you guys familiar with the Hobby Lobby decision? Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. So for listeners, in a nutshell, there was a, a company called Hobby Lobby that's owned and operated by Christians who used their religious belief as a way to say that they didn't want to buy contraceptives and perhaps day after pills and things like that. Um, like they didn't want to provide a certain portion of what's in Obamacare and, uh, and they didn't want to pay into a system that provided that birth control because they felt it was against their religious beliefs. Thank you. All right. Perfect. So now Satanists are running with this thing and uh, <laughs> they're using the Hobby Lobby to play quote unquote devil's advocate. And literally, uh, apparently literally. Uh, hold on. it's, it's with the, um, devil's advocate. look, but don't touch. <laughs> don't <laughs> <laughs> so according to the Satanist religion, that women who uh, women who are looking into abortions, currently some states have a law that says they like have to watch a video and read some pamphlet or at least be given some pamphlet that lets them know about uh, the, the horrible side of abortions, right? Like what the abortion looks like, what your baby can do at this particular stage of its development and things like that. So it is against devil worshiping to give out these pamphlets and they're trying to use this hobby lobby thing as a precedent to make it so that that becomes illegal well that won't happen because i don't think anyone in the criminal justice system takes satanists very seriously you know you say that but like the, part of the, the core thing is that you can't pick and choose between religions now obviously like christianity is kind of a bigger more established thing than satanism but uh you know, it, like you can't just say like, "Ah, oh, well, they're not Christian, therefore, we don't take that religion seriously." I think they can pick and choose when it comes to Satanism. Yeah, they're no, nobody's gonna like upholding court. Like senators aren't gonna come out like, "We stand with the <laughs> Satanists in every pursuit." Like, there's no way. There's Look, just I'll no cut those money. baby dick suckers some slack. You know, that's a real religion they've got over there. But you start talking about Satanism, those guys are just being assholes. Imagine if Satanists sucked little baby dicks. We'd be like, those sick fucks. I can't believe they're getting away right? with this. I, Nastiness. I, I'm totally I, I okay with see, those Orthodox Jews sucking that baby dick. The, don't care. I really am. Don't care. The attorneys who, who are like talking about this case and discussing whether or not, like how it's going to play out, they say that um, the courts do not pick and choose between beliefs. I, I know you guys are pretty comfortable doing that, but the courts apparently don't pick and choose between which beliefs are hard, like legit and which ones aren't. And um, it puts the Christians in an odd place in that they have to argue that a religious group should lose the claim that's on par with the Hobby Lobby claim. And I thought it was interesting. I just don't think you can take the Satanists seriously. They're, they're like the... They're, they're about as serious as the Westboro Baptist Church. They've kind of shriveled away to nothing. You don't hear anything since that Fred Phelps guy died. They're like the short bus of Christianity. Not to change topics or anything, but they're just always in the back of my mind, those evil people. I don't think that exists somewhere. I don't think those Satanists have enough people anyway to really get a, a, a lawyer and, and really spend a lot of money to Yeah, try it'd be to expensive. 
Yeah. No, all it is is a bunch of like eighteen-year-olds. Like, I'm not gonna be a Christian anymore, man. I'm gonna be a Satanist. I'm going the other way. My parents will see. They'll all see. Like that's <laughs> that's what this is. Like, <laughs> he changes his name to Dark Rider or something. Yeah, his name's like Dark Phantom or Night. It's either Satanism or he was gonna be one of the vampire kids. I'm not Kenny anymore. I'm Dark Steve, and I'm a Satanist. Like all that horseshit. That's shit. scary. Like, like, like that's kind of like a like a cliche, uh, of, of like like '90s kid or something. But what if you actually had a kid that was like that, that that went dark side on you and and became a vampire kid or something? Because that happens. I'd film all difficult. of it and show it to him in four years. That would be difficult to deal with. That's brilliant parenting. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, just, just go with it. Yeah, yeah. Tell me more, Dark, Darkwing. Tell me more about how black your heart is. Like holding the camera. Oh, really? As dark as the night and empty as the moon. This is and, gonna be and, great at your wedding reception. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like Christmas Wait till you're three a years fucking later. paralegal asshole. You're gonna love this. <laughs> Every girl. Everyone gather around. Let's see how much of this bag. You'd like to think you'd have a sense of humor about it, like, but but in the oh. back of your head, you'd be like, "This kid's 14 years old. He's fucking in his in in the, in the basement because he says the light hurts his eyes, and he's got fake vampire teeth that cost 325 dollars. When I was his age, I, I spent that money on a fucking baseball bat, and I was you know I was traveling around playing ball. What the fuck am I doing? Like that would that, that would be the worst. Oh, That's because you didn't get it. You didn't get it, Kyle. Ugh. Well, it wouldn't be the worst. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be the worst. <laughs> Conformist. Conformist. <laughs> uh, no, you could have the kid who fucking murders that toddler and spends a 25 to life. That's the worst case scenario. That would suck. Man, I still don't know how I feel about over. that. That seems excessive, right? 25 years? Like, I understand what he did, but he's so young. It just seems... That's the challenge. 20... He was 16, he's if you guys 16, forgot He's 16, and you give him 25. I, uh, man, it... it... When I went from Doesn't 13 to 15, I was a totally different person. 15 to 17, kind of different. Dude, I was such but a knucklehead like when I was 15 to 19 or 16. and 21. Like, like my maturation process a little slow and and dramatic though. Like I was such an idiot at 17 that bigger idiot Dude. than most of you have involved baby, in your life. Murder a baby idiot is a lot different. Yeah, I. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't have killed a baby. We wouldn't have killed fucking babies. That's true. We didn't kill any babies, and we didn't even come, in, come even fucking close to killing okay, a baby. Okay, wait a minute. I'll Not say this. Once. Get this fucked up thought that was in my head. So before I had children, <laughs> I used to watch shows like Law and Order or like Special Victims Unit and stuff, and I'd yeah, see like babies that got killed, and I'd be like, ah, well, I mean, the upside of it is it wasn't like a whole person yet or anything. <laughs> <laughs> like True. it's not like some dude that got killed. This was an infant left in the dumpster. That's hardly even a guy yet. They become people at five. <laughs> okay, well, I mean that's just your, you know, your value on life. Well, but you it kill it. What I'm kidding? Until I had kids. Right now that I have kids, here's I'm like, what I'd like to I know. I see the potential I, in this thing. You know, we're we're seeing such a small fraction of that kid's life in this story. Mm -hmm. I, I bet that's that kid that fucking burned puppies and shit like that. Yeah. If, if I, that's the only piece of evidence I need to be like, yeah, 25 to life. I, I guarantee he was one of those weird motherfuckers that like tortured animals and he like had all those like classic signs of like Dexter type um, uh, so sociopathy and psychopathy. There are a bunch of squirrels outside his house that are happy he's gone. <laughs> exactly, right? Like, like I bet this guy has crucified his share of rodents. Like yeah. this is the this is the guy who keeps a journal Crucified. with pieces of animals. Yeah, yeah, weird shit Looks like, like that, the man. 
Spartacus with the I mean, don't get me don't get me wrong. I smashed my my share of like lizards with bricks, but I didn't crucify any animals or burn any puppies in bags or anything. Like, yeah, I don't think you go from the, uh, the the best kid in the neighborhood, the little helping hand, to beating a baby to death one right? day. <laughs> Nowhere. Right? Can I help there's you a, with your driveway? There's a few <laughs> missing <laughs> links in there where, where like a couple yeah. of kittens went missing and uh, <laughs> like uh, the <laughs> animal shelter burned down one spring. <laughs> on the paths in the woods. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, lot, lots of crows being found around with their eyes gouged out. Like, this is probably an evil kid. Like, we're, we're probably okay. Though, although I don't trust our criminal justice system at very, very I much. I think we but, have enough information to say, ah, fuck him. Yeah, and this say, in this case, yeah, this is an ah, fuck him. Yeah, because he, he just looked like a mean little kid, and he beat that toddler to death. Yeah, Which, just and it takes a lot to beat a toddler to death. Let's not forget that. Like, I mean... He had to beat the shit out of that kid, right? Not really. Just one well-placed hit with a ball-peen hammer will do it. Like, <laughs> Is that what he did? <laughs> no. How did he, he like? Like, his... how did he actually? I, I I didn't catch that part either. Did Did he use a weapon, or did he like fisticuff this guy, stomp him, like smother him? It kind of that kind of matters. Like, if he got a weapon, that's a big deal. And if he like, if it was blows to the head or something, or like well, strangulation, they, they would have mentioned that. If it was a one, like they were like, he's not a very experienced babysitter. Uh, he beat him to death with a machete. The yeah, end. exactly. So yeah, I don't think apply. you have to go to a fucking class to learn that. And so, like, I don't know, maybe he just shook it yeah, too much. Like, what a scumbag lawyer, too. You could tell that guy was a piece of shit. He he, he wasn't an experienced uh, babysitter, Your Honor. And I wish the honor, uh, the the, uh, the judge would be like, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the what first if the judge try, would just like. Wait, wait, wait! You're telling me this was his first time, baby. Okay, this is a huge misunderstanding. We oh, have that would have been hilarious. You know. <laughs> well, why didn't you say so, Sonny? I didn't realize it was your first time. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, sounded... my first time, I killed three. <laughs> no, like no, <laughs> you're doing 25 to life. A non-experienced babysitter probably gives the kid like the wrong baby food or something, or, or chocolate, or lets him stay up too late. Dinner, doesn't put him to bed at the right time. Not beating him to death. Yeah, the kid survives. <laughs> it, even in the worst case scenarios, the, the kid survives the night. Right, like, he lives. <laughs> <laughs> I, I they came back sure and kid was literally dead. Like those poor parents. Like imagine, so like their their big their big problem leaving. They're like, oh, I hope it gets its formula on time, and then when we get back, it's not gonna cry. It's always crying. Not anymore. Little do they know. But this was then they get back, and it's just like ah, little snafu with the baby. Uh, <laughs> it, it, upstairs and downstairs and in the bathroom a little bit. Like, so, and <laughs> here's what happened. Here's what happened. Let me have the the floor for a second. Excellent. So um, uh, he was babysitting two kids. Uh, one was the um. Oh, it looks like the the kid was five years old. Wait, is this the right person? You got another baby beater? I think so, but this looks like the same guy that that the baby they showed in the picture with like mom's little slugger was yeah. like twenty three months old, right? This is the same yeah. guy, right? Yeah, yeah. mom's kid, little slugger. M&M, no right. So the kid was five years old. He was babysitting the five year old and his three year old sister and four month old brother. Wow. And um, it looks like they had a food fight, the brother and the sister. So he um, he had Throwing the boy <laughs> stand in a corner, but the boy refused to stand in the corner. So he shoved him so hard in the chest that his head buckled back and fell over, um, knocking his head. And then he, you know, the unresponsive child. He vomited on himself and eventually died. 
Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. So when they arrived home from work, they assumed the boy was napping, but he was actually dead, unresponsive, and covered with urine and vomit. I got to tuck him in. I got to get out of here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. And he had an extreme hematoma to the side of the head, bilateral yeah, retina give him hemorrhages, 25 alive. He beat the kid to death. swelling in the eyes and face. It seemed like not just a shove. Yeah, yeah this guy like deserves to rot horribly. Yeah, and then he didn't seek help. Psychopathic piece like of that shit. Kid was, that kid probably could have been saved if he dialed 911 after he fucking bashed his head in, but he yeah, put him to bed. If he didn't play fucking, you know, Weekend at Bernie's with him instead of calling <laughs> yeah, the exactly. hospital. <laughs> How long did you think you were going to keep this up, Slug? Are you going to have this kid, like, bobbling around in your arms, just, like, shaking him a little to make him look real? Like, no. The parents come home and you're, like, having a chicken fight in the pool with him, like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> Weeks go by. Tommy's the best babysitter we've ever had. I swear to God, I haven't heard little Jimmy cry in weeks. Yeah. I'm gonna he hasn't cried in his rude days. Smells a little funky, though. <laughs> and boy, is he committed over here every day. <laughs> that is terrible, uh, terrible, terrible things. Right. Yeah, but that kid's One probably more. getting horrible things done to him somewhere in the criminal justice system right about now. Even if he's in some sort of juvenile detention center, I hear those things aren't so so much fun if you're, uh, I, if you're seems not like able to take care worse. of yourself either. Um, yeah, I, I, the only person I know who ever, who's ever been to like a real deal one that was like one of those places for like, I don't know, boys, what, whatever age, 14 to, I think it was 13 or 14 to like 16 or 17. Yes, yeah. Yeah, something like that. And rape happened in there. Like the dude that I knew got raped real good while he was in there. You sure was so happy when rape came up. Like, and he was a, and he was like a big scary guy, and uh, and he got raped in there. He was a rapist himself. That was one of the reasons he went in there. You tell the story, and your shark is just all straight faced, and then you mention rape, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and now rape talk. Um, but 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 yeah, like he was a big guy, and uh, and he he took a raping while he was in there. He's happy and, again. Uh, I'm sorry. And and he was a scary guy as well. As you know, like the prison environment is one where like. People have shivs and stuff, and, and stabbings are, are kind of a thing. I've seen and movies. So, yeah, yeah. yeah well, I know a thing or two about prison. Carry on. Okay, yeah. you've seen movies. All right. So, so, so it's actually like that, apparently. So he came out of this juvenile detention um, lifestyle with this fondness for stabbing people. He enjoyed it. He'd done a lot of it, and he wanted to bring it to the real world. So he did. And he would drive around with... Multiple knives that were stabbing knives, knives that he just thought would be good to stab some with, one with, and he was hoping a scenario would come up where it would, and it often did. I I I, could, I can remember two scenarios where he stabbed someone a little. You know, he didn't like he doesn't like go Jason on you. He doesn't get you on the ground and pump you full of knife wounds. But he'd grab the kitchen knife that he keeps on like the speedometer area of his truck, hop out, stick you a little, and then run away. He was a stabber. I'd rather, he just would stab I'd, people. I think I'd rather be shot than stabbed. That's well, he just get, it was really a poke. He'd give you a little poke. Well, I, all right. A poke <laughs> one, I mean, that deadly, deep stash. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That, oh, that would be terrible. That, I don't know. That would be bad. <laughs> just white hot agony. Just the cold yeah, stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, Taylor, it I'll depends. start with you. You have your choice here. You can have a knife wound to the thigh, or you can be raped. Pick it. <laughs> knife wound to the thigh. Knife wound to the thigh? All right, wait, tell me about this knife? rape. <laughs> it, all right. Um, wait, which end of the rape am I on? That's important. You're the receiving end. 
Oh, then uh, uh, let's not stick with that. Yes. Uh, okay. Tell me more bit. about this. Tell me. Tell you more about the rape. All yeah. Right. Tell me more about the rape. So who's the um, rapist? Uh, um, all right. The guy's like um, I don't know, five ten, brown hair, forty one years old. Just his beard. <laughs> you? It says you're the rapist. Okay. It's my fantasy. Okay, show. so I know you've got I know you've I know you've got wet platinum handy. I know you've got my favorite brand of lubricant. Um, what's his guy wants to like? treat you nicely. He cares for you. Really? Uh, uh huh. Is, is that are you serious about that? Because if I would take the raping if, if he cares about me and if he's gonna be gentle. Over the knife uh, wound of the thigh? How big is this knife? Uh, you know, I'm just thinking. It's Are a we talking stabby. about like a butt knife, like the kind of thing like an outdoorsman would pull out and like I had click pictured open? a serrated kitchen steak knife. And wait, Ooh. you can't have a nice raping. It's got to be a. That's just He's like offering a yeah. nice raping. You know, Anthony, you I think you're being a little <laughs> judgy. <laughs> No, it's a raping. It's brutal. Yeah, I think you're just asking me if I would have gay sex for it instead. Really? <laughs> now you're all being a little judgy. Nah, that's a hard gone. decision because I feel like the, the knife one would be infinitely more painful. Yeah, but there's also the fact that there's not a dick in your ass when there's a knife. <laughs> I, it's gonna. It, it would depend on the size of the knife. There is a size of knife that you get to where I'm. I would rather take the penis. For me, than it's the all about the length of the rape. You know, if you were like that as well, it's a little rape, but it's you know it's gonna be like 15 to 45 seconds long. Your pick. I'd be like, oh, all right, just you know, ease it in slow. But if it was gonna, you be can't like, ask him. You, can, so you can't do like no stipulations. It's a rape. You guys keep trying to make it pleasant. <laughs> trying to roll. Well, you know, my personal rapist is. Gonna we be just really don't want to get stabbed, fine. Taylor. Talk to me, just, just a bit. You know, work it in. You know, is it okay? So we want me to slow down. Like yeah. you best no, up break. to me. Take a break. Up to me. <laughs> like, are you sure this is a rape? <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the end of it, by the end of this, we're just having fun top. now, right? <laughs> once, you that, once you get that knife wound stitched up, five years later, you're not going, there was a knife in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just imagining like a scenario where I just die from the knife wound too, because you, if you stab me in the thigh, you might hit, you might hit my femoral artery or something. Like I, right. I could easily bleed out from this thing. And, you know, who knows what else you might cut? The thigh? You know how painful that is? I like your answer, punches? Kyle. You're true Has someone bro. ever punched you in the thigh when you weren't prepared for it, like, really hard? It's incredibly painful. Yeah. So, that final answer life. from everyone. Um, if it's a, if it's an I, actual rape, um, and the... Um, that that sounds awful. That sounds like a no lubricant butthole tearing type scenario. That sounds Well, that tends bad. to be what it is. Um, <laughs> so, like, that is pretty awful. It, the knife... Um, but I would rather take that than like those um, the special forces knives that uh, that like uh, I, that Woody and I have like those big SEAL Team Elite knives. I gotta take a dick before I take that thing, man. Like that I'm thing would probably a... kill. For me, over under. The if the rape is over two minutes, I'll take the knife. Otherwise, I'll take the rape. Anthony. Well, you're you're saying like the the big knives or or yeah, small. How big's the knife? Then you might as well say, is it a big dick or a small? Yeah, dick? I'd like to know that too. I mean, I've been told it's all right. I, I, I think I gotta go with the knife. Six-inch blade, six-inch penis. That makes it easy. Uh, just, just for the, just for the psychological damage that it would give you years later. Uh, no, I gotta go with the knife. Yeah, he's taking uh, the knife. I'm definitely agreeing with Anthony because six months later, 
you're going to go to a bar and be like, dude, I got stabbed in the leg. Show somebody a cool scar. You can't walk in and be like openly <laughs> weeping like, I was violated six months ago or whatever. Like, you well, can't, I'm not telling can't anybody that. about this. That's part of the deal. you show people your butthole. <laughs> like, here's, my, here's where it happened. No, I think I, could sw- I think I could swallow that kind of evil down into the pit of my soul and just make it like it never happened. Yeah. Wow. I, th- I, th- I think I just pushed that's that down. That's not all you'd be swallowing with that decision. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's not part of the deal. <laughs> That changes things. <laughs> you don't get to make the deal. This happens however he wants it. <laughs> oh, dear God. Go I, well, this is I, I just, Do you have any more really sad news stories? Maybe a kid he, died no, or a baby got a product alive? for sale here. Oh. All right, all right. See what, so check out what's the going chat. on in Israel right now. Anything cheery? Hold on, no, no, no. <laughs> so this is white power milk. It was suggested that we talk about this. Oh. <laughs> Whitepowermilk.com. Yeah, whitepowermilk.com. And uh, it turns out that, sure, milk is available at your local grocery store, and it meets USDA government standards for quality, but has it been gargled by a white woman? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. So, so these people are offering white power milk, where you choose the girl of your, uh, I guess, that meets your fancy, and, um, and then she gargles the milk on your behalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, she'll, and you can watch a video of her gargling it. <laughs> I was this is a handy service. Pre-gargled <laughs> milk. I always hate having to gargle it myself. So, and, and these women aren't just normal women, right? They're like accomplished women that do this milk gargling. Like this one is from Cambridge, Massachusetts. She's descended from the Schwab family. She went to the St. Paul's High School and she goes to college at MIT, majoring in engineering. Uh, her hobbies are volunteering and swimming, and she's also a milk gargler. Wow. Holy. That's a shit. hobby. Uh, no, the, the the hobby is volunteering and swimming. Milk gargling, I think, is her um, her profession. It's a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars for half gargled an milk? ounce of ten second gargled milk. For two ounces and fifteen seconds, uh, it's six hundred thirty. Oh, that's clearly a discount. I mean, you this get quadruple the milk and fifty percent more gargling for only a thirty percent increase. This can't yeah, be real. Five to seven hundred thirty pounds. She's going to Harvard. Who who are we looking at? Oh, I'm looking at a 24 year old Nora. She's the one with the glasses. I um, think we should all pick our milk gargling girl. This may be a good use for Patreon money, to be quite honest. Oh, what if we got some of that milk and fucking drank that shit? <laughs> oh, uh, I'll drink some. Hey, hey, hey! I'll drink some of Sarah's milk. So, ooh, Cassidy seems like a good pick. She, hey, if you if you buy a half ounce of Sarah's milk, I'll fucking uh, I'll I'll drink that shit. Oh, you're gonna get a lot more than a half ounce. Wait, wait, Sarah, Sarah, let me pick here. Okay, Sarah, she is. Let's see, she's, she's 23 going to years Vanderbilt old. University. Nice. She's studying law. Um, she enjoys horseback riding and reading, and. I mean, based on this picture, her dental work is outstanding. I think mm-hmm. she's had orthodontic work. This is too perfect. Too. Um, yeah, yeah, I like Anthony it. looks so uncomfortable. Anthony, Anthony. No, you want some, you want some of this milk, man? I don't think I'm going out on a limb here saying it's very fetishy and a little niche. Yeah, um, it's weird. I, yeah, I don't think this is something that um, is going to be... Uh, Sweeping the uh, the store shelf. No, not at all. It, it, to be honest, I'm a bit disgusted by it, but I'm willing to do it because I think it'd be funny. This is something you should tell little Jimmy about. I, huh? I, He's I, always I open should to consider Georgie here. Georgie goes I, to Oxford yeah. University. She went to the Westminster High School. 
Um, she descends from the Walden family, a banking tycoon, I suppose. I find her unattractive. I don't want to drink her gargled milk. She begins with a time-honored noble creaminess, then surprises with a touch of fresh mint. I don't give a shit. She looks, her eyebrows look gross. <laughs> For me, it's either Sarah or Abigail. And Sarah or Abigail. Okay, let me see. We looked at Sarah already. Maybe Nora, but but Amanda and uh, Cassidy and Georgie are just unattractive in my opinion. I, I mean, I'm looking at um, Abigail's breeding, and she's from a she's a hotel heiress, and I don't think she's really keeping up with the breeding of the other girls. This is white power milk, after all. I, how does it even matter who does it? This is revolting. <laughs> you don't think it matters? It, it, to me, it's a bit like kissing a girl. Like like it's it's some. You know, it's fluid, it's mouth fluids and stuff that I'm willing to take in. Apparently, really, you're um, going that route? There's no way. Yeah, right. It's just it's old which one of these girls? Do, point. Which one of these girls do you, do you actually want to swap spit with? That that that's the real question, right? But you're not swapping spit. You're I kind of am. Well, I'm, I'm I'm borrowing. I'm buying it actually. <laughs> <laughs> for for an exorbitant amount of money, I might say. <laughs> I so if I'm paying if I'm paying top dollar for this uh, for this spitty milk. Then I want it from a hot girl. Does that? How could that not make sense to you? If we're straight up looking at girls in, in terms and of hotness... And I think you're a pussy if you don't drink some of it, too. I think Amanda's the, the hottest one here. This Amanda? One. Hang on, let me go back. Oh, this and one. by the way, when you get to Amanda, be sure to look at her gargling picture. Hmm. This is one of those things like in Japan where they buy the panties out of vending machines and stuff. It's just these <laughs> crazy... When do I click to find that girl? Um, let's see. She's in the bottom right, Amanda. Yeah, it's all just weird fetish. Japan has all those vending machines with fucked up stuff. Amanda? Yeah. So, so click the girls and then bottom right, Amanda. And then the yeah. third picture there. That's just her best possible angle with her chin pointing to the sky. She only looks good because her head's tilted all the way back. Look at the first picture, how wide her jaw is. It's awful. And she's got that, that beauty mark, if you want to call it that. Do you ever um, think these girl, we girls like finish blowing their boyfriend and then gargle the milk and then spit oh, it? Oh, come on. How can we think Amanda's the best looking of these chicks? I mean, I, I don't like Amanda's hair. I find it to be a little matted down and not full with health. Her but, skin um, looks bad. I like her jawline, whereas you don't. Not, she I, has I, your jawline. That's like your jawline. jawline. Think about the other women that I think are pretty. Um... That, that woman has your exact jawline. You like her because she looks like you. Emma Watson is that me? You want a girl that could hold a lot of milk in her jaw and her mouth? Right? <laughs> yeah, right. This is jaw. This is a milk gargling jaw right there. Yeah. Mm, I don't like it. No, I, 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 don't, I don't. I find her to be one of the least attractive. Although the, this Cassidy chick up here is has a weird thing going on that I find her to be pretty unattractive. And, and Georgie too. Georgie's kind of gross looking. She looks like a fucking like doll that hasn't been taken well care of. You know, I think part of it that plays into it, I think brunettes are more attractive than blondes. I agree. Well, I, I'm not really picky about that at all, but yeah. I, I find Amanda to be one of the least attractive, like definitely in the bottom 50% of these ladies. I like a nice Ronald McDonald looking ginger. Yeah, Ooh. there you go. <laughs> too. I like a kind of girl that you have to time the amount of time you bring her out in the sun. Right. Just to make sure you can get back in time. <laughs> I think that's what you have, Taylor. Oh. <laughs> no, she's fine with that. Both of my kids are like that, actually. Like, if we take them to the pool at something, we'll do it at like 6 p.m. We call it the ginger hour. And <laughs> that's when they can go outside. Wow. <laughs> 
all the other kids are tan and your kids are putting on SPF 50, look like they just jumped in a big vat of mayo before they go in at You're 6 p.m. You're laughing, but that's exactly the case. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. My I cousin, my cousin has most of the, uh, I think he has two out of three of the uh, symptoms of being a ginger, so I think he's a two-thirds ginger. He doesn't have the super uh, sun sensitivity, but he's got the red hair and the freckles. But uh, I, I, like to, oh. I like to make fun of him. Uh, my favorite... South Park really goes after them, don't they? Oh, yeah. they They're do the more best. Than once? They go after everyone. Those guys have so much money. All right, Kyle. I, I just want you to yes. stack rank these girls in in terms of beauty. Okay. Just pick Wait. the top two, actually. Do you have a new list or something? Oh, here. I'll give you the two? list if you can't find the six girls. Oh, is it the white power girls? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So you want me to rank them from like top to bottom? Yeah. Um, number one, I would say, like the best looking, uh, we're going to go in that, from best to worst looking. Uh, Sarah, um, and then it's kind of hard, but I'm going to say Abigail, and then uh, Nora. Can you can you give locations? All right, so, okay, so bottom, bottom center, center, top center, bottom top left. Top center, bottom left, uh, and then I would say, hmm. It's all about the jaw, isn't it? You're picking I between probably the right have two. To, I probably have to go to Amanda uh -huh. uh, then, and, and then to Cassidy, and then to Georgie. Really? Um, yes. All right, so I would go, I think Sarah's the top one. Although, I'm, I'm, to me, it's either Sarah or Amanda, which is bottom center and bottom right. Those are my mm -hmm. top two, and I'm having a hard time ranking them. And then um, top center, Abigail. Bottom left, Nora. Top right, Georgia. And for me, Cassidy is third. I, her ratios are off. Too much nose, not enough chin, too much eye, too the wide ears. eyes. Does she need specialty sunglasses? Yeah, she's, she's, she's <laughs> odd looking. Yeah. Mm. Not in a good way. She's girl, <laughs> not going to oh. drink her milk. They're very attainable girls. <laughs> yes, that's the thing. I, I, don't, I, I will agree with that. I would say uh, Abigail, yeah. Normally, I wouldn't have to pay for this milk. <laughs> and then uh, Sarah, and then it just goes really downhill from there really mm. quickly. And that friggin' Amanda, if you have a daughter that has a little beauty mark by her lip, if you don't pull that out with a melon baller in the first year of her life, you're doing her a grave disservice. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, yep. Most, Most of, of the time. time. There's, there's just a very, there are very few Cindy Crawfords out there and a lot of Amandas out there. <laughs> yes. Mm. Oh, so where did you come upon that th this this white power milk thing? Oh, that particular it is, one was given by the subreddit. Is it real or, or like can if I keep clicking, will they ship that shit to me? Is that real? I'm pretty sure it's real. Or is this like real. the baby giraffe thing? Remember that that, that that internet thing where they had the the baby? Uh, no, it was the miniature giraffe, and, and you could go to this. Uh, they, it, it wasn't even real, but they were pretending like. There was an island where they were growing miniature giraffes as pets, and they were like these super. Uh, they, were, they were these pets for like the super wealthy because they were so exclusive. And they had this live stream where you could watch the baby giraffe, like, or the miniature giraffe, like, chill out and hang out in its enclosure. And it was like a giraffe the size of like a dog. You, is any of this familiar that. to you? No. Wings still believes it. I bet. Well, I had oh, wings yeah, so yeah, convinced of it. I remember that. Yeah, I had, I had I had a friend. A mini giraffe. I told him I was buying one, and he was like, "Oh shit, that's gonna be cool!" <laughs> like, like I had him hook, line, and sinker, and I never told him any different. So I bet, I guarantee, if if 
if you brought it up and he's like, hey, remember the giraffes? He'd be like, yeah, whatever happened to that? You didn't get it? <laughs> like, like he's, he still believes that they're real. and they're, they're like, know that there's not many giraffes? Who doesn't know this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this well, there was a video attached as well that, that, that was some very good CGI. And oh, well. I had him convinced. It was oh. like, uh, I remember Planet of the Apes had that viral commercial that had like a monkey uh, picking up an AK-47 and I shooting. I still get that one. I still yeah. get that one. Dude, check this out, dude! They think it's real. <laughs> yeah. They think it's real. You're like, yeah, that's a Planet of the Apes commercial. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sh- oh, shit. There's no excuse to be fooled by CGI anymore. If it looks ridiculous, you should be able to know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Some of, some of the dragon so looked pretty good in The Hobbit, but at no point was I like, holy <laughs> shit, where'd they find this guy? <laughs> Why? How is I not, I'm not seeing this guy. It's going to get typecast after this performance. <laughs> <laughs> that's true but some of the stuff now is it, they can kind of blur because they blur it now a lot of the stuff will be real in the foreground and they'll mesh it really well with CGI and it's, it's hard to tell what's real through, like the camera work like it's supposed to be some guy on the beach with his phone and uh, it shows like a, a UFO coming out of the water or something equally as ridiculous you'll see because the camera will get real shaky or mm-hmm. they'll take it off the subject too long yeah. No, it's fake. You could tell. I know it's fake when I see the video was recorded correctly. Right. If it's up that's straight, I'm like, okay, this could be legit because some <laughs> retard's yeah. like, something's happening. That, but <laughs> that's something. That's something I've always said. It's like, hey, hey, homies, hold your cameras this way and your guns this way. <laughs> now you're taking great video and you're hitting your targets, not the grandma that lives in the project next door. Win-win. I like the way you work in there. Uh, good advice. Uh, help propagate yes, more I'm murders. Accurate shots. I'm here to <laughs> oh God! I'm, I'm looking forward to our shooting trip, Woody. I, I, got, the, uh, I got the AK-47 out. I'm getting it cleaned up. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, you were telling uh, me. We're doing this sort of adventure trip where we're going and uh, we're doing a few things next month as a group, and uh, we're gonna go do some like zip lining and whitewater rafting. And uh, I've never done whitewater rafting before, but um, I don't even know what the, people keep talking about the class of the rapids. I don't even know what that means. When, Which we, is good. when we say a, when we say a cla- when we say that we're doing class five rapids, okay, I get that. Like I understand its numerical value. It's five. Five is more than one, but I don't know what that actually means. Like, like, how do they uh, come up with that number? So, for people who don't know what he's talking yeah, about, right. we have a Patreon page, <laughs> Patreon slash PKA, and you can go there and pledge, and you get different stuff. Like, you might get early access to the show, you might get to hang out with us, you can you know play games with us or whatever, uh, depending on your your pledge level. And what one of the things we do with the money is we're taking these adventure trips and filming it and putting it on YouTube and, and having a good time. The first one we're doing involves whitewater rafting, a 50-mile-an-hour zip line, and a shooting day. And uh, and it should be cool. So if you guys are interested in whatever, getting special access to the show or um, joining us on a trip or whatever, check out patreon.com slash PKA. How much money do they have to pay to come with us? Is it 5 That's or 10000 That's the 10, most 000? expensive one. Yeah, I think it's five. Okay. Somebody just dropped 10000 in there a few hours ago. I don't know if that's one of the legit that guys. Is legit? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's got his real address on there, apparently. So. Oh, it's uh, gone. He undid it. Oh, it's it. gone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's... Well, fuck you, man. Stop trolling us. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, now we're talking. Righteous fucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but... it, it, we were excited for a minute. We are like, dude, it, it, 
Because um, if you don't know, people are charged on the last day of the month. And this guy did like 10 grand on the last day of the month. And we're like, is this real? But he undid it already. So, yeah. Bastard. It. This is why that's we a... deliver after you pay. Because you yeah, bastards absolutely. will fake pay. Uh-huh. But yeah, that trips. Is, but but uh, it's a serious question, though. What does it mean? The the, the, the class five thing. Like, like what? Are, I mean, at the very worst, five isn't a very high number. So it can't be that bad. I Probably. Yeah, you know? that's what tornadoes go in too. But if it were like class 100, probably dangerous. But like five, eh? Yeah, I'm with Merka. Is it yeah, like Indiana Jones Temple of Doom type rapids? Maybe if so. It'll all work out fine. Then it's fine. Yeah. I I, I yeah. think it goes up to six. And, well, then um, fucking fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it only so, goes up to six. So the worst rapid in the like world is gonna six, die. And we're doing a five. Yeah. My boating experience is kayaking down what I would describe as a one, uh, one day uh, l last year, and that's it. That's all of my boating experience. Um, I've done this a bunch of times. I'm a pretty strong <laughs> swimmer. I think the important takeaway is I'll be fine. I do the rowing at the gym, so I'm probably fine. Isn't, you know? it, honestly, wish I isn't whitewater rafting pretty much as long as the raft makes it, you make it too? Assuming you're still in the raft. If you're still in the raft, right, and right. then the raft makes it from point A to point B, you make it too. I don't know. Are you one of the guys that has to, like, really row and know what you're doing, or can you just kind of sit there, fake it, go along for the ride, and go like, wow, we really <laughs> – That's, what I, that's where I'm going with. <laughs> I went on a trip once, and uh, where they put the raft in, you had to go up current first, and if your boat couldn't get up current, like, in, in the first try, then they wouldn't let you do that rapid. That was, oh, like, that was okay. how they judged the competency of the boat. It shows like everybody had to be fucking paddling. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh. you know, get your act together. If you can't do yeah. this, you can't come on this trip. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but best. Not. I feel like it's gonna be about like thirty seconds walking up to the river where you guys are like, this is awesome, this is great, and then a minute yeah. in, you're gonna be like. I'm, this is horrible. This is the <laughs> well, worst I mean, that, idea. We're both going to die. We've wasted all this money to get here, and we're going to drown 100 yards in. <laughs> you know, there, there was a little bit of real, realization like that on the survival trip. It wasn't like, oh, God, what have we done, until I was, like, vomiting and stuff in the middle of the night. That, at that point, I, I was kind of like that. But, like, you know, when we, when we first got there, we were like, oh, we really are here now in the woods, and it's yeah. completely silent. My thing was being hungry. Like, <sighs> Look, we didn't stay that long. We we did this Les Stroud thing, Anthony, if you don't know, where you like try and survive in the woods with very little equipment. And uh, we had no tent. We had no food, stuff like that. But we did have a rifle and a couple knives and shit. And we were like, all right, this is, we don't know shit about staying alive in the woods. So here we go. And after like whatever, 20 hours, it was like I was hungry. I was hungry and I had no food and I had no promise of food coming. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we had seen a couple turtles, but... Fuckers are elusive, and, uh, and we couldn't catch a turtle, and, uh, and we were just fucked. But thankfully, thankfully I got sick. I started vomiting. Kyle had, started vomiting with some sort of headache, and and uh, you know you don't have to be the strongest. Uh, you don't have to be stronger than nature. You just need to be stronger than Kyle, and you're not the guy that pushed out. Oh whoa! All right, so the guy who pushed out is Wings Redemption. First of Ooh, all, he did not show up on the fired. trip. Okay, okay. Second of all, <laughs> I showed up and I did my thing. I was throwing up and I was just laying there and the ticks were crawling on me. And uh, oh, I, was, I had ticks for days. 
for days. Oh, like, in, like in it, my manly parts. My manly parts. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, they got the, everywhere. The ticks are um, all over my jock, dude. That that's yeah. where they they like to be. Yeah, like like um wire brush. <laughs> oh, it was it was awful. I I got some sort of a a, a viral infection from the whole from the whole thing. I was sick. I just have gotten over what I got on that thing. Where were you? Cambodia? What the fuck? Where is North Carolina? <laughs> North Carolina. Woods. I don't. Yeah. We don't know how I got sick. I, I at one point I got in the water to try to retrieve a turtle that I shot. I did shoot it, and uh, <laughs> and, and and I think I don't know what happened. But when I got to the other side, I was kind of exhausted, and I started throwing up not too long after that. I didn't stop throwing up until late, and it was just I don't know dehydrated and no food, and uh, got sick, and I uh, had to quit. But we're gonna do it again. I think it's funny how you went for the turtle first. Like it seems like in the survival shows, they'll first set traps for a rabbit or a squirrel, and then they'll move we down couldn't. a totem where it's like, all right, let's try and fish for a little tiny we couldn't. fish. You guys we... went straight for the last resort. Like we gotta get a turtle or something. Like <laughs> we've been we here couldn't. for eighteen hours. <laughs> yeah, it was. It wasn't trapping season. It, it wasn't trapping season, so we couldn't trap animals. And technically, oh, that sucks. I'm not supposed to shoot that turtle, but I was so fucking hungry. I was like, I was gonna kill anything I saw. I was. I was I was really hungry, and uh, that turtle sank to the bottom of the river, and uh, and we ended up driving home. And I got home right about the time the sun came up the next morning. It was a it was a fun night. <laughs> that would have been funny if Woody decided he needed to stick it out, and cannibalized you. You know there was a there was almost a moment there when we were walking Start out when palm. I think Woody and I Woody and I were both thinking like on the way out because we were seeing all these toads. Right. Um, we were walking out and there were all these toads and we must have walked past like eight of them. And there was a second when I was thinking, like, we could turn around, gather up all them toads, <laughs> cross this freezing cold river at one in the morning, start our fire up again in the drizzling rain with the knowledge that, that there's a torrential downpour coming in the morning that's going to flood this river for the next two days and, and live on these eight toads. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just kept on fucking walking because <laughs> I knew that there was a stake and shake in my, in my future within... You know, the next few hours and maybe some medicine. Uh, that was awful. <laughs> uh, well, next time have to deal with it. Oh yeah, I, I, you're coming on one of these trips though. We're gonna make a. Oh, I will. A, a, I'll find a way. Yeah, yeah. I'll find a way. I, I like the idea of getting you in on like one of the one of the one of the really bad ones. One of the ones where we have to survive or do something terrible. I want you there for that? Why? Just so I'd be cranky the whole time. No, I just I think you'd be good comedic relief in a in a survival scenario. I think it'd be good. I think it'd be fun. Oh, I'll come along. I won't help, but I'll come. You know. Yeah, that's all we <laughs> ask. That, that's all we ask. Great. Uh, so, Anthony, right, any so plans let's... for you to survive in the wild for the Kumi show? Uh, no, the the wildest uh, I get is is out back by the meticulously planted shrubbery that's out there. Um, now, years ago, like out in California with my dad, we used to get up on horseback and go riding in the hills and shoot stuff. But uh, nowadays, I like good room service and uh, towels and uh, hotel rooms. Nothing. Yeah. I have no want or need to go out into the woods. Uh, last time I went, it was with a, a girlfriend oh, of mine shit. years ago. Uh, we went hiking and got lost and fucking just sleeping in the woods, waking up wet and tired and not knowing if uh, I was ever going to get out of there. It just sucked. I didn't have a gun. Nothing worse at <laughs> night in the woods without a gun because you're just like, I'm food. I'm fucking food in here. Yeah. And uh, you don't feel very safe. So no. no. It's, not like, 
it's not until you're in the middle of the wilderness without a gun or some sort of modern amenity that you realize just how bitchy and feeble our human bodies are compared to all oh. the animals living it for real. Like, they're looking, peering through the dark, surviving every day. We get pissed if Jiffy Lube takes too long or whatever the fuck. Like, it's, we don't stand a chance. You could, take, you could take any animal on the face of the earth, hold it up ten times its own height and drop it. It's fine. It walks away. <laughs> a human, you fall down two stairs and your leg is snapped in half. <laughs> yeah, we get so old and shitty that we can fall down, and unless you have a terrible necklace, you'll die there because you can't get up. Oh, that's yeah, you old fucking pretzel, pretzel stick bones. Yeah, that was All like right, nature so, telling us. Go ahead. So speak, speaking of health issues, nice little segue here. So have you guys been following the whole Ebola outbreak in Africa? It was like yeah, is that like a new thing? Yeah, it was like 730 dead, something like that. United States? Did I hear two, that? Two people in the United States. Guess where they're treating uh, the, the Ebola patient? Georgia. Atlanta. Nice. Bye, Atlanta. Atlanta at Emory University Hospital. That's where they're going. That's where I'm going tomorrow. I'm going to that neighborhood. This is going to be great. I'm, there's, a, there's a small chance I'll get Ebola tomorrow. Well, at least you know that everyone in that conservative area gets their kids vaccinated. So <laughs> Not for no Ebola. Worry there. Well, you can um, you can add that to your list of drug cocktails you're taking for all the shit you have already. I'm actually <laughs> off all of my medications now. I mean, we I'm, want uh, you back I'm, on Adderall. Everyone loves Adderall. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, back, I'm gonna go back. Yeah, for sure. Full swing on the Adderall, but I'm off the prednisone and I'm off uh, the antibiotics and everything. I'm finally healthy again. I felt like shit for weeks. Do we need a new topic? Yeah. So I put yeah. a link in the uh, chat there. Dawn.com. So I want you to look at this picture for people watching on iTunes and such. It's a picture of about a dozen women in full burkas. Pick which it, it's which one would you fuck? Oh god. <laughs> oh. Second one from the right. Well, you'd have to give me like a thread count, otherwise I'd have no idea. <laughs> um, I'm looking. At, so all you can see are their eyes. Second from the right is a good choice. She looks a little uh, sneaky and stuff. I kind of like the shortest one. She's fourth from the right. Mm. Something She's about strong. me tells yeah. something about her is a little like. I Ooh, the short one with her hand out looks She's like no ring there. Single. Kind of a slut <laughs> showing her hand. <laughs> and, and and I mean, just amongst these women, like like you know the tall one that's third from the left. She yeah. doesn't look like she gets down, right? She looks a little conservative, like she'd be shy. That fourth from the right? <laughs> look a little conservative. <laughs> <laughs> that one fourth from they the right. They all look like the immortals in 300. She's screaming to drop that burka fourth from the right. Yeah, yeah. she wants oh. to bear all. Yeah. <laughs> all her forehead and calves. <laughs> yeah. I, I go for the short little Olsen twin one uh, with her hands sticking out. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Fourth from the right. Yeah. Merka, picks here? Do, do you have a different I would, Same one, just because you can tell from those little lady hands that it's not some dude lurking Boy, about in a sheet. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's a real old, one of those real old ones. <laughs> <laughs> just off, ugh. Yeah. Been in that world for so long that she's just seen it all and haggard, used to being abused regularly, lived her whole life in a sheet, so the only tan part looks like she's a bandit. Right there. <laughs> As she takes off, it's like the sunglass thing, but just right here. Looks like a lunatic. Kyle, uh, which, which chick are you picking? Kyle said BRB. Oh, Kyle. 
Uh, he leaves on girl picking. That is really a tough uh, pick right there because you're just going on eyes and that one hand. Yeah, second from the right <laughs> is, is making a play at my heart. Yeah, yeah. What, what was sure. that? Does anyone know what that picture was actually taken for? Dude, I've been Googling for burka women for like the last 10 minutes trying <laughs> yeah. to find I, a lineup where you could see their eyes properly. Dude, I don't know what they're doing, but based on, you know, just the way they're dressed and where they probably are, I think they're about to be punished or scolded. That sounds <laughs> hot. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like they've done something amiss. They were being naughty. Yeah. <laughs> what are you reading? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think you can get behind the wheel of a car? <laughs> <sighs> Western music. My daughter's around the house. My daughter's <laughs> learning to drive, and suddenly she's getting all judgy, like everything I've ever done. Like it, it, apparently there was a time when I read a manual while driving, like a, like I don't know for stereo or something, and she's like ratting me out to her driving instructor, like giving me shit while I'm not there. <laughs> See if she gets a car when she turns sixteen. <laughs> yeah, put a kibosh on that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you thought this truck Ooh. was yours? Forget it. Maybe someday you'll have your own car manual to read while you drive your car. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Couldn't even imagine. <laughs> no. All right. You got any more any more uh, interesting burka picks? Although I guess if you've seen one, you've seen them all. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's funny you said that I did. All right. All right. You need a new, you need a new topic? Those aren't even decorative. <laughs> no. But like bedazzle it or something. Yes, something. <laughs> yeah, that's strictly forbidden. Any kind of flair, strictly <laughs> frowned upon. There. <laughs> you got to toe the line. So All there's right. a cop in Seattle who has single-handedly been responsible for 80% of all the marijuana tickets issued in Seattle this year, between January 1st and June 30th. So the first six months. This guy gave out 66 of the 83 marijuana citations. And um, he had it out for, I guess he was the city's attorney. I don't don't remember exactly what the guy's job was. But um, when he wrote tickets, the the attorney's name was Pete Holmes. And he would write, attention, Petey Holmes. The attorney was known to be, I'm sorry, he's like a pro-marijuana activist or something. So he would hand out tickets to guys. And um, and then do attention, PD Holmes. Here's one. I have it on the screen here. Uh, I can give you the link if you're interested. But uh, I'll read it. It says, um, I can't read the first word. Does it say gal pipe? Glass pipes. Glass pipes. Yeah. Okay. D lost the coin flip, so he got the ticket while the other Patreon, I don't know, walked. D was allowed to keep the pipe. Attention, Petey Holmes. And he would do this. He would mock the city's attorney while handing out, like, marijuana tickets. Ah. <laughs> well, what a bitch. Like, yeah, really. Seems like a narc. <laughs> Just a professional fun ruiner. What a narc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those, uh, are the guys, those are the guys, though, that get that cop reputation. Like, I'm sure everyone knew him and was like, oh, be cool. Look out. This asshole's coming we we had a guy that uh this suffolk county cop out here on long island he had this just head of white hair and uh they called him stone face and and he would just hassle 
uh, young guys like and girls that were hanging out, like the high school kids that would hang out around some of the parks just drinking booze when, when we were kids and stuff. And uh, the story of Stoneface was he was only like 30 years old. But he looked real old and had the white hair. Seen <laughs> like a carload of kids just wiped out on the pavement. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. That took a, a turn. Horrible accident, and overnight his hair turned white. So now he doesn't put up with any shit from any of the. No, those meddling kids. Face is coming. It was the it was the greatest story, and we all believed it while we were growing up. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh. Yeah. When I was 15, I had a cop, you know, pull me over for something stupid. And uh, he hurt my feelings because he was like, I'll let you go this time. You and I are going to be seeing a lot of each other as you grow up. I was like, you son of a bitch. Like, he which called me a criminal. Yeah, like, You're going to be a repeat customer, kid. Oh, you got your bag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He wasn't too far off. I was... Um... I was at a store. I was at a store the other day talking to a bunch of people, and we were talking about guns and some other stuff. And uh, uh, the topic of that that SWAT team uh, raid where the baby got hit with the flashbang came up. Right. And and that happened about like in, like thirty miles from where we were having the conversation. And one guy in particular spoke up in defense of the SWAT team because apparently he knew he's like a friend of a friend of someone who fucking flashbang that baby. And everybody was just like, nope. No, we're not accepting your opinion here. You're a dumbass. No, you don't flashbang, baby. He's like, well, it was a serious marijuana offender. And like, how fucking serious was it that we needed to flashbang the baby? And it was just like, he, he was ejected. Like he was ejected. He was ejected from the group. And I've never seen that happen in a grown man type scenario. Like, that's the kind of shit that you pull in elementary school. Like, Tommy smells. We don't want to talk with him. Let's go over here. <laughs> we did that shit to that grown ass man because it was just. Nobody was wanted to hear that shit. The, him defending the SWAT team, throwing the flashbang crap. Well, you never know. Kids could be armed. I think it's just in their best interest, safety. They're allowed. Yeah. Yeah, I, you I, never I, know what they could be hiding in that crib. I'm weighing it in my head. I am clearly more in favor of suckling bleeding infant penises than and I am flashbanging babies. Flashbang. Yeah, totally. Flash. Flashbang is much more evil than sucking uh, the baby penis. You see me in Call of Duty. I lob those fuckers everywhere. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but there's no babies in there. You, you well, that's, the well no. You ever hear the fucking... You hear the, the comments. Says, the whole game is babies, <laughs> little fuckers. <laughs> hey, you're, you're a faggot. You're a you faggot. Suck. <laughs> you suck. Sell the game. You're a piece of shit. You suck. Why'd you even buy this? Shut up. You sound old. Shut up. <laughs> you sound <laughs> <the> old. <laughs> That's bad. I've done old. that. I feel like it's weird that I've been playing video games so long that I've went from the guy who, if I heard someone who sounded old, I would think it a bit odd, to the guy who sounds a bit old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, used to, I used to compliment them on their observational power, right? They'd be like, dude, you're a faggot nigger. And I'd be like, you're amazing at this. Like, how did you know? Like, most people can't tell just by listening. Like, are you like a, like a, a circus carny that guesses heights and weights? You know, like, tell me more about me because you really nailed me with the faggot nigger thing. Well done. You should have started, like, speaking thug talk but with a lisp. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, shit, man. You know what I'm all about. That's true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, 
Do so, we want to talk about the evil in the in the uh, the Gaza Strip and uh, with Israel? You want to tell about what's going on over there? Because there's hundreds and hundreds of people dying. People dying every day. Thousands. Big internet plus. Of, uh, big international yeah, mess. Like, <laughs> some countries are calling Israel terrorists. Some people are calling Hamas terrorists and the the Palestinians. And we are sending them ammunition currently. I think that every one of them is wrong. Everyone over there is wrong. Pick they need a to get side. Over it. Pick a side. Uh, <laughs> I, I side with the Jews, just in case Jesus comes back while we're doing the podcast. That is a strong <laughs> decision. I, I second. Second. Yep. I'm siding Jesus on this one. Anytime you try to put any logical solution toward a problem that's been there for thousands of years and is based on religion, you're a fucking idiot. There's exactly. no no way there's a solution to that. The both sides feel they're entitled to the land based on religious beliefs, so no one will go to somewhere else. Like someone in the world could just go, "Oh, we'll solve this. We'll give you like uh, we'll give you Washington State. There you go. Here's Washington State. That's your new homeland." Oh, but it's not Jerusalem. We need the home. <laughs> and, and, and like. It'll never get solved while they feel that they're entitled to this religious holy land. It's all and it's all this abracadabra, magical, invisible people stuff. Yeah. So it'll so, never get solved. So what'd you Thank say? You. Anytime you try to pick a side based on it, you're a fucking idiot. I'll take Hamas. Not because I think they're right. It's hard to tell who's right, but because I really like a good underdog story, right? No, like it, they're both does. Yeah, they're both idiots. They're fighting over the only part of the Middle East with no oil in it. It's like the size of a suburb <laughs> in a regular area. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's like fighting over the parking lot in an abandoned mall. None of this. <laughs> they are idiots. That's a I think the Gaza analogy. Strip is like. I think the Gaza Strip. I heard it today. It was either. I think it was eight times bigger than Manhattan. So so pretty big. But still. Oh, it's about the size really of Chicago. Not, I saw it's it. Like, like, someone did really? a nice thing. They, Chicago and the Gaza Strip are almost the exact same. Yeah, so this is like okay. the active part of Chicago, like at the, uh, the, the coastline. Less, less people are dying in the Gaza Strip. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they need more guns in Chicago. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, uh, um, oh, but yeah, if you look at the coastline of Chicago and the coastline of the Gaza Strip, you'll find they're, they're, they're really similar. They're, they're almost like a mirror image of each other. Yeah, and they're both small enough to be considered, you know, not worth a war. You know? Yeah. I guess all... they already have little tiny countries anyway, so that little amount is, like, boosting them up into the real country territory, you know? It's all like the countries said, are... It's like I said yeah. last week. The thing about Israel is this. Whether they're, you think they're right or you think they're wrong or you think they're defending themselves or you think they're terrorists and murderers and killers, you don't want to fuck with Israel. <laughs> you just don't. We, we've been loading them up with our best goodies for years and years and years. They've got really good armament. They, they're super well-trained. They're like the fucking Spartans of the modern age. Very good financially. I mean, that too. They know how to handle their money. But um, when, when they go after somebody, they, they just do. I mean, look and, at... And believe me... Look at history. They do, they do not want any of those shenanigans that went on uh, in the 40s, uh, 30s and 40s, ever happening again so they're uh -huh. really kind of paranoid when uh, people say they want them wiped from the face of the earth yeah and that's what people say that's, they're that's saying like, that shit in France in the streets yeah right now say that again there's what in France in the streets they're talking about gassing Jews in, in the streets yeah. of France 
That's what the protest, yeah, that's what the protesters are screaming. Well, yeah. They don't take any of that shit uh, lightly, you know? Well, the protesters yeah, you know, in Israel are screaming some nasty shit, too. Like, school's closed tomorrow because you don't have any kids left. <laughs> that's, oh. uh, <laughs> that's an Israeli that's protest. Because <laughs> they blew the school up, maybe? No, because they said you, there's no school tomorrow because there's no kids left. That, that was a chant that was happening. I saw the, it's on YouTube. No shit. Yeah. I don't know about all that, but what I'm saying is... I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. Okay. <laughs> Not right, a very catchy enough. chant. <laughs> it, well, like, maybe it works better. It wasn't English. It was Hebrew, but it was like translated. Yeah, it probably rhymes in Hebrew. It's probably really, <laughs> really musical, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Yeah. No school today, the children die. It's <laughs> just like really nice. Like, oh, oh, that's, that just, just rolls out the tongue. That's there was some more, years. too. They, like, they had a bunch of chants that would, they would make you blush. Your was... ancestors will cry in the mountain of forever. Something like that. <laughs> it's always something really deep and like scary. It's something <laughs> ominous. Yeah. Lot that of wasn't blood. any of those things. <laughs> no? There, maybe not. <laughs> Um, it, it, I will say this about it. It's going to be interesting to watch the whole thing fold out because, like I said, Israel really has some, some, some toys to play with. That's, with the, their, uh, that's where I was headed, right? Like, if Israel's being villainized for anything, it's by winning. It's for winning too well, you know? And, and then you ask yourself, like, well, well, are you not allowed to win? You know, it's clear that, like, if Israel were to stop right now. If you find yourself in a fair fight, your tactics suck. So, like, imagine that I was, like, work, some guy who was way bigger and way stronger than me. And I just constantly, like, poked at him, poked at him, poked at him, right? You know, every time we were nearby, I just kind of annoyed him and poked at him. And eventually he was like, Woody, and bops me down like a cartoon character. Would I say, hey, that was kind of uncalled for. You beat me up too much based on what a little shit I was being. It's an analogy that fits the Middle East here. You know, these guys are firing ineffective rockets. I forget who came over there. Someone was like, open up the airport. These rockets aren't doing shit. You know, they're like, oh, they fired 3,000 rockets at Israel, which to us as Americans sounds horrible because we hear 3,000 rockets and we assume like 50,000 casualties because our rockets hit things. They fire rockets over there and they just like harmlessly fall in the sand or fail to detonate or whatever. <laughs> 3,000 rockets is like 6,000 rocks. You know, it, it, it's not as big a deal as it sounds. Nah, man. Look, if, if, if Mexico was shooting some shitty ass rockets up into Texas, we would wipe those motherfuckers from the face of the earth. Yeah, it pretty... would be game over. It would be turn your burrito asses to glass. Like, like it would be over. There would be, <laughs> there would be so much Mexican hate in the streets of America. Oh. Like, you don't mess, it would be like, don't mess with Texas and like a boot kicking like a stereo like I, they would really beef it up if you're not American you have doesn't mean the intent isn't there to do some damage you know that's true yeah. that's true and yeah. one of the reasons those rockets are so, are so ineffective is because of that crazy missile defense system they have called Iron Shield right Iron like, Shield they works have, yeah, yeah they have this thing and I've seen it work it's incredible it detects it detects missiles coming in and it fires its own missile into the air and just like knocks the thing out of the air. It's what we claimed we had back in the Gulf War um, uh, with the Patriot missile system, but that shit didn't really work. It was just us like pretending like it worked, I guess, to make ourselves look it's special to the Russians. It uh, hit the explosive and made it land in 50 places instead of one. Yeah, it worked like 5% <laughs> of the time. <laughs> I think the one, I think the problem Israel's having right now too is the fact that uh, they've always had the United States unwavering support, and they don't now. I mean, under Obama, he isn't the, a, a staunch supporter of everything Israel, uh, like like we had been for years and years. So I don't think they can really go that full bore 
let's go in there with everything we have and fuck these people up um, without the support of the United States. I don't think they need it. I think they got. I think they got the. They got the planes. Like they're. They got F-16s they need it and in the F-18s. Long term. Well, I, I know they have it, but I'm not even talking about the hardware. I'm just talking about that support. That knowing that anyone else that would want to fuck with Israel knows they would have to contend with us too. And yeah. I don't think that feeling, that sentiment, is there anymore. I think that's why they're being so aggressive. Maybe because they're they're having to kind of show that maybe they don't need it. Maybe that's in their head. Because it. You're right. The Obama administration hasn't backed back them at all. No. Every step well, of the I mean, way, it, and there's, lo- there's even the lots thing. of little leaks. I, I and feel like, like they haven't backed them verbally, but we still give them tons and tons of money. We still sell them tons and tons of, of military equipment. While we might say, hey guys, I think you might be overreacting, our actions are as supportive as they've ever been before. But there's a lot more equity in just support. Like, like the hardware and money. We give hardware and money to countries we could give a shit about, but that that vocal support, like, hey, don't fuck with Israel, they're our pals, I think there's a lot more equity in that than just shipping over hardware. You think so? I don't know. Like, I wonder what yeah. what we have to say behind closed doors, right? We might, in public, say things like, hey, you know, I'm not so sure about this, but you shut the door and you go to the conference room, be like, Israel, fuck them up, I got your back. Mm. We did send them out, we're doing currently it. sending them more. Yeah, and I, I don't um, think they're doing that either, though. I don't think Obama's doing that either. <laughs> no, they are. They, like, they sent ammo today. Oh, I don't know if there's. I don't think Obama's saying good things behind closed doors. I don't think but he if personally they sent likes ammo today. I mean, actions speak Israel. louder than words to me. But he's probably, uh, I didn't, he's probably I didn't the title. punch that girl. I just uh, had words that I said. <laughs> was a and, uh, see, I got fired for words, not actions. <laughs> so apparently actions don't speak louder than <laughs> no tweets do <laughs> yes tweets speak louder than everything it's do you think like rock paper scissors god just just scrolling through that when you were going on that tweet rampage I'm like oh fuck it's <laughs> over <laughs> oh, that show and I had just gotten the free XM thing and I had just yeah. got it and then I just quit it the next day no, just, oh come on Dude, I don't care about any other ones. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, mu- the, the music channels are really nice. Opie and, and Jim com- are doing a good job, to be fair. I know. So, I like them guys. Yeah. Yeah, poor bastards having to deal with that Sirius XM bullshit. Well, yeah, I thought Sirius was you know, going to be the, the company that let you run wild. I, I remember people were complaining when, when Howard first went there. Like, it's like, we can't even compete with him. It's not fair. He's going to be able to use curse words. Uh, and then, uh, you know. Curse Nothing. It's not even the cursing like that. Th- that to me isn't the uncensored part of satellite radio. Being able to say "fuck," you know, who cares? It's the the content and and being able to address subjects that are you know, people are sensitive about. That's the shit that they have to get behind and support, which they're you know, obviously not. Yeah, I wonder how this show would go over. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the sucking the blood out of the baby dick part, or <laughs> well, see, you know, if we had a budget and, and we were on series, I, I think we would want to simulate that in some way. So we would of get course. some sort of a we would get a little person instead, instead of blood, it'd be like jam, and then we'd pay some fat guy to suck the jam off. And no, you said baby be... dick. Just get Bobo, huh? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we do a contest to find like the man with the smallest penis or something to right. to be the baby dicked man, and 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 then make that that simulated sex act happen. You'd be right Bring back that. on this uh, site in a second. <laughs> 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 
I've seen similar stuff on Stern. He's done some nasty stuff before. I, I saw. I've seen some teabagging going. I've seen some balls getting getting licked. Well, let me tell you, uh, Stern gets away with a lot more than anybody else on yeah, the Sirius XM platform. I would imagine so. I, I would imagine he's got some special rules. Yeah, because pretty much do whatever he wants. <laughs> Everyone else nets him. I remember he was pissed whenever like Sirius with the Sirius XM merger because he felt like he was supposed to get paid for those subscribers that were added on, like the total yeah. amount of. He sued the company. And they just threw him like a party or something. They, 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 they will do anything for that guy. It and baffles me. They pay him enough. He brings in subscribers. Um, but how do you sue the company you work for and they still uh, lap your ass? It's, it's amazing. Great. So, like, he gets a portion of new people that join, and then they did yeah. a merger with another company, and he's like, that was because of me, too. It's like, look at all these new subscribers. It's Maybe. like, no, it's because we put another company uh, here. We, we merged. Oh no, I'm I'm suing you. I want I want the <laughs> Like oh, you're suing me. That's but be the wording party. of his contract was that he was paid X amount for every additional subscriber added on to Sirius, and he th- he said <laughs> yeah. you added a, you added X million more subscribers. So all right, let's let's tally this up. And they're like, no 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 no. It would be like uh, having a contract that says you could fuck every girl in a certain room. Let's say. And then someone <laughs> invites in a bunch of Girl Scouts. Now you're really <laughs> allowed to fuck them. I, I say yes. You stick by the initial ruling. <laughs> well, they threw him out of court, so I guess the judge didn't uh, didn't think it was... Yeah, uh, he, he didn't win. win. No, he didn't. Oh. He seemed <laughs> bummed out about it at the time, and he was threatening to leave and stuff whenever his contract oh. ran out. But he that's next year or something. To leave. That guy's been threatening to leave. That, that's... <sighs> oh. It's a negotiation Forever. tactic that uh, that is sometimes used on shows to threaten to leave constantly, and right. uh, <laughs> and I guess it works for him. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it backfires and and you're gone. He's got sort of a self-contained thing there, though. I feel like the Howard Stern show is something that he can uproot and put anywhere he wants. He's not dependent on them at all. Robin, you know, 1991 is going to be my last year in radio. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so is terrestrial radio dead? Is, is it like if someone wanted to get into that or get into radio, would would you yeah. put them there? And I think I think personality driven uh, terrestrial radio is done. It's just dead. Uh, music radio, uh, shit like that. Yeah, it's fine. You go, get in your car, you turn on. You know, if you're in New York, you turn on Z100 or one of those uh, hit stations, and you listen to music. As far as personality driven uh, radio on terrestrial. It's done. There's no one left. Uh, the restrictions are so tight now. Aren't um, um, the the, the really not the religious the the political guys there like Neil Bortz? Isn't he still on it? And yeah, there's still uh, political talkers, but I mean that whole kind of uh, lifestyle talking, a uh, bunch of guys in a room just shooting the shit thing. You can't do anything anymore. And with every person that gets fired. It just gets worse and worse. Every story you read about someone that gets the boot, you know every single guy in radio is being dragged into his PD's office and given the <laughs> riot act that whole day uh, about what they – now the new things they can't say. The new manual that they have to read through the words hurt segment and sign the bottom. And, you know, it's, it, it's, it's got to be impossible. Huh. So, huh. so what's killing it is that the censorship on it. The, they're just making them be too tame. Yeah, yeah, taming them all down and, and just not being able to talk about real issues anymore. You can't uh, 
be uh, provocative or shocking. Uh, it's it's done. That whole thing. It's it's a dinosaur now. All talk yeah. radio, just terrestrial, is terrible. It's unlistenable. Yeah, yeah. Just so just pandering every time like someone calls in they say like so I was having sex with my husband last night whoa hey let's try and keep it a little uh, keep it down well, there yeah. we're trying to keep this oh, under control oh. for the kids out there alright you kids don't you be repeating that to your parents meanwhile now. there's right. there's a half a dozen channels on Sirius XM I can hop on and it's it's people talking about real shit like there's a there's a I don't know who it is but it's it's on like the hip hop channel it's it's actually some it's some black guys that have a, a kind of a talk show and it's a bit like the, they, they talk about sex and like and, and a lot of weird issues like um they'll, they'll have like uh, they had this lady on one time who had like a a sex tip dvd for like women to learn how to give uh, the best head in the world or something and they were having <laughs> fun with that uh, because she had all these outrageous ways to do it that involved like using fruits and like uh, putting them on the penis and all this crazy shit and uh, but but that show's great, and uh, the Stern show's great. There, there's there's tons of uh, shows like that, and then you hop back on terrestrial radio. If I hop into one of my cars that doesn't have it, I'm just like, oh shit, what the fuck am I gonna listen to on, on this drive? Yeah, you, to, you know they can't even do like look out, watch the potty humor, no <laughs> poopy uh, talk, and you're like, oh, what are we children? It's just patronizing to everyone. Like yeah, morning shows. To hear oh god, those morning shows I used to listen to, like on the way to high school and like on the way to work, like years and years ago. Like, oh, they're so goofy and lame. All those they have like they do like Torture Tuesday where they make like the 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 studio goofball go out and do something embarrassing, and it's just like, God, this was funny when I was sixteen. Like, yeah, Stern, Stern made his guy get fingered in the ass and he was screaming, <laughs> and that fuck it, that after I've done that, you can't impress me by like. Making some guy sit on top of a car and driving him through a drive-through, like yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I can't stand any radio bit that has uh, the day of the week and the name of the bit. Oh my god, that is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's an example couple... of that? Like, what Neil do you mean? Monday. Torture Tuesday. Uh, like Whip Matt Wednesday? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I was gonna mention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, one of the cooler ones that I saw. There was a there was a station in Atlanta and. Um, they did this bit where they made the guy go out and panhandle all day to see how much money he could make. He literally went and begged for money at intersections and stuff, and he traveled around like trying to find hot spots and trying to make money. And he made like two hundred and thirty dollars or something like that. It was outrageous how much money he made. And like they, they, at the end of it, they they were just like mind boggled by how much money this guy could make just panhandling, just walking around begging for money. Two hundred, you he, say? Yeah, he had come up with like he had planned this thing ahead. He knew where to go. And he was like going to all these spots throughout the day that were that, that were like he thought were going to be good places to be, where he could make money. He made an he made an enormous amount. And the thing was like the more money he got, the better. Uh, the, like he got he got rewards from the uh, the yeah the radio station or whatever. All right. So so Anthony has to has to bolt. How do they find your yeah, show again? Twelve. What is it? Twelve thirty Eastern. Yeah. 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 It's getting late. So you're. I, your website again, Anthony Comedia. AnthonyComedia.com, and uh, yeah, you just sign up, uh, subscribe. Uh, show starts Monday, this coming Monday, August fourth. Uh, it's going to be Monday through Thursday, four to six p.m. Uh, Eastern, and uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, a lot of fun, different shit that um, 
we haven't been able to do in quite some time. And uh, will there be baby baby penis sucking? Any of that? Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be Don't there. give away all of our uh, our bits. It's going to be <laughs> baby penis sucking Tuesdays. <laughs> All right. There'll be a link in the description. Check him out. Subscribe to his show. And uh, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we appreciate it. We had a great time. You guys are awesome, really, dude. really fucking fun to hang out and uh, talk to. I, I love your show, man. It's it's actually exactly what should be going on on uh, online uh, uh, broadcasting. It's it's really good. You guys are fucking great. I love it. Thank, Thank you, so you very much. much. It means a lot, man. Thank you. Thanks, man. Take it easy, guys. Very good. Have a good, good one. All right, so link in the description. Check out his show. And uh, while you're at it, there's a link in the description for our Patreon page. Uh, if you'd like yeah. to get this thing early, get news about what's going on, the topics that we talked, we covered. Uh, as you're watching this, there are people who already knew that uh, that we talked about baby dick sucking. and uh, Absolutely. Who had a they heads got, up. They got the information. And we're recording this uh, on Thursday to accommodate. Uh, today's Thursday, right? I'm not a, you made eyes like I was in the Twilight Zone and I was wrong. Me? Yeah. Not on purpose. Oh, sorry. So yeah, the the uh, the Patreon members will be getting this very soon, right? Yeah, in like a couple tonight. hours. They'll get this thing tonight, and um, uh, and then you'll have it Saturday if you're just watching. Yeah. For and free. that's not a constant now. That's just occasionally we record on Thursdays, and occasionally it becomes a bonus. It's been two out of the last three times, though. Yeah, whenever possible, we record on Thursday. Sometimes uh, it's actually all Taylor's fault. Sometimes he's not available on Thursday, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so we have to sorry, push it everyone. to Friday. That that's that was one of the things. It was like, how available are you? He works for a living, as a stripper and um, dancer. But uh, I do my best noise. to make it. <laughs> no, we're happy to we're happy to have you any day of the week, my friend. That was that was oh, yeah. uh, that was one of the things we said from the beginning. Like, no problem being flexible to get you in here and have some fun. And uh, but yeah, the Patreon thing is awesome. It's got a ton of it's got it's doing really well. It's doing um, it's right on pace with what my um, my hopes were. Honestly, like my realistic hopes. Um, it's above it, my it, expectations. Is yeah, it? it? Yeah, I, I, <coughs> if it is one of the most successful Patreon pages in the history of Patreon. Um, really, it, I did not know that. Yeah, really? it, it is. I had it, no idea. It's yeah, Painkiller well, already PKA. has come on Patreon I, and wreck shit. So, so I feel uh, like we are PKA to an extent, but I, I feel like the viewers and the listeners out there are PKA to an extent as well, especially the ones who have been listening and have heard, you know, 50-plus episodes. Those guys have been with us. And so those five, 600, whatever uh, it is of you who really chipped in and actually went into your pockets to make the show bigger and better and greater and, you know, I, Patreon is directly related to things like having Anthony on tonight, which I think Anthony was an excellent guest and I really enjoyed talking to him. Without the money that, that Patreon pumps in, that wouldn't have been made possible, I promise you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, um, another thing that helps is iTunes ratings. Uh, there'll be a link in the description to iTunes. If you download it, if you, you know, rate the thing five stars and stuff, it makes us a bigger deal. And when we're a bigger deal, we get bigger guests. So uh, Absolutely. It's, it, we, we, it's a big show we have here. I didn't even realize it at times. When you combine all of the ways it's listened to and watched, etc., the, the, the big total number is quite large, but... It's Hundreds hard of to, thousands it, of people every week. And, and every then it just week. Goes. And compare that to terrestrial radio. We're killing it. Let's just destroying like any local radio station that's... that's oh, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. That, it, it's, it's a really big deal, and, I, and, I, and I'm really appreciative of it. I really enjoy doing it. And But, but what I was getting at is that... Um, Patreon. I lost my goddamn train of thought. Patreons. Uh, oh, the iTunes ratings. Yeah, the iTunes ratings are big because... Um, so if you listen to an iTunes, be sure to rate it because... 
only a fraction of you actually watch on iTunes, but it's one of the uh, the key things that we like to show, uh, you know, guests and things like that to convince them that iTunes availability. Also a part of Patreon. Sorry to cut you off. You know, the, our previous look on iTunes was like, hey, everyone that watches it there is actually someone who doesn't watch it on, it used to be like my channel or Wings' channel. And, uh, and really, it's just a lot of extra effort, a little extra cost, and it doesn't just not make money. It costs money. Like, it's a negative. And if I offered you a job where you worked late at night and lost money, you'd probably decline it. And that's how we were before. But now with Patreon, we're like, hey, you know... Let's let's not be so cheap about it, and now we do it, and um, you know that's it's a cool thing. It's the reason we put the show on iTunes. So uh, it's it's so nice. that was the coolest guest experience ever on the show for me. That was awesome. Was yeah, I can tell you really guest. enjoyed that. I, I, to be honest, I'm not very familiar with him. I've, I've never really heard his show. Um, I'm just aware oh. of of what he does and everything, um, and I appreciated you know who he is. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of his. What I thought was cool was that he was good at being a guest, right? Like a lot oh, of times yeah. you get a guy on a get you get a guest on and um they don't really have anything to say. They're not able to like join the conversation and and converse at the level of, of, of guys, you know, like hosts that have done this thing a hundred times before. And uh but this is a professional radio guy who's been doing it for like twenty years and he's not the slightest bit intimidated or at a loss for thoughts. He did he did no. well and I thought that was cool. Yeah, enjoy I was intimidated to him. in the beginning doing that intro. I'm like, fuck, if I screw this up, he's going to think I'm a fag. <laughs> you did screw it <laughs> Yeah, you did. You're like, yeah, yeah, we've had, I think you said there were like 50,000 celebrities on the show so far or something like that. Go back and watch uh, the first couple seconds. You messed it up. Glad yeah, I you messed help. it up. Oh. Don't worry. He felt less of you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. Ruined I, it. I, and uh, as soon as you did it, I I'll could see in. Anthony be like, "Oh my God, why am I on the show?" He like show rolled his eyes and was like yeah. doing the jerk off he motion, was... like, "Who's this clown?" Yeah. It's... Thinking, what a douche. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> I hate him already. I hope he gets in a car accident on the way to, the, you know, work after this. Exactly. No, he was a good guest. Anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, uh, glad we got him on. That's partly that's uh, that's Dr. Chiz. Thank you, Dr. Chiz. Good job uh, booking that guest. Right. Yeah. I, wow. Good job, Dr. Chiz. Chiz has been reaching out to a bunch of big people. We have a big name comedian coming on at some point. We have you know Anthony, of course, come on, and uh, it's kind of neat having someone who's like I don't know. The show has a serious manager now, and he really books big guests and and he makes stuff happen. He busts his ass. He works really hard. Yeah. He's, he's a very hard worker. That's So I got a trash man update. He hasn't picked up my trash. No. Motherfucker's Did been a no Did you do anything trash-wise to taunt him? Is he not picking up your trash because there's more maggots than normal? Well, there are maggots again because, you know, there was, there was you know, there was stuff in my trash. It's, it's, it's trash. It's maggoty trash. What can I say? Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> it's it's maggoty It's trash. outside. It's maggoty trash. It's, you know, it's fruit and vegetables and meat and all kind of stuff mixed up in there. Big bags of it. Just... Piled high, mm -hmm. and and I I'm, I think I make a large amount of trash due to due to the amount of Amazon that we use around here. So there's lots of boxes and stuff, and there's just a lot of goddamn trash. And he has not shown up to pick it up, and I'm not sure what to do about it because Over it really is a period issue. of time. Well, he's supposed to come on Mondays, and you know he missed this Monday. Haven't seen him since. P trash is outside. I guess he doesn't need twenty bucks this week, right? <laughs> Monday this is month. month. <laughs> you know, Monday Monday's rolling around again, and uh, if he doesn't show up, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Because Dock him oh, five dollars. I uh, I had <laughs> I had Jeremy come over and uh, and cut the grass uh, yesterday mm -hmm. and, because my grass had gotten way out of hand and I I um 
the, the gasoline in my lawnmower was dead or something, and it wouldn't start, and I really didn't want to go through the hassle of it. And Jeremy is one is a borrower, as a, as I've said in the past, and I knew that if I if I if I hired Jeremy to cut my grass, he's gonna show up with a real lawnmower. And sure enough, Jeremy shows up in his truck pulling a twelve thousand dollar diesel powered lawnmower. <laughs> it's a zero turn radius thing you'd see on a golf course with a mulcher on the back. There's no steering wheel. It's just a lever for each hand. It's you know, like I said, it'll spin in circles, turn on a dime. Did you stand it's or like, sit? You sit. Okay. Um, you sit on this one, and uh, it's 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 got a ton of power though. Like he's just like hauling ass, cutting the grass so fucking fast. And uh, so he cut all the grass at my house. He cut all the grass at another property I've got. Did a bunch of work for me. And I gave him a hundred bucks. And uh, he he had mentioned that he was having this issue with his truck. Apparently, it's only running in first and second gear, and uh, and that's a major transmission I- issue. And I'm like, so you drove over here with only first and second gear work and tow in a $12,000 lawnmower. He's like, well, yeah, I got to get over and cut that grass. And I couldn't argue with him because like, I wanted my fucking grass cut. So I was like, yeah, man, I appreciate you coming to cutting the grass then. Good, good deal. So on the way home, he blows the transmission out. So now he's <laughs> blown the transmission out of his truck. His plan is this. Full coverage insurance, burn the truck. <laughs> what could go wrong? This is a perfect plan. Here's the here's the problem though. My dad helped. My dad holds the note on the car. He's defrauding my dad. So it's like, no, Jeremy, no, no, you can't do that. Like, 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 no, we're in. The, mm. This guy is the dumbest motherfucker I've ever met in my life. He has a planned child that he's going to have in February. He makes, well, this way, this week he probably made $250 because I gave him $100. But he makes like $150 a week. Like, Ooh. they have an apartment. His girlfriend doesn't have a job. What is the fucking plan? Like, what happens when the child is born and someone has to feed it? Well, what's going to happen is we're going to subsidize their poor decisions. <laughs> I don't so I know if that's he makes about seven thousand eight hundred a year, based on your estimate. I think we could bump him to two for those exceptional weeks, right? Like when he mows your yard. Or bump him to ten, I mean to say. He makes between eight and ten thousand dollars a year. Well, he spends a lot of it on cigarettes and Red Bull. Well, that yeah, I mean, Red Bull's an expensive thing to pissing money away on. Well, he, you know, that's his favorite. <laughs> he just, but but he likes it. But but yeah, exactly. I like it. I still want to do the Jeremy Dunking booth, and I think that like this is going to be a good way to like really pressure him into it. I'm gonna I'm gonna push him with it again to see if we could put the Jeremy Dunking booth together. Basically, uh, Taylor, I don't. In the Dunking booth concept, is you you build a Dunking booth and put something disgusting in it, right? Sure, if you want. Um, oh, yes, but I but want. but the ba- the basic concept <laughs> is that we like well, that. I want. that the basic concept is um, if I could somehow make it financially feasible to do so, you know, cover the costs of the thing, mm-hmm. um, would be to get a dunking booth. And just to keep it low cost, I, I feel so I've got two internet lines here, um, and they, they, they roughly average about 14 download and like two to two and a half upload. But, but I think there's a way to bridge those connections, correct? And I know that I wouldn't get a combined, for example, five upload, but perhaps I could get 3.5. Which would be enough for a quality live stream. I wouldn't know. There is a way to bridge it. There's equipment that handles this. Um, the equipment is expensive, though, too. It's like $1,500 for the router. Well, okay, so, 
so with two upload, I could I could I could definitely get a 720p stream going. I think Maybe. so. Yeah. I, I I think I could. So the the idea would be to literally to keep costs low to put a camera out my window and run it straight off of my PC, and um and have him in a dunking booth and some way or another the fans would get to dunk him by paying money and I think it should be something disgusting because you know water is just not much of a punishment to pay a dollar to get to see no but but if it was something awful they got worse every time you went in you know I'm I think we could have some fun we could just something pay him painful. a percentage of the profits and you know whatever we get we get maybe just what, what would we pay him like 25% I don't think it's going to make that much money frankly though like Really? Then offer him fifty percent and make it really nasty. <laughs> well, you know, well, if we could set something up, I guess we'd have to have a PayPal. But then, you, you know, what if people take their money back? Or what if they dispute that we didn't actually dunk Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> we'd have to make it a donation, right? They donate to his fund, and maybe is there a way that they could send the money that's not so they could yank it back after dunking Jeremy into like something putrid for all day? Uh, I don't know. We'll just wrap him up in the Woodycraft Collections Agency. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh, I, did you try to unpay your two dollars? You're going to jail. We're ruining your credit record. <laughs> You're so fucked. <laughs> we could do a bunch of things. Um, I guess we have I guess a whole we could, infrastructure to wreck your life. Just kidding. like if we raise a certain amount of money, we could totally uh, do the thing that Epic Mealtime did and do the Diet Coke and Mentos suit. Like, oh, I don't, I don't yeah. know how much that wouldn't that costs a lot less to put together than you think. It costs like it's a, you know a couple hundred bucks to make that happen. And I haven't even seen this. Oh yeah, they they put the guy in a Mentos suit, and the Mentos was like covering his entire body, and then they dunked him in a Diet Coke dunking booth. By the and way, Minecraft cool. doesn't do that to everybody; just the people that mm -hmm. really deserve it. And trust me, yeah, exactly. Some of them absolutely fucking deserve it. They know what they're yeah, doing. They're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the criminals. Yeah, they're the, the criminals essentially are the ones that get treated badly. Uh, I think I, I want to get Jeremy somehow involved with the show. I feel like he's he's entertaining as a tool. And we just—I feel like he could be our first whack pack member. Ooh, I like the way you're thinking. Well, you know, we need I, to find. I, I feel slow... like you could. I feel like you know you got you probably have to reimburse him to get him over here because he just lives pretty far from my house. You know, he needs some mm -hmm. gas money basically. You know, but if we could hook Jeremy up with like uh, you know some sort of a moderate appearance fee, get him in here, get him to do some weird shit, make him eat some stuff, make him like eat some hot sauce or like. I don't know. Put him in like a, you know, get him pepper spray, tasered, um, you know, something crazy. We could do awful things to him. We could just ask him questions. I promise you, the answers are crazy. He's out of his gourd. Yeah. After now that we're a big show, <laughs> we as if I've been here for more than three episodes. But <laughs> but uh, we need to make our own little, you know, like the Rat Pack, like Kyle said. Just find, you know, cobble together some I, group of I, miscreants, uh, like some of them like half retarded. Get them to do silly things for the show. Do you guys know many uh, half-retarded people? I mean, I, I think that Jeremy should be the first member of, of this group of individuals who are a little off, a little eccentric most of the time, a little weird. Um, I think who, we who all have be... a responsibility to go to, like, our local population center and find whack pack members, right? Just, like... I got mine. Homeless I, I came people. with yeah, mine. Yeah, Kyle... Kyle has a head start on us, I'll admit that. But, Merka, you and I, we need to find, like, an idiot nearby. I'll ask the next Jehovah's Witness that comes by. Oh, I live right next to a Mormon church. It's got to be a gold mine. <laughs> Have them on. Hey, you know what? Dude, I've really been considering taking up your Bronze Age cult. Could you come over for a bit talk it out with me? Just put it Dude, on the show. You, those people are like that. You could totally go over there and tell them that you've got an internet podcast and that you want someone to speak 
on behalf of the church to your to your group and like just find out what they're about and you could totally get one of those guys over there. Dude, I don't think he's exactly a whack pack member, but he might be. He well, might we, be. We could see. Maybe it would be fun. He'd be yeah. a good guest. Like you yeah. and dude, yours could be dude. Jeremy and I could go to the other extreme, right? Like shirt tie, <coughs> Mormon, straight laced, yeah. and just see and how he fits ask, into the group. Like semi real sounding questions, but that are like dipped in. You know, sarcasm. Just the, we, how many wives is too many wives, would you say? <laughs> <laughs> how many children are too many? Seven, eight, no amount? There, those people have so many goddamn kids. It is unreal. I, All of them. I like that. I like it too. I like big families. I like uh, that. No, no, there's too many of us on this planet. Stop having nine kids. You're not on a farm. You don't need farm hands anymore. Stop. Um, too many. I... I like the big families. Yeah, I wish I that just, I had it. I wish that it, it was for me. I, I know it's not, but I, I really like, like, remember in Home Alone, like that enormous extended family with all those, like, brothers and sisters yes, and yes, kids yes, and yes. stuff? Uh -huh. And that enormous house. Like, that looks like an ideal scenario to me. It's just not the one that's best for me. Jackie's sister, my sister-in-law, have four kids. And while that's not, like, the, the kind of big we're talking about, in my head I have six. But, um... You know, you sort of see them. They're like a little gang. Two boys, two girls, and, you know, different stages of their life growing up. And it, I, I just feel like it's a tiny community as opposed to, like, you know, mom and kids or something. It's it's a different thing. Yeah. And then, yeah. I can see like, how like, it could be fun, but doesn't it strike you as kind of selfish when there's already this many people in the world to be no, like, oh, I don't, yeah, I, I, deserve I, I, I don't have children. a stake and be like, oh, you know, how many like raw goods went into raising this cow and how much methane was released. I think this fucking steak was awesome. Yeah, but just on a visceral level, doesn't it irritate you? Like, oh, you had to have eight kids, did you? Like, you just had to. You couldn't keep it in your pants or something for the last six and been a normal human being. Like, it's just, I don't know. I don't, like, it'd be fun to be a part of those families, but. Just, ugh. That would suck as a parent to have eight mouths to feed. That, that's yeah, I wouldn't want to do it in mouths. Uh, it, I don't think I want to do it in modern society. I, I think I want to do it in some sort of a crazy dream scenario where it's like Little House on the Prairie or something. And, then, and I need those children to, to, to make milk and stuff, uh, to make butter and stuff, and half of them are going to die the, of cholera. Do you anyway. make sure the girls are lactating? Like, is that... Yeah. <laughs> and then like, I gargle it to ensure perfection. <laughs> you gargle That's it funny. and sell That's it. like your first thought yeah. about being on a farm with that many kids. I'll have the kids. They'll be making milk. Like <laughs> Butter and shit. You know, they'll be churning butter and milking cows. And yeah, they'll be doing that stuff. Yeah. I, I think yeah. a big family community unit would be kind of neat. I also think it would be kind of nice if... like So my family lives in North Carolina sort of by ourselves. We're from New Jersey. And uh, we're just really kind of out here alone. You know, there's no one with us. And uh, there are lots of times where I thought it'd be nice if we had, like, grandparents in the area and, you know, brothers and sisters that live nearby and, and where, like, you know, the cousins were a bigger part of my kids' lives. And just, you know, yeah. And, and to Mercus' point, maybe I don't need six or eight kids on my own if, like, you know, we have, like, Jackie has two sisters and they both have kids and then I have a brother and he has kids and if, you know, I wouldn't necessarily have to have all eight kids if I had, I guess this is four, like, family peers. All I don't know, just some of these people look like they're trying to make their own baseball team. There's just so goddamn many of them. Like, I, uh, 
it has to irritate you a little bit. Like, I just can't believe it doesn't. No. Like, when you see a mom and a dad walking around and there's, like, eight little ones behind him, don't you just kind of think in your head, like, you idiot. This is what Why happened. are you doing this to everyone in public? I had a boss. Um, this is a long time ago, before Cisco even. So call it 20 years ago. And he had six kids. And um, people were like, that's a giant family. And he's like, yeah, it's big by today's standards. But you, you rewind 100 years and people had six kids all the time. We went with them to the mall. And all of his kids had been trained to put their hands behind their back and not touch things like while they went through the mall. And the oldest ones were able to like put them by their side. And the youngest ones were like still in training and they would like occasionally break, <laughs> you know, like, break discipline. But, uh, but it was like really, it was like, wow, this is an amazing, perfect family. And it didn't hurt that like mom and dad were good looking. And then like every freaking kid was like attracted. This is like, like the world's most amazing family. And, uh, and we were just hanging out with him and it was like, I'd like to have a family like that. And, um, yeah. you know, the reason we didn't was like when Colin had special needs, we were like, oh, you know, this is, this is going to require like monumental parenting effort. And we didn't want to divide it between all those kids. But, um, uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I don't know. They, I see six kids and I think, oh, that's a really neat family to have. It'd be cool. PKN that's coming up soonish, isn't it? Yes, actually. So, um, Painkiller nearly, I think there was a, um, oh, two things happened. One, I guess we just owe it to certain donator levels. And two, because we, the Patreon was so popular, it, um, uh, because the Patreon was so popular, it switched from half hour to an hour, like right out of the gate. Yes, it did. So, we're so that's going to be an, a that's an hour long show you get. Um, is, is, is it the $25 level? I'm looking. Yes, it is it the is. $25 level. Yeah, and uh, the only way to get the video for that, if I understand correctly, is to be at the $25 level. Is that correct? I um, believe everyone gets it I'm, eventually. I'm, I believe if you're a non-Patreon member, you get it a week delayed on audio. Um, I and think if you're... Yeah, dude, I should be in. I should know this thing frontwards and backwards. But I think you're you're nailing it. I think that for twenty five dollars, mm-hmm. you can get the video, and you know that happens quick. And then eventually, everyone else gets it, but only audio. Only audio. Yeah. So so the way to get it uh, when it's brand new and when it's video is to be a twenty five dollar Patreon member. And you know that's so painkiller. That's nearly? just that's something totally different that we're doing. It's it's I, I, it's supposed to have like I don't know. We we have different thoughts and we haven't done it yet. But I I have it in my head that it has I mean, the vibe is. of a um like the pre and post shows used to have like a little more casual, a little more interactive. A bit, but I want to bring some some th- some different things to it. I want to pre-record some uh some prank phone calls and play them for you guys on this show. I think that'd be fun and that would take up uh, a little segment. I think that's an awesome idea. It, it, it I, I already did. I already did it, um, and, and I messed up my audio uh, settings, and like half of the call sounds bad. But I, um, I basically I was calling, um, calling people who were giving or selling puppies and kittens and other small critters, and I, I would really quickly kind of be like, "Hey there, I'm Kyle. I'm calling from PuppyStumber.com, and we're look. We, I saw that you got the puppy there. We're calling everyone in the area that's giving away these little critters, and we're collecting them up. And basically, I would try to get their puppies, and then I'd let them know that I run a website if it was a puppy. Uh, called puppystompers.net or .org, whatever <laughs> I was feeling at the moment, and I explained to him that it's this weird fetish where these guys like to watch live streams of sexy women stomping small critters like puppies and kittens with high heel shoes to death. And um, and so that's what we do, and that's that's why we pay top dollar for pets, and that's why tomorrow we're going to send Orlando around in a white van, and he's going to 
grab what, Rascal, was that his name? Yeah, grab Rascal and bring him <laughs> on down here to the studio. And then the lady's like, well, can I see him tomorrow to make sure he's okay? And I'm like, how about I give you some critter points and you can watch online and see all the fun. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 I don't want to see. And it was pretty, I did a bunch of them like that, and, and one guy got really pissed, and he was like, uh, I don't have two, 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 two dogs anymore, I just got one. And I was like, all right, I'll take one. That, that'll be enough. I got, I got three more in the back. That'll work. And so, so I had fun with it, but I fucked up the audio. So, But I can ah. recreate those. That, I, did, I did like six calls, and I got three good ones. So like, I think I'm going to be batting pretty good, especially That's, when you're calling L.A. I definitely like the idea of pre-recorded. Like, a lot of people have been asking for prank calls to come back, and I think they're right because there's some magic in the prank call. But a lot of people overlook the not so magic, the like how many don't yeah, work, how long we're on hold. Like you might get yeah. like I don't know three minutes of absolute magic. And I put an hour minute. into it and I got three good calls and you know they're like three to five minutes long. That's you know? a high yeah. ratio. We don't but always it, hit like that. It never yeah, works that, out live like that. That was that was just me like calling one after another. You know, same setup, same scenario, and like having having a having a bit. I, I tried for probably 20 minutes to get 7-Elevens to talk to each other and failed and just finally yeah, gave up. So everyone hard. wants to do that, like get Chinese foods to talk to each other. And it's like, you know, those fake things you've seen online where they set it up and everyone's in on it isn't how it works out in real life, typically. They yeah. never, because two things happen. They, they, they don't answer the phone right away. Like it rings, rings, rings. Sometimes they never answer. It's crazy. And then like when they do answer, it's never simultaneous. It's it, And it's... It's just it's just impossible to do because the Seven Eleven clerk isn't going to hang around on the phone too long waiting on a, a ringing line. He's going to hang the fuck up. Yeah, and it's unrealistic. Two Indian guys talking to each other, they're going to be able to understand the accent. You'd have to call a Pizza Hut and a Chinese well, it, place, so it, there's a bit <laughs> of confusion in the way they're speaking. The cadence. No, no. See, see here's the calling Pizza Hut. The other guys, uh, thank you for calling is, China is Castle. The Chinese food gag, if you haven't heard it, is like. You know, one's like Szechuan chicken, and the other's like, oh, Szechuan chicken, and they both think they're making an order, and they just, like, repeat each other. Same chicken with 7-Eleven. Oh, so set up, like, painfully set up? <laughs> well, 7-Eleven like, will be like, you know, when they answer the phone, they say, 7-Eleven, how can I help you? And so they both say it, and then they're both paused because they just said, 7-Eleven, can I help you? And, you know, it's the guy who called them should be saying something, and then it gets weird, and it gets awkward, and then it gets sometimes confrontational and then violent. Which can be really, really fucking funny, but it's would, just impossible to time. You just gotta hope for two surly employees at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, two angry fucking Indian guys ready guys to go off on each other. Bastards coming. Topic. In. Sure. Yep. I, I felt like that. Um, Bucky balls. Are you familiar with Bucky balls? I will be quickly. They sound very familiar. So I don't know what that is. They're little magnetic spheres, and um, they come in like a, a cube of of things. Here, I'll give you a link. Is that the and, things that the kids swallow and they kill them? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Uh-huh. So so here's the deal. Uh, Buckyballs, you buy them, people on the videos are looking at it, but they're little little spheres, and um, they're powerfully magnetic. They're made out of, like, rare earth magnets, and um, they're. I guess it's interesting to see what you can do and the different things that you'd put together. And um, people would make like really impressive structures and sent make, put pictures online, and they created this community. And there are these guys who love buckyballs, like like people love Legos. You know, like you know, you probably like Legos just fine, but you're not building like aircraft carrier Lego ships <laughs> and stuff <laughs> like that. There are people who get into buckyballs in the same way that people might get into um, Legos. My but there's a problem. Kids eat them. 
And at first, when I heard kids were eating, like, you know, digesting buckyballs and stuff, I thought, well, don't be stupid, right? Here's a solution to your safety problem. Just don't be so freaking stupid. Don't eat little metal balls. And besides, you know, like, I don't know, lots of kids have eaten pennies or nickels or something and and they just kind of get broken down in their stomachs and not passed at all or they just get passed and and who gives a crap you know people eat marbles they survive it's not that big of a deal the thing is <laughs> with buckyballs it's a huge deal the trouble is that these are rare earth magnets these are very powerful magnets which is part of how you can make like the cool things you can make with them and um they have if you eat one you're probably going to be okay. It's dangerous, but you can probably eat okay. If you eat more than one, they have a tendency to find each other in your intestinal tract. And then what they do, I'm trying to get the language right, they catch like a loop of intestine, which leads to a loss of a blood supply, tissue rot, perforation, and eventually death. A, a really mm. toxic septic death with a hole in your digestive system in which like leaks acid and bile into the rest of your body because these buckyballs work their way through the intestine killing it oh so they get like they pinch the wall so tight that it just pretty much ruptures is what you're saying yes yeah because on the outside and and these kids like um it's not an isolated case it like keeps happening you know they're Let's see. The attraction between neodymium, I'm sure I pronounced that wrong, balls was so strong that they tear holes in Van Wick's organs while pulling towards each other. It's not an isolated case. It wasn't just Megan. Sarah, 12, ate four balls. Peyton, three years old, 37 balls. (laughs) 12. No Uh, excuse. I'm sorry. Yeah, 12 (laughs) years old, ate four balls. The three-year-old, 37 balls. The 14-year-old, two balls. It looks like the older and, kids only eat a couple. And they died? Uh, actually, these uh, every example I just listed had the magnets surgically removed from their bodies, so they survived. 14 years old. Ugh. And they ate two. Yeah, I, I just... It's... I mean, the three-year-old, of course. Like, right. And I mean, clearly, it, when you eat 37 of those things, it, they're three, so there's no point where they're like, this might be too many metallic balls to consume. But like... <laughs> A 12-year-old who eats four? Like, this yeah. should never be the first point where you're like, let's I, is there, is, Was there a question posed or anything? Were you, is there, I know that the people are wanting to, like, I don't know, ban these items or something They've like been that. banned, yeah. So they did a ban, and they managed Silly. to do, like, a, um, a buckyball fan, like, pressure on the government. And they kind of unbanned them for a bit. Like, they managed to, uh, to, to, to put, like, so much pressure on the government that they were like ah oh, you know let's not do this but then as kids kept getting hurt now buckyballs is gone forever they've, they've been wiped off the planet they tried to come back or they're trying to come back with gigantic buckyballs but um i'm guessing it's cost prohibitive to do the same thing like if the buckyballs yeah. are the size of a pinball i don't know if kids know what a pinball is like anymore but um you know if, if they're like an inch in diameter spheres yeah can they just make them taste bad People are going to put the big ones like on the front of their body and the other one on the back, and it's just going to suck right through their <laughs> they, chest cavity. They make that this nail polish idea. that you can put on your kids so they won't bite their nails. It makes your nails taste really awful. And uh, I would just imagine maybe what can they make these buckyballs taste terrible, like sour or, or bitter or really terrible. Won't there be gonna, someone who loves that flavor? 
Yeah, Some fuck that kid. He'll die. But like, I mean, come on, sour. Look, I like look, sour. I gotta say, like <laughs> these kids who were eating these fucking buckyballs, like, like, look, if you got buckyballs, you should know that they're fucking dangerous and keep away from your buckyball-eating kid. A six-year-old, <laughs> eight. Look, 19. I don't know much about kids, but but I didn't swallow shit as a kid. All right, I, I knew better. Um, I, maybe that's a common thing where lots of kids eat shit and and you're just swallowing stuff. But they taught most me not kids to eat stuff. don't eat dangerous. Rare metals. earth metals. Yeah, but I mean, shit happens, I suppose. And sometimes you just happen to munch on thirty-seven of them. Thirty-seven. <laughs> That's a horrible way to die, though, from what you described. That sounds absolutely terrible. Yeah, yeah. it's funny that they're called Bucky Balls. So yeah, it really is. Jovial. Kids are eating Bucky Balls. Have their intestines torn out. More after this. <laughs> right <laughs> up your ass, John. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Bucky Balls Tony sound like some crazy Steve. <laughs> It sounds like something fun and jovial from a, go- yeah. a bygone age. Bucky balls. Yeah, it does. Well, it real to be fair, it is something fun and jovial from a bygone age <laughs> now. Ah, I guess so. clever. See, it's bringing it full circle. I don't like when they ban anything. Like it's the it's usually cool shit they ban, right? It's like stuff that you'd like to have, like a certain kind of switchblade knife or like a firecracker that somebody decided was just a little bit too powerful for your hands or. No you more know, something like that. I wish yeah, like that you know, M80s and cherry bombs and. I uh, need warnings to be more effective, personally, right? Like, okay, the, the the classic example is like you know the electronics, right? You could buy a new stereo for your living room, like a little receiver that does surround sound, and it comes with eight pages of electronics on how you shouldn't like put it in the bathtub with you. And it just gets ignored and you're like flipping through to the part that you actually need help with, right? Your dishwasher is going to come with like 12 pages of, you know, don't put the baby in the dishwasher, etc. On the other hand, I bought a dust collector. And um, a dust collector, if you guys don't know, is like a giant, like super shop vac that's like nine feet tall and, and sucks at a rate like you don't have anything in your house that sucks like a dust collector i'm sure of it you know a mega vacuum and um there was a little picture next to the intake that said like don't put your hand here and it showed a picture of a hand with a severed finger and uh like every other warning in my life i was like huh you know like you really want to know how much it does suck right you like you get it home and you kind of assemble it and and like you're doing your whole thing and uh, I turn it on, and it's super loud, and it's sucking all this air into the side. And I put my hand, like, in front of it to see how much it sucked. But it was, like, eight inches away, like, where it was safe. It wasn't that safe. The thing fucking sucks <laughs> my hand toward the impeller. And, and I pull it away, and, and I, I wish I could demonstrate. So the, the impeller's, like, it's, like, in a six-inch tube. And as I'm pulling my hand away, just like in the nick of time, it hits the edge of the tube so that it doesn't get pulled into the impeller. And I slide it away for safety. And I'm like, holy shit, that warning sticker or sticker with the finger that was removed was almost me. It said, yeah, like, you don't put your guy. hand here. And I thought, huh. What happens if you put your hand here? I, I had a friend in school. He came to school and his eye was like super bloodshot. Like, uh, have you ever seen anyone whose eye was like literally bleeding? Not bloodshot, yeah. but like bloody, like in, in yeah. eye, where the white part is red. And sure. uh, I was like, dude, what happened? Doesn't tell anybody, right? Day two goes by. Everyone's nagging him. Dude, how'd that happen? How'd that happen? His eyes, like, like the white part is red. And everyone <laughs> wants to know, like, how did you do that? How did you do that? And eventually he lets it out. 
that he was boiling Christmas lights. And we're like, why the fuck were you boiling Christmas lights? Who does that? He says, well, there's a warning on the package that said, don't boil Christmas lights. <laughs> I have to know what happens. They explode, apparently. Yeah, apparently they blow up and make your eyes turn red. And he, uh, he got, so he just said, I want to see what happens when you boil them because it says not to boil them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you know, as a kid, it's pretty sound reasoning. My, uh, he was in high school. He this? wasn't like six. He, was, he should have known better. <laughs> oh, nah, dude that that Gross. same kid later in school um so so get this there's um like the coolest guys and the coolest girls were hanging out together and um uh, i'm not that relevant but i didn't hang out with them in, in my later years in high school i was cool but this was the earlier ones and uh, this guy tom was like kind of getting in with the cool kids but tom wasn't cool like, he wasn't particularly good-looking. He had a mustache that, that wasn't a mustache. It was like a Just dark a peach fuzzy. bit here on the side. Unattractive thing, like on the sides. If you're watching this and you rock that, then shave it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, he just wasn't he – was, he was shorter than most of the other boys. And, and I don't know if I'm drawing the picture for you, but not a cool kid. And then for whatever reason, like he started hanging out with the cool kids and like the cool girls were paying attention to him and, and the cool guys were like joking around with him and stuff. And sometimes it seemed like they like bullied him, but other times it seemed like he was their friend. And, uh, one weekend he got invited to their parties and he comes back and he was telling like how awesome it was. And they were like drinking and stuff. And, and, uh, it's like, damn, like, like, I don't know. Like, how did you get in with the cool kids? But he wasn't really in with them like we thought he was. It, it, they were just kind of like, like, like they they picked up a um, like a pet almost. And um, uh, apparently, these cool kids would have like like sex or orgies or something, or or like it was wasn't that hard for this level of guy to get a blowjob from this level of girl. And um, uh, somewhere in like this. Like they would have sex, but not not like an orgy, but like like two couples in the same room, uh, and he was in that room and he thought it was all cool, and he got the golden shower. They pissed on this kid, and like like a couple guys peed on him, and and it's at some point he got to realize like, at some point, yeah, at some point, like when the pee was cascading down onto his face. <laughs> what did he realize, Woody? Went during the golden shower orgy that were common at your high school. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, guys! You're you're not treating me like a friend right now. Yes. Oh, the eye, right in the eye! God damn it, Gary! Come on! <laughs> it was oh, like that tastes oh, like asparagus. But he he didn't want to believe it, right? He wanted to think that he was getting in with the cooler kids, and, and <laughs> there was kind of like a self denial, like as he's as he's in piss, like. Well done. <laughs> He's telling you, like, we got this inside joke, right? It's hilarious. Every once in a while, they all gather around, and I get on my knees and cry, and they pee on me. <laughs> the, Every once in a while, just for just for kicks, just friend stuff. Like, just, yeah, uh, and 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 that was when, like, he it kind of dawned on him, like, these are, these are like toxic friends times two. That that like, yeah, you know what? I guess real friends don't pee on each other when <laughs> when they're not into that. And uh, and that was kind of his exit from the cool kids group when they started pissing on him. I just don't understand how that can be a more than one half second decision. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, this guy's peeing on me. Now we're in a fight. Not like, all right, well, 
There's only like 40 seconds more of this tops. <laughs> see where this pans out. Oh, shit, another one. Let's add another 40 seconds on him. This guy's finishing up. Oh, he's in the final spurts. Oh, another one. And <laughs> I think there like, were just two guys. That, you know, and, and it was, um, I, I remembered his last name, but I won't give him up. Someone will find him on Facebook now and talk about it. But um, uh, I think it was a kind of denial where you know he wanted to believe in spite of overwhelming and wet evidence that he was still in the club. It's That's like, terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that is awful. Just smells like ammonia and asparagus all day just to be friends with people who pee on you. <laughs> what a life. Yeah. What a life he led. What a what a life he led. So Yeah. Oh, that is sad. There's so little self respect. Oh man, they peed on him. Why do they want to pee on him? I've never wanted to pee on a dude. I'm like, I could, I could see peeing on a girl, mate, especially if she wanted you to. But like, have you ever yeah. done that, Kyle? No, I haven't. Yeah, me neither. I, yeah, I, I, it's not my fetish. I, I've discussed it with girls. I've, you know, I, you know, just bring it up in casual conversation as I do, and you know, I, I'd be like, you know, that's, nah, I'm not into that, and just being like, you want me to, will? But yeah, right. I think. I mean, I'm not against being the peer if if that's what makes her hot, but um, uh, it's not something yeah. that we do. Yeah, I would definitely you know, be the peer if someone asked me. They were like, hey, I'm into this, yeah, pee on me. But if they were like, hey, I'm into peeing on people, let me pee on you. I'd be like, all yeah. right, well, no, that's not fair because I'm not into being peed on. <laughs> yeah, I, I I really think it should be a shower activity. Quite like, If you want me to pee on you, can we do it in the shower? Because uh, like, there's a whole I think it's more of a suede couch activity. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. one that's good, or maybe with that plastic cover on it. Yeah, so like your like grandparents. Like, That's why they have like that. You just lay on that on. and just sweep from like top to bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you're Head power to washing a car. Head yeah. to toe. But like if just... there's rubber sheets, like the pee doesn't just disappear afterwards. No, like there's some sort of like middle. carry it by the edges and make some sort of like pee Ziploc bag out of a giant Maybe she's hardcore and she's going to like lap it up. Ooh, Ooh that's, a long, that's a long time to be lapping. Yeah, yeah, maybe just you're just gonna pee directly into her mouth and like don't spill a drop, like all scary style. That's all like, scary style. <laughs> wearing your death you cloak like, and hood. Catch girls you doing boy. catch girls doing beer bongs at the party to see which ones are best able to suck your being penis. Wow. Absolutely, <laughs> there's there's totally guys that are like that. Like, wow, she can really chug a beer. I bet she could just take an entire load of urine. Uh, the likes of which I produce and just blow <laughs> it right down. Mm, yeah. That'd be nice. I was in what the hospital there watching, once. Like, look at that volume. Like, just... volume. <laughs> I was in the hospital and, you know, like, I, I don't know, when you first admit it and stuff, they don't want you to, like, get up and go to the bathroom and stuff, depending on your injury. And uh, I had to pee into some sort of container. And, um, you know, before that, I'm telling them, like, you know, I, I have to pee. Like, you know, how are we going to manage this? It's time for me to pee. And uh, they get me some sort of container in which to do it. And uh, I just kept going and going and going and going. And I, I, like, I, like I got like a second container and I, I didn't fill the second one, but I made it to the second one. And the nurse was like, <laughs> and then that was it. She took him off. But I definitely impressed her with the volume of my piss. <laughs> with your volume. Yeah. You yeah. impressed her. This is, this is not. She, look, this is a professional piss collector, apparently. And, and when she saw what I could do. Uh, she realized that I wasn't just a normal guy. There you have yeah. it. Ooh, this guy. Look at that <laughs> flatter. Ooh. Yes. 
He could really ruin your hair if you wanted to. We're nearly 200 episodes into Painkiller already. And excusing the Joe Lozon Water Challenge month, how many times have you seen Captain Ironbladder get up and leave the show? Probably like five. Both times. Yeah. Not, not, it's not, not too much. often. This Never. month more because of the damn Joe Lozon Challenge. But, but outside of that, uh, not much. Not much. What are we going to do for episode 200? <sighs> I, th- I was thinking maybe get some strippers over here. That'd be fun. Don't tell me. I want it to be a surprise. Like, instead of a shark, we should just have naked women dancing. Yeah, I can, I can make that happen. I can Actually, they shouldn't be naked because it needs to be YouTube friendly. But they could just be Well, bikini. you know, bikini. Like, yeah. maybe, like, yeah, like bikini maybe. And, and uh, maybe some pyrotechnics and, and some smoke. Maybe a fog machine. Desk pops. I, I don't know if I can arrange the desk pops. I, I just it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. But I already asked for the permission. I didn't get it. <laughs> I need to fire my gun out my window for the show. <laughs> I will. Yeah, there you go. Murder can pull a desk pop. He's out in the middle of nowhere, probably. I am not shooting a gun. Are and you? Pop. No you way. know what? Describe where you're living, aside from floral shit all over the walls. Are you in an apartment? A house? I'm in an apartment. There's no floral shit back there. That's, that's not what I'm seeing? Okay. It's, it's not high resolution for me. What, what are we looking at? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Still working on the new webcam. But uh, you got a Django and Chain poster. You got some Sunny. You got some Pulp Fiction. Little Archer. Got my big blues flag over there. So it's looking pretty cute. Now, okay. homey. Yeah, there's not really a feminine touch going on there. Like... No, I, 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 it's strictly forbidden in my home. I, I'm, a, I'm a 50s man, and that's how it's going to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, your, your girlfriend moved out there with you? Mm-hmm. Does she have yeah, their job like... yet? Uh, yeah, just oh. a you know, regular part-time. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, have, you uh... seen, uh, have you seen anything about The Hateful Eight, the movie that uh, Tarantino is making next year? I've only seen oh, I have. that it's a cowboy movie, and I saw like the poster for it. If I remember right, it was like a, a bunch coach? of horses pulling a stagecoach with blood behind it. Yeah. Do you know more than that? That's about it. I know the cast. It's really good. I um, have been looking. I, we were talking about this the other day, and here's my thing with movies. I like the hero movies, and I should say superhero movies. I dig them. When Captain, or I'm sorry, when the Avengers comes out, I like it. And a couple other ones like Captain America, Batman. I think in the is it Chris Nolan that made the Batman movies lately? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He did an exceptional job at it, and, I, and he's gone now. But I, I think he did a really great job. He's right. He's not doing it anymore, right? No, he's doing Interstellar, which is going to be big. But the new Batman Superman movie is looking pretty good too. Uh, I'm worried. I never it's even not saw Chris Superman. Um, it was good. Anyway, wasn't um, great. I like superhero movies, but I'm kind of wrapped up with them. I think they should only be doing great superhero movies and not just like every random one. As much as I like the new Chris Pratt thing, I'm excited Ant-Man to see. Ant Man is going to be great. No, Maybe probably not. I, I, I don't who would know. Would be your next person, Woody? Like, who's your like next three that they need to do that they haven't done yet? That or they haven't done well. To my point, you know, like I, I am looking. Chris Pratt could be in anything, and, and I'd be excited about it. But I would like to see them shift away. Like, instead of finding new superheroes that, like, no one's heard. I don't think Black Widow needs her own movie. I don't think no. Hawkeye, is that the guy's name? Um, yeah. Needs that guy's his own a fruit. <laughs> I, I'm just, like, I don't want to take every minor league guy and, and make, uh, Deadpool's having a movie. I know how popular he is online, but 
you know, to the more mainstream guys like me, I don't really know his character too well. I would rather see, here's what I want. I want some Westerns. That, that's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see Westerns become an awesome thing. They're a better movie genre than you might guess. Westerns haven't been big, but Django was fucking awesome. I want to see some shootouts. I want little kids to start dreaming of being cowboys. I, I want I want them to be like, Mom, will you rustle up some grub? And, and you know, like, you know, go that way. I, I, I want people to be, you know, fixing to do a thing as they emulate their cowboy superheroes. Let's get some... You know, I would like to see some... Le- Everyone does like Wyatt Earp and Jesse James and stuff like that. Grab some people you don't know. I don't know, Bill Hickok or something and, and expand on his life and, and do some Westerns or people that I've never heard of before like they did in Django. I'm sure that was just you made up. But... Um, I, Candyland? I want sci-fi and Westerns to be a dominating movie genre. And uh, I'm ready uh, that would for be cool. superhero uh, movies to take a back seat compared to where they've been. Well, I don't Have you seen think they're going one? to... Deadwood. Yeah, Deadwood's good, but it, it ends poorly. They ran, they they canceled it at the end, and it ends really oh, shittily. I haven't oh, finished it. I just Deadwood, know there were the, some um, really really good episodes. The HBO yeah, one. Yeah, the yeah. first couple oh. seasons are wonderful, and then the third season, but, I think it is. It's just shit. the third season even is half wonderful. Like midway it, through the no, third yeah, season. That's, uh, it, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's great. It's the end. It's the last episode. Or it's two. like build up, build up, build up, build up, and nothing. Yeah, and and I was so just, just like. Yeah. It just, it got, it didn't get renewed, and they didn't really wrap it up, and it, it um, I, I won't ruin it, I don't think, but it's like they found out two episodes to go that they weren't getting renewed, and they just tried to, like, put a bow on it, and, and when I saw it end, I was like, you know, I can't wait Ooh. for next season, and it, so for me, I didn't watch it when it was live, I, was uh. like, I can't wait for next season, and then I realized, like, whoa, this whole thing's, like, seven years old, there's no next season it ends. So Deadwood's, I guess, worth your time. It's amazing, until it's not. Yeah, it's it's it's. I don't know if I recommend it or not because it's so good, and then it's 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 a real it's a real bitch when you get to the end and you see how it ends. And they just, you know, like I said, it's it's a situation where they just build up and build up for this big moment, and then it just fizzles out, and the and the show's over. Man, what a bummer! I'm only through season one. Well, yeah. you got another good season to go. And then yeah. most of another, the third season is yeah. pretty damn good too. Halfway through, uh, yeah. The third season's a whole different storyline where good characters are bad and bad characters are good to a certain extent. So first two seasons are definitely worth watching. Have you guys made any headway on deciding to read Game of Thrones yet? It's only a matter of time till it'll suck you in. Read I know. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Cool. So mm. you're a book reader. Yeah. Are you snobby and superior because you're a book reader? No. No, I'm, there's some. There's a lot of stuff that's way better done in the show that's just too convoluted and just long drawn out in the book. But for the most part, I mean, obviously the book's going to be better since you got so much more space and time. That's the th- those books are a thousand pages long. Yeah, they're giant tomes, all of them. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I'm interested in doing that. Um, I've considered it. It's just a lot books. of effort, you know. I, I just don't think I want to. Uh, I might at some point, but it's. Yeah, it's just not my day-to-day thing. Like, right now, i got a lot of shit going on, and, like, I'm excited about these trips that we're about to take on the PKA thing, and I've got some other stuff cooking in my... Uh, and and reading those books isn't, isn't in my... In my I'm excited about thing. the PKA trip, too. I know we mentioned it before, but I... Like, I don't know. What I like in a trip is I should leave, like, at least slightly emotionally richer. And... The, yeah, you get a story. The, the whitewater rafting thing is going to be a story that we take with us. You know, that time Kyle died. The the zip line thing <laughs> will be an awesome experience. And then the shooting thing should be the cool. The time she and, is stud-eye. And then all of it should be Ch- nice. 
She is uh, having to go on a, a, like a breakneck diet. To, he stopped uh, to, eating. He's yeah, like he a stopped liquid eating. only diet. He's he's like whatever, smoothieing vegetables and surviving all yeah. that. Is he that safe so, for you? It, it, it we don't no. care because we're men. Yeah. Um, he's losing. <laughs> yeah, he has to lose as much. I think he has to lose twenty pounds. And but I'm sure I'm sure he's trying to aim for better than that because I'm sure he'd like to be able to be like. Oh, by the way, wings like like I just dropped forty pounds in like twenty days just for the fun of it. And, I, and, and he pro, and he and he can if he keeps going like he is like he's gonna he's losing like a couple pounds a day. Yeah, he's 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 losing a massive amount of weight and um, good for him. Yeah, I he needs to be two fifty, so I think he needs to lose twenty pounds in the next mm-hmm. three weeks. Keep it up, cheers. Yeah, go get some. Go get some. Yeah, and yeah. so the zipline is gonna be fun. I think. Um, I don't know what the video will be. I th- I think it'll be good actually. And I take it back because I- I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have some fun with that. And uh, but you have you never done it, have you, Woody? Like a long one? No, no, I've never done a zipline on this scale. That's pretty fun. And, and I've never been on one this high. The one I went on was high, but I- didn't she say 350 feet? Yeah, and 50 miles an hour. That's incredibly high. 350 feet is very very high. <laughs> yeah, that is way higher than you think. Yeah, the one I went on, I was 250 feet up, and I just remember being pretty scared as I was, and, and, and it was a little bit slower than this one, like 40 miles or 45 miles an hour, and it was much shorter too, maybe a quarter of the distance. So they've got a really, really big fucking zip line. The thing about awesome. the one I went on, the way it ends, you know, you kind of land in sort of another like treehouse type area where the zip ends, um, and that's usually at an upward angle from your zipping trajectory, and you've got to break yourself just right so that you know you don't go in too hot and kind of bounce off the wall, but you don't go in too slow and run out of juice before you get there, because in that case you have to turn around backwards and grab the cable and pull yourself to the next zip. <laughs> so like that's the nightmare scenario. We should definitely make that happen at some point on the video. <laughs> <for fun>. <laughs> hey, to lose like six more pounds <laughs> just <laughs> having to do that. Kyle, do you think yes. you'll have access to your father's truck for this? Do you think you can make that happen or no? Like I'd be happy Maybe. to. I'll, I'll, of course, I'll drive mine there. What do you want to do? One vehicle? Is that it? That would be ideal. Like if you bring your, I almost called it. Yeah, I'll your see, Camaro, I'll see if and I happen. bring my truck. We're really like taking two cars everywhere. Um, it'd be nice to have but, a four-person car. I'll see if I can make that happen. I. The truck. The um, I finally got diagnosed. What's wrong with my truck? It's the uh, it's either the transmission or the transfer case, which is exactly what I just put a new one in, uh, like right after, not too long after that Chicago trip. Huh. So it's it's blown out another uh, another part of the drivetrain, which is just lovely. It's not cheap. Uh, uh-uh, it's like two. It's like it was like eighteen hundred dollars last time, I think. Nice. Yeah. So I got I get another round of that. Yeah, I'll see if we can make that happen. <clears throat> Yeah, if you could make that happen, it would be really awesome. And yeah. I don't know. I, OnStar is incredible. I think he, he presses the OnStar button and then tar- starts talking to the rearview mirror. And he's like, hey, you know what? I feel like uh, breakfast. You know, like, like American food. What you got? What you got in the area? And like, Can I interest you in IHOP? Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe. What else? Is there like a diner? And uh, you just have this conversation with your mirror. And then she plugs in the routes to where you want to have breakfast in your GPS. And it works. Yeah, it's it's better than navigation. That's what I try to explain to people. Like I could, there was one time when I was in Atlanta and it was maybe 10:30, 11 p.m. and for some reason the movie theaters the movie theaters in South Carolina, I guess, maybe are, are open later and I that's where I used to go when I was younger. 
And so I'm used to being able to get into a movie at midnight, and there was there's like nothing open at, at midnight at the movie theaters. And I called OnStar, and I was like, "It's 11:30. We want to watch a movie. What do we do?" And he he was just like, "Give me a minute." And he like called like 18 movie theaters, found one that was like 13 minutes away, and we went and watched a movie. Dude, like those guys are cool. OnStar. I didn't makes know you could do that on Chevy. OnStar. I thought yeah. it was just like uh, I've been in an accident. Come help me. So you can just ask those people to do shit. It's having you, a concierge. Concierge or a valet or something like that, a little servant inside your car who will just That's do whatever you ask. I called awesome. one time. I was in Memphis one time and I asked the guy um, about a steak restaurant. And he's like, "Well, I'm actually not there. Let me transfer you to someone in the Memphis area." And he transferred me to another OnStar guy who was actually in Memphis and he was an old black guy. It sounded like. And I, I told him I wanted a steak and he's like, "You want cowboy and western or contemporary?" And I'm just like. Cowboy and Western. He's like, oh, <laughs> Big Jim is the place to be. Live music, big bands, and a big old steak. They got the 64 ounce. And I'm just like, fuck yeah, send me there right away. And he, just, and he made it happen. On That's <sighs> awesome. Now that you really, I had no idea. I have been spending an ins a stupid amount of time uh, looking at truck stuff. Like, I'd, I've become addicted to YouTube videos of trucks pulling shit up hills. Like, 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 this is the gauntlet. It's a pass in Colorado that goes from 8,000 to 12,000 feet in so many miles. And we're towing a boat or a trailer or a bunch of water or whatever it is they pull. And I just watch, like, Ford versus Chevy versus Dodges and Tundras and Titans pull things up mountains as if, that like, I should care about that. <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, oh, you know, how's the EcoBoost gonna do? Go 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 go! And, and you know, like I'm watching bullshit up mountains and sit there and decide on on which truck I want. But I think I need to strongly consider the OnStar advantage because it, it's like having a concierge in your truck, and it's awesome. I every time I like it, I'll be like like I remember Kyle and I were like next to each other in the parking lot, and you know he just rolls down the window, he talks to it, and it's like wow, his truck is. His truck has a concierge in it. Mine doesn't have that. Is OnStar only Chevy? Yeah. Well, Chevy, oh. Cadillac, GM. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. My uh, my Camaro has as well. I, I really do like it. It's it's one of my favorite things, and it, it doesn't seem to lose service ever. Like I've went, you know, when your phone doesn't work and, and all that stuff stops working, it just keeps going. Yeah. If your phone didn't work, I wonder if you could use OnStar to tell your wife something. Like yes. Can you I've call this before. number and tell them I'm running yeah. late? Totally. Yeah, they do anything. Oh no, it's got a phone. My, like my car has a phone number, um, and I don't have the credits in it anymore because I don't make a habit of using my car's phone. But like, you know, I press a button on the steering wheel and just say the number like three five four one two whatever, and call. And I, I, it has a feature where you can put in a phone book and be like call Amy and all that stuff. But so like, it has like a satellite phone built into your car. I think that, or I have. I guess. I guess that's how it works, right? I don't know. I, I think it's how it it's works. It's got to be satellite. There's no yeah. other way. I know I was in the mountains and my phone wouldn't work and it, I made a call and it was as clear as a bell. Like it was just, uh, I was pretty impressed by that. But that was not long That was not long after I bought it. I, I quickly wasted through those minutes. I think it gave me like half an hour of uh, credit or something. Maybe it's expensive. Maybe it was satellite. Hmm. So I have a new topic. Oh? I don't know how fun it is. But in Michigan, mm. there is a jail slash prison, whatever, and they're going back to the like 1920s style black and white striped uniforms. And their reasoning I is that the orange prison uniforms that people normally wear have become too cool. Too cool. I agree. Too cool. Like in gang culture, 
that that is like a hip thing to be wearing the orange oh. jumpsuit i take it one step further i was in louisiana one time and i saw the old school striped thing like the pajama thing except instead of white and black it was um pink and white and it is super feminine super weak and uh and it's hilarious and I it's much more idea. keep making it worse they should have like you know the the cartoon pajamas people wear with the Some butt Hello flap. Kitty. The butt yeah. flap has like buttons. Yeah, make them into like Clifford the dog or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they should have the little butt flap buttons that fold down so they can go potty without removing their pink and white jumpsuit. Or you get different cartoons based onesie. on your crimes. The the feet <laughs> that go with the onesie pajamas, like the footy pajamas, they should have footy pajamas built into it. I bet that blonde yeah. kid's wearing some footy pajamas right about now. <laughs> oh, I bet he wish he had some footy pajamas on right footy about pajamas, now. Footy pajamas, and uh, I'm picturing like a, um, what a baby suck on. Uh, a pacifier. Uh, yes, nipples. Right? Mm, a little pacifier terrible. in his mouth, and he's fulfilling some some con's oh, fantasy. That's awful. Yeah, so I think that's totally fine. They're changing the uniforms. Just make it, make it theme-based. By your crime, you get assigned a cartoon. Pedophile, Rugrats. Uh, <laughs> you're a bank robber. Uh, Pinky in the brains. Yeah, Pinky in the brain. That's good too. Uh, that's if you're a white collar criminal. Ooh, <laughs> um, nice. Let me think. What else? What if you're like a stabber? What if you stab people? Yeah, armed robbery. Armed robbery. Uh, Yosemite that Sam. Would be, um, Maybe Fat Albert, because I think there was a troublemaker on that show who stole things. Pepe Le Pew for rape. Pepe Le Pew for rape. That's where I was headed. Oh, that's a good one. That yeah, is a good one. Thanks. Um, uh, who's another good cartoon? An innocent cartoon that can be macabre when paired with <laughs> the right crime. Um, I think you should oh, drug offense. We need a drug offense. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of... Uh... Yeah, I guess if you had a marijuana violator, maybe get Shaggy in there. Get some oh, Scooby yes. Out. Well done. Shaggy. A little Shaggy Scooby action. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, what other hard. crimes are there? That's what I'm sure. Yeah, I think with. we should go with the crimes. Like, we got rape. We got armed robbery and kind of shooting we crimes. We have bank and... robbery. We have white collar, cla- white collar crimes. We have... Um, like oh, if you're an illegal alien, you get a Dora the Explorer set of pajamas. <laughs> oh, uh, I like that. <laughs> INS. INS, get your Dora the Explorers on. Yeah, INS, you get your, your... Put your Doras on. That's what they're called. Yeah, get your Dora on. Yeah, get your uh, Doras on. Uh, I went to my gun store today. Oh, yeah? You're looking at scopes? Um, I, I was talking about ammo and stuff, and... Um, I. Uh, this it's gonna come back to bite me if I talk too much shit about this guy. <laughs> but there's a guy there who, who always wears like a vest and khakis and like like he's like ready to go to war, and um, he's really like firm in his beliefs. And, and you have to hear him talk and like see his mannerisms to know. It's like there is no doubting everything he thinks. And we're talking about gun manufacturers moving from like someone just moved from Colorado to Wyoming I guess they they border each other and and Colorado wasn't really pro-gun and they were making it difficult for them to do business there so they picked up and left and um but then there's other stuff like um uh he's like oh they looked at Texas but they weren't having that instability and I'm like huh 
108,000 illegal aliens come to jail, been released so far. That's where it's going to happen. Texas and Arizona, they move up from the south, America collapses. Right? He's always got a thing where America collapses. <laughs> America collapses. Like he's got he's always got a setup followed by America collapses. Yeah, yeah. Pre- previously, it was oh, people have heard this before. Obama Back gets in the army. America collapses. <laughs> yeah, faggots the army. Um, America or Obama gets elected, right? Tries to take your guns. People fight back. Anarchy. Yeah. That's when the fucking serious people take yeah. over. How can you tell if you're serious? If you're defending your gas station that you've, you know, sequestered or taken over and uh, you have to shoot a baby in the head to get that parent to do what you want him to do. If you can do that, you're a serious person. (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of person I want on my side. Yeah, exactly. I don't want that guy on the other team. The unspoken implication is he's a serious person. Like, (laughs) like, like he's talking to me. Like, by the way, I'm totally down in that scenario to shoot the baby. He's looking at me. Wasn't implied properly. I don't even need flops and Woody's gamer shorts. Just like, like, not a serious person, right? Like, like you're totally being like, look at this liberal shit. You should fuck with it, man. You should have been like, wouldn't be the first time for me. (laughs) and 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 he's talking about how arizona and texas are on the verge of collapse right now because mexicans are moving up from the south and all true and and taking over he he always has like a survival scenario where things are about to go down i was looking at um at reviews of him online (laughs) reviews of his store yeah no just of him as a person (laughs) if you go to um, that's why it makes sense oh hold on is it uh, hold on, I'm I'm on Yelp.com and I want to do another one, and read. Matt. You know, and, and I've met a lot of guys that that feel that same way. And and my thing is this: there's kind of two brands of them. There's one guy, there's one brand of them that really enjoys prepping and um, you know stockpiling ammunition, sort of things like that. Because it is a fun hobby. I, I enjoy doing it to a certain extent myself. It's it's fun to like have enough stuff to be prepared for some obscene, silly scenario that you you know isn't going to happen. But you're just like, you know what. Fuck that. That crazy thing that they make movies about because it's so crazy. I can handle that. Um, here. And then, this is the, the crazies of this gun like shop. This the bald guy in the khaki vest is a total douche. The place is tiny and the gun selection is poor. Total waste of time. <laughs> Another guy. Don't do it. Seriously. Unless you're a hardcore masochist, don't do it. <laughs> here i'm surprised re- you guys didn't talk to anthony about guns more here check out this review of my local gun shop <laughs> the bald fatty behind the counter is enough to make you not want to own a gun rude obnoxious and an ego bigger than a 20 year old stripper i would buy my guns at walmart rather than from i won't say the name of the place the guy is a complete jackass who could care less if you're about to spend 400 dollars. clearly he's either poorly paid or needs some extensive training in customer service um Here's another one. I'm glad it wasn't just me. The bald dude that runs the door just stands there and stares at you the whole time. You're there. <laughs> he acts like you're wasting his time. The prices are high. Um, let's see. This guy says the bald guy's wrong. I, I could go forever and, and read these reviews. Uh, one what of the rudest and curt group of people in a store I've ever met. Not only are they difficult, but they had a bad inventory. The man behind the counter is quite opinionated and pretty much a jerk. I did find a good deal there and made a purchase. Had to just hold my breath and deal with it. Not a pleasant shopping experience. 
In all caps, do not go to this store. The employees are rude and acted like they were gods of guns. I'll stop here, but like the bald guy in the khaki thing. It's the worst gun shop. It's full of rude. Right, the worst gun shop in the state. Rude and full of shit. Just a bunch of know-it-alls. Um, yeah, they're. Uh... That's a real thing at gun stores, though. As like usually, there's at least one cool person there to help you out and be nice with questions. But there is always at least one or two people working there who are complete know-it-all, elitist gun snob douchebags. Who, if you ask one question that they deem to be like a noob question or something, like, "Hey, what's like the huge difference between a 40 and a 9 mil or something like just anything," they're just gonna look at you like you're completely retarded. You know, it just turns people off to the hobby. Yes. Yeah. And and. Yeah, quite. He used to treat me worse than he does lately. I guess maybe because he's been looking at me for years, and I've bought some stuff there. Now we kind of get along until he watches this, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I've ruined it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I every time I go in, it's kind of an adventure, and I'm always careful not to say like the, the wrong, wrong thing. thing. You know, like it's like I'll, the soup Nazi. <laughs> you have to yeah. walk in carefully, select your you weapon. Need a, you need a new gun store. Yeah. <laughs> you need to find one. a friendly guy. Imagine... Yes, just start one up. Use Patreon secretly for it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, guys, I funded a gun shop. Uh, it's doing pretty well now. I don't need this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Merkel, you're want... fired. The money's mine. <laughs> I Ultimate go, um... troll. Start a new career. <laughs> Move. I'd, Nobody knows I'd like where to go, you are. I'd like to go prairie dog hunting and, uh, and maybe record some of that uh, someday. And do they do that in your state, Marka? Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah, I've done that. You've done You've that. You've done that. Yeah. What you caliber just, did you use? Just twenty-two. Oh, uh, was it two? Just, so, so what they we're describing? Explode on from a twenty-two, like they explode. Anything I, more is just kind of. And I mean, you're shooting like dozens of them, so you don't want to have really expensive rounds unless you're. I see Kyle. people using three oh eights. I saw a guy yeah, use we, a fifty cal. Yeah, that that vaporizes we want to shoot them. It, we want to shoot at long range, though. We would like to like, like, what I would like to do, and what I've seen in videos, is I'd like to drive a truck out into a field, get out, set up a, a, a table, sit at the table with my long range rifle and a range finder and a spotting scope and a camera, and, you know, Woody or whoever else is there would have, like, the same setup, and we spot and shoot uh, groundhogs at anywhere between 100 and, you know, maybe 700 and yards. For people Super that don't slow know, HD. this is a thing that people do. They go out and they go to, like, the like open fields. And apparently these groundhogs and prairie dogs and things like that, they dig holes. And then horses or cows will step in these holes, break their legs, and have to be put down. They're considered, like, a, a vermin that, you know, if you can kill a prairie dog, then you're doing the landowner a favor. So you go out there with your high-powered rifle and your accurate scope, and you just vaporize prairie dogs. If you use a high enough caliber, they turn into mist. Yeah, yeah. You, pretty anything high-velocity that's like a varmint around, uh, it, you know, a two twenty three will do the job. Um, oh, yeah, two two three turns into nothing. It, when those rounds hit them, they, they really just explode, and, like, limbs go flying. Like, they turn into, like, quarters of themselves. Like So, like, an, a shoulder will go this way, and a shoulder that way, and a thigh this way, and a thigh that way, and the head this way. And it's with, pretty gruesome, but with the 50 cal, it's great fun, I'm but sure. Based, based on what I've seen, you know, like a Barrett or something, based on what I've seen on the uh, YouTube videos, it <laughs> the bullet hits them, and it's like someone took a red bottle of Windex. It's just like, <laughs> the, the yeah. mist spreads, and there's just, no animal left behind. If you want to shoot a prairie dog with a 50 cal, I can make that happen. 
they're also cannibalistic, if you didn't know that. So yeah, in yeah, like, the yeah. heat of summer, if you kill one, it's out in the middle. The rest are like, all right, well, Tony's dead, and we got no food down here. So they run up, try and eat him real quick. They get shot. Then there's three dead there. Five more, think. Feast. And it's just a big, big circle. Yeah. If I ever did that, I would definitely take um, I would definitely take a 50 cal. I wouldn't want to be, be doing it a lot, but I'd want to do it once or twice, right? I need to. The shits and giggles. Oh, definitely. You got to get one good footage of it. Cal was like, if I ever did that, I'd take, and my head immediately went to, well, a high-speed camera, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Well, you've got a high-speed camera. Your camera I do, works. and I think it would be it would do the job for this. If people don't know, like, it, my, my high-speed camera is really good for, like, human time, right? There's kind of thing, like, things that happen in chemical time, like an explosion. Like, it, it can't capture the explosion going. It can't capture very well a bullet traveling through the air that's too fast. But what it can capture is, say, like the watermelon that blew up flying through the air. Like, it, it, that doesn't move as quickly as the explosion itself or the fireball. It, it can capture, well, human stuff really well. Like, if you, for, I don't know, took a glass filled with sand and then hit it with a baseball bat, that's so slow the camera would do really well. It just can't really do bullets flying in midair. How many, wh- how many frames can it do and, and maintain 720p? 720? Um yeah. I don't know, probably like 480 frames per yeah, that, second. I know it does with, 240 with that, at 1080. you can get pistol bullets in the air. It does 240 at 1080, and I think it does... Oh, I know. I think it does double that, and it does 1080i. You know, like interlaced instead of interlaced. progressive. So um, I think it'll do... What would that be? 480 at 1080i, which is an option, too. So yeah, you uh, can see... Um, it'd be a little bit grainier, but you could see pistol bullets at... With, with that, and you would really be able to see groundhogs explode nicely. You should do it like progressively through different calibers. Like, just start with like a pellet gun, then yeah, get totally. to like a 17, then a 22. Just keep going up till you get to the the big shit. I've got I've got, got a really powerful pellet gun. I've got a 22. I've got a 17. Uh, I got a 222, a 22, 50, 223s, 5.56. Um, I wonder how know. expensive it is to travel with rifles. What do you mean? Like I, if I were to go, for example, to where Merca lives, I would need to fly. Oh, um, it's maybe just a piece of luggage. I you can do it either. You can do it either way, but it's just a piece of luggage. You know, you just go through like uh, normal. I saw some it's guy not, who flew, and it was much not, worse not, than not, regular not like luggage. Normal. It was like almost as much as the gun. Mm, no, 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 no. It's it's no, no it's, it's, it's just it's just another piece of luggage. And if you're flying first class, and the luggage is free anyway. Um, Are you when, sure? Whenever I. Yeah, because huh. when I yeah you, it I just goes it, through a different because I've had to do it. it. I I know another guy who travels with um, photography equipment, and what he does is he puts a um, an airsoft gun in there, or maybe it's a paintball gun. One of them is it means paintball. That's cons- it has to be treated like a regular gun. So because of that, his photography equipment like it gets all taped up and like you know they don't possibly well, lose it because no airline wants to lose a rifle. So he he just puts a rifle in with his with his gear. And they take yeah, extra Ryan. care of it. Put That's the, awesome. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he'll, he'll put in a... Um, Richard Ryan will do that. He'll put in like a little twenty two pistol or something because they have to treat each... Oh. And he's got really expensive cameras. He's it's got, actually um, another guy. The guy I was talking about I, it was online that I knew of. It wasn't oh, Richard okay. Ryan. Yeah, so I guess it's not that uncommon of practice. Put in guns yeah. with your expensive electronics. Yeah, but you just go to a different section. You tell them that you're flying with a gun um, and you give it to them and you leave it there and that's it. You, you go back and pick it up there uh, at the next airport at a similar station, and it's got a tag in it and everything. And it's that it's been inspected. They open it up and look at it, and 
especially with a long gun, it wouldn't draw. It, it would be super easy. Like it, it's annoying if you're flying with something scary. But if you're flying with a long gun, it wouldn't be a big deal at all. Long but guns include ship like it as well. ARs and AKs and stuff. They wouldn't mind. No, uh, not an AR or an AK. But if you've got something really scary, then it, then they'll stop and want to look at it. But that's their job. They know what they're doing. You can fly What's with really scary. So, the, one of the questions, huh? What's really uh, like scary? A belt, fed, belt fed machine gun and a case full of silencers. Oh, okay. Um, but <laughs> if you're, um, I was thinking on the the hog hunting trip. Um, if we fly there, then we'll have to fly with all those guns, and that is a hassle because I want to fly. I want to bring a bunch of guns, and we want a car when we get there, so we'd have to rent a car. That I just want or one we... gun. But just one punches. gun for the hog. I don't know. How to... I'm having a hard time oh. deciding because because here's one thing I had considered: bring a semi-automatic shotgun, like a high-capacity semi-automatic shotgun, because I think we're going to be in like within shotgun, like buckshot range the whole time. And with buckshot and like a red dot scope, you could be really fast on these. It could be like pow, 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 and like hit them all accurately and like take out. I, I saw a video of someone doing it, and I was like, yeah, I can do that. That's easy. Like once you've got a shotgun and a red dot, like you're a killing machine. Hmm. And I was thinking about maybe taking something like an M1014 or like a uh, uh, like a. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't take that either. We have any more topics lined up, or are we? Looks um, like we're winding down. <laughs> seeing right, Woody right, yawning. Right. We're talking about hog murder here, Taylor. This is very important stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> hog murder. Taylor, what about you? Are people jealous of? Um, I'm gonna try and not pawn this off as a joke. I want to think about this. Okay. Hmm. Kyle, do you have something off the top of your head to jump in real quick? Um. Some people are jealous, I think, of just me in general. Like, like people that maybe I know, like, you know, I grew up with or maybe knew, know in real life or just sort of general, jealous of who I am or, you know, me in general. Just jealous that I, I envy am how you're treated. Like, I, I envy that you can do no wrong. Uh, they did, heck, the Worms thing, right? We just did a Worms Let's Play. I won two games. Chiz won two games. Every comment about how much I suck. Well, <laughs> Kyle it was, won it was zero very games. Clear. It was very clear that Kyle was just getting um, kind of screwed over by the game. And that, you know, there was that other incident where, like, I don't think any of us were aware that wind was a factor in that game until after after that session. But, but the wind just blew me away. The wind blew you away, so you had a death there. If that had happened to me, they would have all commented about how bad I am at parachuting. But it happened to well, you. Well, you are bad at parachuting. It's just the well, wind when I do it. Every parachuting I did was perfect. I parachuted uh, like four times in that game, and there was never a I problem. I used the jetpack every time it was perfect. Now, I used the jetpack not have enough time to um, to like use the baseball bat, and it's, what are you so terrible? You and Chiz were literally killing yourselves. No one thinks you're bad, right? I will say this. I just beat Chiz three out of four times earlier yes, tonight. Yes, you did. Just really and, spanked him. And I have been playing single player and stepping up my game. The next time we play, it will be a higher level, I think, it on It will be. I'm behalf. sharpening my skills. Uh, I'm sharpening I, my I, skills, too. We'll see how it goes. But but if there's something I'm envious of, it's that you everybody loves you no matter what you do. Whereas... Everybody hates me. <laughs> yeah. If I had to lay my finger on why it is, because there does seem to be a lot of support from people, seem to like um, 
to like me, and 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 most scenarios they usually seem to agree with me on stuff, and you know they'll cut me some slack a lot of the times too. I, I I'm not really sure why. Um, I, I, I mean, really don't know. Like a couple things you got a really chill attitude, right? It almost seems like a waste of time to say something negative toward you because. Uh, it's like, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna roll right off. It's gonna roll it, it right really, off. It really, it really does, though. It, it really does kind of roll right off most of the time. Like it's, it's, it takes something really serious to like bug me and get under my skin. It most rolls of the off time. me most of the time. But I've had like five thousand people tell me how much I suck in the last couple of days. And <laughs> if you've never had that, then you like you don't know what it's like. And it's like really, god damn. You know, I did tie for first. Can we lighten the fuck up on how much I suck? You know? <laughs> or, or spread it around or something, you know? So so that's that's a thing about Kyle that I think is really nice. Like, you know, he just... No one yeah. ever fusses. I enjoy it. I appreciate it. Um, it's nice to have a little... Somebody cut you a little slack every now and then. Yeah. It's such a cold, people like work yeah. ethic. I think that's something that people... I don't jealous of, but admire. Like, a, they like... They, they see that pretty much when I do something, I, I do it pretty... Uh, Pretty hard. I do things hmm. hard. Yeah, I do things hard. I do things People all the hard way. in the paint. You know, like if it's he gives one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, I give one hundred and ten percent at the thing I'm working on, and uh, you know that's that's something that people like. There's a lot of people who maybe aren't self motivated, who say, "Yeah, that's a thing I like about Woody." What do you got, yeah. Murka? Um, ugh, this feels like douchey and like humble braggy almost, mm. but. Uh, I am I'm pretty quick witted. I, I can think of shit to say off the top of my head pretty well, and I would think example? that's what. Uh, oh fuck! Um, that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, Gun oh, to your head. First joke oh, comes to mind. Oh, I'm ruining it. <laughs> but <laughs> but I mean just that like that. I, that's the one thing I guess that helped my channel survive, uh, despite the fact that my content was unabashed horribleness. Just not good. Like the act, not the content, the videos, the actual videos. I would use the same gameplay, just so many times Dude, over and over. You'd get just to like to... by the end of it, you'd make it to level six in zombies, and then use that footage three times. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was awful. All I did was just use it as a what? platform to talk. Then, and people kept watching just because I guess they like listening to me talk more than they dislike watching the same game as zombies four times. <laughs> what, ga what, what gaming consoles do you have available to you now? Do you have any there? Yeah, I've got uh, 360, PS3, and PS4. And I don't have a one yet. What do you have okay. for gaming PC? Oh, I don't have a PC right now. Uh, is this a uh, Mac you're looking at? No. This, this is uh, someone else's laptop. I had to use it because when I was switching the computers before the show. But I've just got a tablet right now. This... Windows Surface 2. If you're if you're in the market thinking about buying a tablet, just throw a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars right out your window instead of buying this. <laughs> just complete and utter garbage, garbage. The, the the touchpad doesn't work. Trying to stream anything is a goddamn nightmare. Uh, it doesn't. I tried to use it for the podcast. Doesn't support Google Hangouts because I mean, why would it? It. Uh, None of the apps, like it tries to do that goofy bullshit thing where instead of just having YouTube that you can click on, it has like a YouTube app that sucks and doesn't work right and doesn't have the same interface. It's just, uh, it's horrible. And if I see Bill Gates, I'm going to throat punch him. <laughs> this is this is a faggy thing to do to someone. <laughs> All right. So I think you need a PC. Yeah, yeah. I do. I think Any that, recommendations? Um, well, dude, get a Dell. 
Um, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna get a netbook, <laughs> a Chromebook. Um, I'll get a MacBook Air. I, I have a MacBook about... Air. Do you really? I, think, <laughs> I, re I have a lot of choices around here, but um, I really like it. I think the MacBook I have a Air question. is pretty cool. Go on. Um, I've been so so. You've mentioned several times that this is the year to to build a new gaming PC. Coming soon, yeah. How much money is required? To do a great job, but not a, not overkill it. If, if we're building a PC that you would rate as like a, 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 a let's say a seven and a half out of ten, how much is that going to cost? So, what graphics card do you have in your current PC? It's two five seventies, right? Oh, so it will be time to upgrade this fall. Yes. <laughs> um. I thought you had a 680 or, or newer, and I was no. going to be like, you can just use that again. No, this thing's three, and it's it's four, maybe five years old. I don't know what any of these things mean. Oh, God. If I were to just throw out numbers, um, here, I'm going to use a calculator on, on the stream so people can see it. No, they can be rough numbers. I'm just wondering, are we yeah, talking yeah, about 2,000, 4,000, 6,000? Like, like... Let me add it up. So I'm going to say that you want to spend... <laughs> 650 on a graphics card and then add to that 500 on a CPU and then add to that 150 on a power supply um my old power supply is going to be junk I'm not going to be able to like salvage it it's I, 850 that I mean that should do I mean, maybe okay so we'll just take that 150 and allocate it to RAM and then um yeah, I was thinking we could cannibalize this old one, you know, yeah, with the yeah. case and everything. And then um, a hard drive. I'm going to say 200 on a hard drive. That might be high. You might have room to to move there. But you want, like, a nice SSD, good-sized hard drive. And then the motherboard, um, maybe 150 for the motherboard. Um, and then we could cannibalize your current case, I assume. Uh I must be leaving stuff out, like a CPU cooler, seventy bucks. So I've got seventeen twenty that I've thought of. Two grand will get you a gaming PC. Hmm. Ballpark. If you're dumb, you can spend a lot more. I know I did. Um, but yeah, that that should get you in business. Two grandish. I think I'll make it three and make it fancy. That would do. I'm gonna start doing some thinking about this. Gonna, yeah, I, I, there's still a lot of waiting, right, for some new for products to come out. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's a fall thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Perfect. I so want it. it should be cool, right? Coming out in particular, the new CPUs and GPUs are both gonna be releasing like, you know, August, September. And yeah, because I want to do Skyrim, um, but I want to mod the fuck out of it, and I can only run it with like. I can run it with like a quarter of the mods that I'd like to be able to run it with, and I want to run it with lots and lots and lots. And you know and I, what? I, I don't know what your budget is, but if you were to get like a pair of 1440p monitors or a trio, that I have, a, mm -hmm. I have three, it would change your computing experience. It would be amazing. Now with three, yeah. it takes a lot of desk space, so that's a big deal. That would be a fucking command center. I'll consider that. I, I'll consider that. that it's awesome. It's like a five thousand dollar setup at that point, though, right? No, no, no. The, uh, three more monitors is going to cost like seven hundred. Three okay. monitors. I'm going to call them like um, two hundred a piece, and then uh, 
I might have underestimated that. Two fifty yeah, a I'm piece getting... is seven fifty, so and then the stand is another one fifty. So uh, yeah, I'm talking about four thousand dollars setup. Yeah. Yeah, and, four and grand, that's, and, and that's if I don't upgrade, you know, a keyboard and mouse, and and do something fancy with the table and the the mounting or anything. All right, but it'd that's be awesome. Hardcore. Yeah, it's it pretty hardcore, awesome. but that's that's where you get. And yeah. uh, and again, it should. I think you can go three years, and then you'd have to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I think that's the show. I was thinking that too. I think it might be about yeah. time. I I don't know how my. Oh wait, wait. I think OBS tells you how deep into the show we are. Yeah, we're, we're, it's, it's actually 2 a.m. here. It's later than it usually is because we um, we pushed a little bit later to to accommodate everybody and make sure that we got in here and got to get the best show we could make done, and uh, and also yes. get it to you guys early for the Patreon. So it's gonna be perfect. Yes. I thought this was a really good show. I, I really enjoyed awesome. uh, Anthony. Uh, I had a great time with him, and uh, I thought we had some funny bits after that too. I think we had a good that time was that. yeah, a lot of funny shit happening. With Anthony, and that was just—I can't believe it. That was so cool because I'm—I know you guys don't watch him or listen to him that much, but I—I love their stuff. Hilarious, like that was sweet to get to do that with them. I, I guess I'll look up some YouTube videos because you know obviously I can't go listen I'll, to that. I'll link you to a couple. Yeah, do that. I'd like some 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 good stuff. I'll check them out because a lot of times when I'm especially lately when I'm working, I'll play like Howard Stern because there's these hour-long like YouTube videos of like best ofs, prank calls, and like. Uh, particularly good segments and interviews, and that stuff's great to listen to in the background when I'm like, hell, if I'm playing Civ or if I'm writing emails or whatever I'm doing. So if you enjoyed the show and you'd like to hang out with us on Painkiller nearly or get the show early if you're a Patreon donator or any of those cool things, check out links in the description. I'll try and get an annotation on the side. And, uh, um, you know, maybe it's your cup of tea. Or at the very yeah, least... Yeah, we did the Google Hangout the other day. That was fun. Yes, yeah, we did the Google Hangout. You want to talk pretty... about that a little bit? It's... Go ahead. Oh, it, we're so, like right, seven right. minutes shy of four hours. Be nice. Oh, I'm just perfect. Quick, before we do that, I just showed a picture of Baby Lozon. He's adorable. He beat cancer. He's a kick-ass kid. And this is the baby gift I got him, the gi. He's a white belt. Yeah, that's awesome. That's <laughs> so, really cool. I, I've been waiting to share that for like a couple weeks now. I just thought I'd throw it in there. But go ahead. Um, yeah, so we did the Google Hangout, and that's, I think they pay $50, and um, they get to hang out with us for an hour in like a setup like we're in right now. But we did exactly like. But we did. We actually did two hours because you know a couple guys were late to join or whatever. But we spent the full two hours with one individual named Ahmed. Yes. And where was he from? The Sultan of Omar. Yeah, I think you're pronouncing it wrong. He corrected you a couple times, which I thought was hilarious. But it's totally but spelled Sultan of Omar. <laughs> sure is. Um, um, but um, but he was great. I really enjoyed hanging out with him. He was. He was at one point. He was like. All right, now I'm going to get my brother. You're going to talk to him. And I was like, all right, sure. His brother sits down. His brother's name, Jihad. <laughs> his brother's <laughs> name was Jihad. And he sat down, and the first thing he wanted to do is clear up his name. He would be like, I just want you guys to know what the deal with his name is and like explain that away. And then they sort of like double teamed us as sort of like a um, cultural representative of the Sultan of Amman, I guess. They were really trying to sell that country hard to us. It, even going so far as suggesting that we go there on the PK Adventures, it was Dude, fun hanging out with that When cat. So briefly tonight, someone was a $10,000 PKA donor. It looks like it's not going to stick. But yeah, it, it's not. You know, it, it, 
yeah, it looks like it didn't. But I was like, ten grand. It's totally that dude with the oil money from the Sultan of Omar <laughs> who's gonna make us do PKA on location in Omar. I was like, I, I was sure that was who it was gonna be. And he he kept talking about the beaches and the women, and I was just like, yeah, all the things to do there, and and like he he was he was really giving us the hard sell. To and come and out there. we had we had we had Kenny in there too, who was a fifteen year old guy from North Carolina. And uh, and he had like this two hundred and twenty five dollars uh, switchblade knife that he bought, um, um, a butterfly <laughs> knife that he had bought. And he had this a butterfly thing, knife. If you guys it don't was know, razor sharp. You like flip it open and go back and forth, and then you hold it, and then you do it again, and you close it, and it's like a fancy motion. And uh, he was doing it, but he wasn't very. No, no, good. no, no, no. no. Woody was like, show us some tricks. Show us what you got and press us. Do a thing. Right. So and this kid starts flipping it around and he cuts his flipping fucking it hand. Around and he's not that very he's not very good at it. And I'm like, alright, I want you to practice this throughout the entire stream. Thinking that an hour later, because I did this when I was a teenager and I got good with a butterfly knife, thinking that an hour later he'd be like, you know, good at it? <laughs> no. Like 10 he cut minutes himself, later, like 30 seconds he's later. Bleeding yeah. all over the place. Bleeding. Bleeding. <laughs> He's got like the band-aid on and, and a paper towel like covered with blood and he, he's just like cleaning things up and he cut himself bad with this incredibly sharp two hundred and fifty dollar yeah. butterfly and, knife. And, and then we had Trey <laughs> in there who who was a uh, who was a live streamer, was actually live streaming when he when he finally came in there. He came in a little late, but I think he got his hours worth out of us. And that was it. And yeah. so so that it was it was a really uh they, the those guys like, paid fifty dollars, and they they really got to hang out with us for like two two hours there. And I don't know if that's worth uh, the money. I'm, I'm I'm sure they all like couple two of them messaged me and were like, "That was totally worth yeah, it. That was a great dude, time." I got messages too from people who were like, "Ah, you know, they really felt like they got the value, and that it was exactly what they were hoping for." So happy customers. Yeah, yeah. You might think that sort of thing might be awkward. It's like, yeah, let's go, let me go sit in the call uh, with uh, with these guys for for an hour, but. We just talked about the stuff that we would talk about if they were guests on the show or yeah. something, or you know, we just first met someone and let it roll for an hour. It was pretty interesting. Cause, Honestly, um, like, how many times, Kyle, did me and you play zombies and just have some random fuck in there, and by the end, we we're all getting along? Like, it's not oh, yeah, hard. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah. Like, we're yeah, not going to be dick. We're social we're, we're people. Extra we're extra personable. We're on the internet. Extra personable. We're very sensitive to other people's needs, especially yeah. blacks. Oh man, that was <laughs> Anthony went off a couple of times with the with some crazy stuff. That whole thing about telling the bros to turn it sideways and that was, I man. like that one though. I'm bad, he was, but he's like, you know, what did he say? Oh, man. Hold your camera like this and your gun like this. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was that that was a really really good show. That was cool having the first real famous guest on. Yeah, he's playing it pretty loose. I, I enjoyed it. He had a we, beer in one hand and a Desert Eagle in the other. We have yeah. another <laughs> guest who's really well-known who's agreed to be on the show. He might be on episode 200. And, um, and you know, some more that we're, like, in negotiations with or, you know, they're, they're in the pipeline. And, uh, <laughs> you know... It, in the pipeline. In the pipeline. And, and I feel like uh, Painkiller already entering its next golden age. I think we yes. need to get Jeremy in here next week. Hmm... Now, okay, do you want to bring in Jeremy for an entire show? Or... No, no, of course not, no. So, so here's my thing. It's, it's been something that I've felt for a long time with guests. Um, I think they're like, you know, they, they kind of burn out quickly and brightly. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. and so that's the way you should handle them. No radio show brings on a guest for their full thing. You, you bring them on for a segment. 
You right. know, you interview them and then they're gone. They don't hang around for the rest of the show to participate in the rest of the show necessarily. Sometimes they do. Most of them they don't. And it works Jeremy's not cases. that kind of guy. It works in cases where there's such a big shot that it's hard to get them for four hours. And it works in cases where they're so unproven you're not sure if you want them for four hours. Exactly. So I like the idea of bringing a guy in there, giving him a half an hour to an hour. If he's killing it, let's keep him going. You know, if he's great, like Anthony was wonderful. But, you know, if he's, um, you know, if he's, if he's fizzled out and he's done his thing, he's explained why he was there, what makes him particularly interesting as a guest. In Jeremy's case, it would be really quick to narrow that down. I think a Jeremy lightning round, for one thing, would be hilarious. Mm. And um, I think maybe, um, you know, just get him to do something silly. Like I said, off the top of my head, you know, hot sauces and pepper sprays and tasers and, you know, um, the bad... Peppers. You know, the, the bad things that people do to themselves, cinnamon challenge, milk challenge, you know, eating challenges, anything like that. He could just be over there in the corner doing that shit right now on camera. You know, there's, there's no limit to what we could just do to Jeremy. And I promise you, this is the kind of guy, you know, you, I, I could go to the bank that day and get like $2,000 worth of cash and then like, you know, Woody could have his finger on like the Patreon valve or whatever. And, or maybe uh, we could do it like a live event. Imagine where the crowd was like, you know, voting for this stuff and more money was being, oh, really the game show where it was like, but for 250 Will you do it? And like, there's a wheel spinning or something, and we could do a whole torture Jeremy segment, dude. That could, I mean, I don't feel half an hour could go that. wrong. Let's get it cooking. I mean, you, you know, instead of the wheel of sex that Howard Stern makes like hot chicks spin, you know, the wheel of pain. You know, just the wheel of pain. You know, the maybe one thing on there. The wheel of pain. My pain is better. It's got more options. Like one of the things in the wheel of pain would be like the pepper spray burrito. It's like a Taco Bell burrito with it with like a, a pepper spray like mace dumped in it. Um, <laughs> like 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 you gotta eat the whole thing in in under like five minutes or something. Or like maybe one of the things is like um, maybe some sort of a bear trap that's not gonna break his arm, but he's gotta stick his hand in it. Like some sort of varmint trap or something. Maybe uh, electrocution. Like I said, definitely um, anything that's gonna burn his mouth or his eyes. Like pepper spray, mace. Maybe some rubber bullets, something like that, like a beanbag round. Mm. Yeah, these are all reasonable game. ideas. Um, anything you guys can think of we that could we could burn do? him with things, brand him. Yeah, we could brand him. We could really? yeah. get a PK. That was a joke. <laughs> we could get a. Um, you want him to get a PK? Hey, 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 hey! You want him to get a PKA tattoo? I can make that shit happen. Get Fucking out. design that shit. Up. Yeah, absolutely. Make him get my shitty branding on him. <laughs> no. You, <laughs> That this dude will get PKA tattooed on his back. Um, you know, get the artwork done, make it look fancy. I will make this guy get a PKA tattoo. I bet I can get it swung for less than four hundred dollars. I say four hundred. I know that's high because you got to pay for the tattoo. That is. That should be a Patreon donator level. Yeah, like, like, I figure two hundred fifty will get him to do the tattoo for sure, and another hundred and fifty will definitely get the tattoo uh, done. All right. You know, I'm, I'm thinking like a three-inch tattoo of PKA on his back, advertising. 191, painkiller already. Let's make all this happen. All right. Bye, everyone. I think we can. Later. <laughs>